Hello, fellow homebrewers. JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full two inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brew Built X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built Conicals. You can trust Brew Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brew Built at morebeer.com. Home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, beer drinkers. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Welcome to the session. Brewing Network back in action. A lot of stuff to do today. We gotta get right into it. A lot to talk about, a lot of stories from the week, different things are happening. Uh, people still stumbling into the studio. Even though we've come on uh, the air three minutes late, uh, JP, uh, I don't know, had something more important going on in the other room. Hockey, uh, hockey. I think it was. I've actually been here. Chad is the one who came in late. I see. That jerk. And I want to call him out in front of everybody. Yeah, I wasn't even here on time. Few people hanging in the studio and uh, lots of things to get to, really. i, I got to get moving. Uh, today's show, Shipyard Brewing Company. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a lot of craft beer history with uh, Alan Pugsley. He's the head brewer, the master brewer there. Designed all the recipes. He's co-owner and co-founder of the place. And uh, has founded tons of breweries all over the place. So we're going to be talking to Alan and figuring out all sorts of good stuff about the craft beer industry, and, and you're going to want to stick around for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, just uh, really all kinds of stuff. So we got, we got uh, different news. We got, we've got a scoop. We're going to scoop you. We have a scoop? Yeah. On some, do we say that anymore? Yeah, they do. Uh, we're scooping some long shot competition stuff. We're going to be doing that in a few minutes. Oh, really? Um what are you, Jimmy from the Daily Planet? Yes. <laughs> he was a photographer. So uh, we are now. Still, he, he, he has the scoop. That's true. I also have to... Uh, uh, Golly gee, Kent. Hey, <laughs> Shet, uh, do not allow me to go to... Uh, the gay club. A grocery store. Anything. <laughs> don't allow me to have contact with human beings anywhere with the two hours before the show. Why would I? It's just, uh, it's just ridiculous. They're just annoying. Especially, uh, People. places that have, uh, Dance Dance Revolution, uh, in them. <laughs> Where were you? I had to go to Fry's to get some speaker wire for the studio. Uh. And, uh, they're like Dance Dance Revolution in three different locations throughout the Fry's. With, uh, with little fat kids all over the place, uh, dancing on those stupid rubber mats to that awful music. Well, it's either that yeah. or they got the guitar hero out. 
Yeah, right. there was that too. If it wasn't uh, DDR, it was so Guitar how'd you do? Hero. How'd you do? I, I did great. <laughs> I, I beat all those little fat kids. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, just it kind of flusters me, and it makes me start thinking about like how much I don't like people. And I don't want to do that just before the show because I like these people, but I go out there and I start to think, oh Jesus, now I got to go talk to people again. You know, I wonder if we're even on the air and you're just doing this because you like everybody in the room and you it's know, just want an excuse. excuse for us to hang yeah, out. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the new server isn't even up here. Yeah, all of all of those posts on the forum for the last two years were just me. <laughs> just you. It could be. <laughs> it's just me. No, they're all in on the joke too. It's all of us. <laughs> I got everybody in on the joke. Uh, anyway, so th- I, I just want to uh, uh, point that out. Uh, don't let me do that, Shat. Please, it's one of your new uh, duties. Got to cover the duty of your. Uh, hey, you know what I discovered today? A good thing today, though. Uh, I discovered Redwood Road out behind your oh, yeah. house, yeah. Doc. That's cool. Oh shit! Uh, you could drop a body off there. Nobody, nobody even knows. <laughs> well, I've there's heard that. This. I mean, that wasn't my first idea. When I uh, took a motorcycle ride today, there was a motorcycle convention out in San Mateo. Uh, Schumann and I rode out there. And then on the way back, we took all the back roads. So we went through, uh, if you're local, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're not. Did you go uh, through Castro you know, Valley and up that went way? Went through Castro Valley, yeah. uh, A Street, which turns into Redwood Road. And then Redwood Road goes up the, uh, goes up and over the mountain. As opposed to here in the Bay Area, you have to take a freeway and a tunnel. The, or you gotta the go all the way around, which is just another freeway. Um, but you can take this, this old back road, which yeah. is Redwood Road. And it goes out behind Doc's house. And oh man, was that great! Yeah, there's nothing. Else. It's just it's a watershed, so there's no buildings out there. It's nice. It's just windy roads, and uh, I'm I'm uh, taking a I, uh, there's a curve. Uh, there are lot there are lots of tight curves on yeah. the road, which that's what's so great about it. Yeah. Well, I there's one particularly tight curve, and I'm looking at the shoulder. And there's two tire tracks that just go right over that fucking car. <laughs> I mean, just str- there was uh, th- that car didn't even hit the brakes. You could tell that the car just kept right on driving. Oh, and that was a cliff, nothing but a cliff. On the same road, I came across the car, and all I saw was the back end of the car, and it, had, it went over the side. And I guess it had caught on a tree. Oh. All I saw was the back bumper. This thing was must have been at least on a sixty degree angle. Yeah, I look at that. I go. I drove for a little bit. I go. I gotta go see if there's actually people in there. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and there wasn't anybody in there. So obviously they did, did that and got out. But I could yeah. I could have just left, kept on driving. And, and you know I did keep driving and those tracks looked pretty fresh actually because there was yeah. a little rain out there this morning. But they were looking. Oh. I just kept right on going. I figured, what am I gonna do? I ain't crawling down a hill. I'm too lazy for that. I got a phone call. You're no hero. To do. Yeah, I'm not. I got that guy. It's not my fault he wasn't paying attention. You got a dance revolution to get to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, so, uh, and then we continue uh, through Moraga, which is where Doc lives. Real nice area. Uh, we're driving the back road, getting home there. Doc, that, that place is like fairy tale land. It's like happy fairy tale land. As you're driving through, there's all these uh, trails all around the road that you can take through Moraga. And... There's like families on tandem bicycles. <laughs> yeah. right? Like I mean, and I'm not just talking like I saw a tandem bicycle. I must have seen 15 families riding on their tandem cycles. Everybody's smiling. I mean, you come to Pacheco, and uh, you're lucky you don't get shot in your way through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Well, then you you drove past the college, and there's all you know the college guys throwing some footballs out there. And no, today it was all chicks because it was lacrosse day. Oh yeah, okay. which was nice. Well, it's, it's yeah, yeah, so collegiate. Yeah, yeah no chicks in Pacheco. Yeah, no 
chicks in Pacheco and no tandem bicycles, that's for no, sure. There's tandem handguns. I mean, we in had Pacheco. to st- we had to stop at a crosswalk. We had to stop for six minutes for the bicyclists to go by. Bunch of families on their tandems. Schumann said he saw a bunch of retards on their tandems, too. I, d- I thought they were all just real happy. I didn't notice. Everyone was smiling. Everyone smiled. I in like Moraga. the sunshine! Everyone in Moraga is happy. Oh, yeah. It's a nice day. Everyone's out playing bocce ball. and Yeah, you go past the, because the bocce ball Because people in Moraga field. have money, and money makes you happy. <laughs> is that what it is, Bevo? Yes. Bitter Bevo over here. <laughs> just a little angry side. Yeah. She, her, her fiancé is like the poorest person on <laughs> earth, sans me. Uh, I had to get a secondhand squirrel. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't even a first-hand road kill. Uh, Bevo uh, drunk texted me oh, Friday God. night. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, what was that about? I did. Well, Shat and Schumann had a brew going Friday night, so we were hanging out. McDole was over here, and uh, we're hanging out, smoking yeah. the hookah out back. And, uh, it's late at night. It's like 2 a.m. And uh, I was so destroyed. Bevo starts sending me I love you text messages. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like, oh, wow, yeah, you got a stiffy. It's, it's like Sam's not fault. first anymore. Sam's out of town, so I was like, oh, oh that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like one of those, uh, you know, you know, you, get, you drink and you I love you, man. It was like I, you love all your friends. Oh yeah. She okay. starts sending me those like, oh, you're my best friend kind of messages. We haven't talked in like a month except for on the show. <laughs> she sent me, <laughs> I love you, you're my best friend messages. What happened Friday night? Oh dear God. I still have a headache. Yeah. Um, I went over to Sam's sister's house, and she, we were playing like apples to apples or something, just like board games, because we're losers and don't have anything better to do. Sure. Just like the rest then of us. She opened a bottle of wine, and we drank that. Yeah. And then her husband had beer, and we drank that, and it was something ridiculous, like this. I was telling uh, you the speakeasy. Speakeasy, yeah. Um, the double IPA, the double down. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, uh, double daddy. Yeah. I had three of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, twelve ounces because they come in twenty twos. Also, just the I regular hope it beer dope. bottle size. Okay, yeah. But Who's and then after daddy? that, had we split another bottle of wine? Yeah. I wow. Felt that sick in a really long time. Yeah, you were drunk. I was drunk. How long before you guys were kissing? <laughs> now she wasn't. If we uh, were kissing, I don't remember it. You oh. started making out with Sam's sister. Wrong answer. Nice. With your fiance's sister. Keep it in the family. That yeah. is great. By the way, I like your your pronunciation of speakeasy. It sounds more S- European. Speakeasy. Speakeasy. Give me a nice bottle of speakeasy. But spikeasy. I do think that that's my new favorite beer because that was fantastic. Really? After the first one, I was like, yeah. Yeah, but you were uh, you were a bottle of wine into it by then. Anything could have tasted. Yeah, good. but I didn't drink much of the first bottle of wine because it was really sweet mm-hmm. and it was just gross. Girl I mean, I'm not saying that's not beer. good beer. It's great beer, but it's a it's. Not only strong in alcohol, strong in flavor. Yeah, it was it was tasted really good. I liked the flavor. Look at that, Bevo. Nice. Oh, you're gonna drive the guys double the IPA nuts. points right there. I know her favorite beer is a Man. double IPA. Yeah. Well, hey, good for you. It was yeah. funny. I actually didn't even get the text messages till like the next morning. I was asleep by eleven. But <laughs> next day, I'm looking at my text. I'm going. Uh, the hell was Bevo thinking? <laughs> then I called him and I was like, did I text you last night? <laughs> <laughs> I told her all sorts of things. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, you did. We had a whole... Uh, what? You mu- you and it's a promise. <laughs> you and I had a verbal contract. <laughs> you must have deleted what I text back if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. In other news, Doc, I, speaking of uh, other people's women, uh, 
I don't know what you think. Doc, like, uh, is <laughs> perpetuating my uh, fascination with his wife. He brought me over hot pictures of his wife today. Now they're not like naughty or anything. They're just no, like, uh, yeah. you see these, McDowell? That's all. Over yes, here? Yeah. She looks great. You got him pinned well, up. I knew Karen. You got him I got <laughs> up on the wall. I got her pinned up next to my uh, computer here. I figured that's where we, it should be. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably frame it eventually and put it somewhere everyone can yeah. enjoy. You have to afford a frame first. I was all excited to see the picture, and then I, and I started thinking, <laughs> oh! And I was like, what the hell's wrong with you, Doc? <laughs> I was fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you'll never have, you little yeah. jerk. <laughs> I like it. That's cool. And then Doc gives me... I didn't me tell her I gave it to you either. <laughs> I figured. Actually, I thought, uh, you know, the one time uh, Doc's wife's ever come to the see the program was during Doctoberfest last year. Yeah. I thought we if we ever invite her again for anything, barbecues, anything... Oh, yeah. Don't let me forget to take the picture down. <laughs> yeah. She might get real creeped out. Yeah. She comes in here... <laughs> Doc's wife posted next to yeah, my give computer. her a tour of the house, and you've had, you moved it from here into your room. That, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right next to the lotion. It, yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> it's just like a greasy framed photo next <laughs> yeah. to the lotion. Why is it smeared? Don't worry. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, she's smiling nice. You got a good looking wife, Doc. Good for you. Thanks. Uh, all right. What else? I, I wanted everybody to know. So the forum was down for a couple of days this week. I told you last Sunday that was going to happen. Uh, back up now. Working better than ever. Ooh. We're moved to our new server. There's a couple of things left to fix. So if you find dead links and things like that, you know, hang in there. Um, but I did want to point out, um, I didn't do all that stuff. And there's a couple of uh, friend of ours, you know what I mean, uh, that you guys need to thank. Uh, Code right and f- uh, fool in the chat room. He, he doesn't he, he doesn't ask for recognition. I, I don't even think he likes it when I do this. But that guy, he helps a lot behind the scenes. And uh, I don't mention it too often. But he took care of the entire forum for you guys. He moved it to the new server, which is a, is a big production and making the whole thing work. And, I mean, I couldn't do that stuff. And if. If I did have to do it, it would have taken months. I'll tell you that right now. I'd have had to go buy a Forums for Dummies book and read the thing. So, uh, Code, thank you, my brother. And, and and on behalf of the BN Army, thank you. You guys could give him some thanks, too, in the forum or whatever. But, uh, yeah, he did all that. He also helped with a bunch of other server stuff, too. It wasn't just the forum, but even in the move. And then our old friend uh, Chris, he runs Brew Monkey. You can go to uh, brew-monkey.com. I got his banner on my homepage. Always have because he helped. He's been helping with the website. He's kind of been my admin for the server since uh, since day one. And he's a just a cool guy. Donates all his time. Uh, I, I'll probably pay him eventually, assuming any one of us ever gets paid. I owe that guy a lot of dough. So thank him, too. And check out his website. Uh, you could, there's probably contact information in there. I'm sure he wouldn't mind hearing, uh, hey, thanks for setting up the BN for us, because that guy had to move... Uh, you got to move all these databases. McDowell, you know what this stuff is. I don't know what the hell it is. You got to move a bunch of stuff, and apparently it takes a real long time, and you got to kind of reconfigure it, and you got to change passwords. And, uh, the guy spent hours, is my point. So give some thanks to brewmonkey.com, brew-monkey.com, and then code, our very own code writing fool in the in the forum. Good listener, good dude. Um, yeah, they helped out with all that stuff. So, And then if it doesn't work, you can complain to those guys, too. How about that? <laughs> that's, that's really the point of all that. I don't want to hear it. It's their fault. Uh, announcements. Uh, the Brewing Classic Styles book, which is sold out, as you should know, um, but they've all shipped. I think all but a couple. I got a couple left here, but they'll be shipping Monday. So, 
pretty much everybody, you should have your books by the end of next week, or you know, give it till give it till mon- you know, next Monday, and then call me if you haven't gotten them, or or, uh, or email me actually, and we'll figure all that out. But uh, they've all shipped, so you know, you could stop sending me those emails that say, "Hey, when are those books shipping?" Never, it's already done. Uh, but shirts are still available in the store, and it helps us if you buy them. So check those out. BN Army T-shirts. Everyone loves them. They're the hottest new thing for Christmas this year, I heard. Forbes magazine was saying uh, <laughs> it's the hottest item. Oh, yeah, I read that, too. Did you? Yeah. McDowell knows. Pet BN shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Forget Tickle Me Elmo. No, that was a long time ago, wasn't it, JP? Yeah, that's, pet Rocks. That's not me. hot. Yeah, I anyway. still have one if you want. Cabbage Patch yeah. Kids. It's a little matted. But. This week, it's uh, this year, it's the BN Army logo. So get your shirts now while you can. Uh, email sh- uh, Shat, our own producer, Shat, chat at thebrewingnetwork.com. Um, and that's where all your show ideas go to now. He does all the booking and, and puts together the show ideas. So chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. That's where you get all that. I think we should give Bevo a Brewing Network email. No. <laughs> this is a picture I took of me in the mirror, Bebo. <laughs> yeah. Drinking your favorite double IPA. prefer the text message, I think. Uh, I do. I yeah. prefer the text. <laughs> so are you not drinking tonight because of Friday or what? You yes. Know? Well, yes and no. I don't understand what that means. It's, it's yes I'm and no. I'm still slightly hungover. Uh-huh. I'm sticking to water. But you're going to end up tying one on with us? I'll probably taste. If we taste anything, I'll taste. Okay. But I also burned my tongue really bad yesterday. Uh-huh. I'm just sticking to ice Slow and water. down. <laughs> okay. I don't see what that has to do with drinking beer. All of those things make me it think you should stinks. be drinking beer. Oh, the nice cold beer would make that feel better. Mm. Some jerk told me once that I had like... He had bitten his cheek. Yeah, you do that sometimes. You're eating, you yeah. bite your cheek, whatever. And we were all having beer. And he said, I can't have beer... Because I'll get a yeast infection in my mouth because I got because I bit my cheek. I was young at the time, and I went, "Really? You can't? You can't? What? <laughs> yeah. So, so, like, if you cut yourself, well, don't get any beer on that. You yeah, see, don't. Pour you'll it. get a yeast infection. <laughs> a yeast infection. What? He was serious too. I remember the kid uh, looked me straight in the eye. Schumann, you know who I'm talking about too. It's Ron, our old bass player. Guy said that to me. He's a weird guy. Yeah, anyway. You think? <laughs> all right. No one wants to hear all that stuff. Uh, I do want to get to our, uh, our our scoop of the week, though. Um, got some long shot news. Mike McDowell's hanging out with us. As you all know, uh, he is the champion of uh, the long shot this year. One of them. One of two. The other champion's going to be on the Jamil show tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? Talking, well, Jamil's show, he's doing Weizen, uh, Weizenbach tomorrow. And uh, the other winner had a Weizenbach, right? right? Right, Rodney Kisby. Mm-hmm. Rodney. So Rodney's going to be on the Jamil show tomorrow night, uh, beginning at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And we've got McDole, the other winner, here with us. But check this out. Uh, you want to you want to give us the scoop, McDole? <laughs> sure. Well, uh, you know, as you know, the uh, my winning beer was a, a double IPA, uh, pretty much the same hop bill as uh, uh, Planet of the Elder. Well, it's a ton uh, of hops. This week, I think it was yeah Thursday, I got a call from Jim Cook of Boston Beer Company, and uh, they cannot get the hops to make my beer. Oh, oh. The hop shortage so strikes my, again. My beer will not be in the long six shot six-pack in February. Really? Yeah. Now, does that mean that they're going forward with the six-pack, sans yeah, your beer? Yeah, right. It's going to be really? instead of uh, two of uh, three different beers, it's going to be uh, three of, of two different beers. It's a good so, thing about six. Yeah. 
<laughs> no matter what happens, you can always go even. Yeah. That's right. No kidding, man. Yeah, so, they but it will come out uh, in uh, February 2009. They are going to make the beer. They will. Yeah. They so, put a, what put does a that thing mean? on the side of the six pack with a, you know, apology and your face <laughs> on it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Your middle finger on a it. National apology. So, that means that next year's long shot competition, right. you've already won it. Right. I'm in there and I'm one of the winners and uh and that's Right now they're they're talking about or I was just like, I talked to Jim Cook about this. Uh they're thinking about, you know, like having just one winner instead of two next year. Okay. And I well, I indicated I didn't thought that I thought that was kind of like I'd rather have more winners. So why not like make it have four winners? Then mine will be the fifth, and the employee winner would be the sixth. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I'm kind of a you know, there's a guy who wins, there's a bunch of people who lose. <laughs> well, like that's how I think that life should be. Yeah, Loser. But, you know, seventeen hundred beers in a competition. I mean, there are some good beers. The top fifty are probably fantastic beers. Yeah, but the top one, like that's the guy right there. How yeah, good does yeah, that right, feel? You right, know what I mean? Right. Like that would have been you. Right. You know. Come on, we're so anyway. all winners here. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. <laughs> you don't tell your kids that after the Little League game, right, oh, no. Doc? You They're tell saying, them they lost. Oh, yeah, I call them a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how life is. No, 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 no there, is, tough him there up, is one possibility. If any of the listeners happen to have, like, 2,500 pounds <laughs> each of uh, Warrior, oh. Simcoe, yeah. Columbus, Centennial, Okay, I think we might be able to pull this off. All right, guys. Well, About 10,000 pounds is all we need. You know what? The Army's going to start like adding up their hops right now. They're all going to get on yeah, the yeah, forum, and they're going to go, well, I got an ounce. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah somebody so, says they have 17 pounds. <laughs> really? Yeah. In their freezer, it'll make... That's a start. 10 batches. So, uh, what did Jim say? You know, is he kind of bummed about the oh, whole situation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody feels worse about it than he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he really wants to make that beer. I think uh, he was really impressed with the hops. Because those aren't hops he, you know, gets in, in, into his uh, operation at all. Yeah. His West Coast uh, high uh, cocumulant hops. I see. What a drag. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm getting over it. Are you? You were bummed, though, huh? I made a batch of my, today myself. So. You did? Yeah. You're like, hey, they're not going to make yeah, it. Yeah, I'll have it. Don't worry. You guys won't, but I won't. Yeah, I was telling Mike, he's like that kid at school that tells everybody he's going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. And then he, something gets canceled. And he, oh. and he, then everybody calls him a liar and he's yeah. famed. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a liar. What a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you run on the, you want to be on a six pack, McDowell. Yeah, right. Now, well, McDowell, you guys, you guys all understand, and you, and everybody here and the listeners, because they know about the hop. Uh, sure. Deal. But like relatives, but they the, go, yeah. What? And all those, they can't make your beer. What do you mean? And all those chicks at the bar you were telling? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll keep, t- I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to keep that story going. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. I'm going to keep, well, at least until February. I'm going to well, keep them locked right. in the basement. I still carry my label around with me. So this whole thing blows you do. up. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Now yeah. you can say, you know, I've won two years in a row. If you think about it. Well, I'm not going to Oh, that. Oh, okay. yes, right. But you've, you, you've sure. won this year officially. Right. right. And you'll also be the winner next year because they're putting you in the six pack well, next year. I'll just say they liked it so much they put it in again. My beer was so Five large two again? years. <laughs> yeah. My beer was so yeah, good. Was one time on that, oh, I okay. entered it once and won twice. <laughs> yeah. So they they How said it was. they sent McDole this framed uh, poster of the label, right, which has got his face on it. Yeah. Which he was really excited to to get and to see. Yeah. 
until Jim gives him this phone call, and he had already hung it up. And he's like, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't bear it anymore. He had to turn it around. <laughs> oh, he around and I couldn't bear to look at it. It's still turned around, but I'm 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 working my Aww, way up to it. That's yeah. sad. Are you, that's we'll sad. hang it up in here. Donate it to the BN. That's what I said. But then yeah. every time he comes over, we got to turn, turn it, it around. around. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it'll be a tradition till February '09. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll come in and it'll be turned around. Oh, McDowell's on tonight. Yeah, yeah. Doc will have to make me like a rotating picture hanger. Well, we'll put, oh, Karen, yeah. we'll put Karen's picture on the other side. That'll ah, man. <laughs> now we're talking. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, you know, I'm bummed to hear that, but what are you going to do? It's just the way things are going, right? It's so. an agricultural issue, you know? Yeah. But, you know, what's cool is that, uh, you know, is that, you know, Jim Cook is, is, he likes the beer so much yeah. that yeah. he's not just going to say, oh, well, you know, sorry, dude. Hey, yeah, sorry, dude, you got your five grand, get it out of my face. Agreed. That he wants to put it on. And he offered you to brew, but with different hops, right? Yeah, with substitute hops, you know, like uh, oh. some, some New Zealand hops for bittering and some European hops that, you know, none of which uh, have anything to do with Warrior or Simcoe or, you know, the, the, <laughs> the dynamics, yeah. you know, the flavor dynamics of those hops. I mean, on paper, they might look the same in terms of IBUs and okay. you know, things, but. He thought that they had some he, of no, the no, same, he, he, like kettle uh, characteristics. Yeah, Jim did. Not, he his brewers came up with this. Uh, when he okay. called me. He from step one wanted just to do what what's going to happen. Which he just gave me the option. I see. Well, because he didn't want to disappoint you, right? Yeah. So yeah. if I was willing for them to just make a beer, yeah. that wasn't my beer. Fine, but his preference from the get go right. was to make the beer. Why don't you, why don't you brew like a batch that. with their hops like they wanted to, and, and give it? <laughs> let's, let's see what might have been. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'd be a good beer. I mean, you know, if you make a good balanced beer. Yeah. So when he gives you the two options, you should have said yes. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you do both. I'll have a now and later. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But you got to love that about the guy. You know, I mean, yeah. he's no, no, you know, he he's, was, he's willing no. to uh, to to wait yeah. and to and bump he, someone else out of the winning for next year, Mike. Right. right. And he called me personally. I, I can't. That just means yeah, this a lot. is cool. Oh yeah, he easily could have had a lackey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got hot lackeys. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. I almost would have preferred that. Uh, yeah, Jim's a cool dude, so that's cool that, um, that's gonna get brewed next year. I guess we just gotta be patient. Yeah. I mean, really, the, you know who suffers, McDole, here are the listeners oh, yeah, who sure. have been here, because we get to have it. You just brewed a new batch. Yeah. You're gonna bring it over here, we get to drink it. Right. Uh, all these he people who have that. been waiting for your double IPA. I've yeah. been waiting! Gonna have to wait for another. Oh, double yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Ah, well. What are you gonna do? Alright. And just to, uh, actually I just wanna mention, we're also drinking, uh, I am anyway. I don't know if you guys poured one. Doc, are you beerless? No. I'm drinking the Sam Adams Winter Lager, which I had it last year for I was the, not for the first time. And uh, This is my favorite Sam Adams beer. It's good. You I've, tried the October I've best? confirmed that. I have. I've tried it. Oh, really? I think I've tried all of them. Well, I have to try this beer. And the Winter Lager is my favorite. What? It is a good beer. And you know what else? It, it doesn't have... Uh, as much of the house flavor as the rest of the beers. Hmm. And I don't mean that the house flavor's bad. I no. like a Boston lager too. Hmm. But this one I don't know, I'd like you actually your input on that. We'll get we'll get Let's everybody get one here. at the break yeah. and right. then I'd like you to tell me if you get as much of it cuz I don't. I, I think it's a very different beer for them and maybe it's that it's a it's a lager. You hear that Chad? Right. Everyone gets one. That might be no it. problem. Okay. All right. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Especially mine. Yeah. Oh my god. You've got mail. I'm trying to go through this fast. I gotta get to Alan. And there's a lot this week too. 
Uh, Justin, Doc, JP, and all of the BN. Uh, first, I'd like to say the BN's fantastic. My stress level must have dropped dramatically since I've started to listen to the BN 12 months now without fail. I used to go to bed, and as soon as my head hit the pillow, I would be worrying about work-related problems. I design electronic safety equipment and would be designing instead of sleeping. Now, however, I listen to the BN and dream of beer, which is kind of creepy in the sense that I'm not I don't know it's, there's so little beer talk on this program start drinking about skin suits and uh, <laughs> JP's Prince he wants information about when and how I can get the podcasts of both of the shows on uh, AM 1550 KYOU radio here in San Francisco that are aired he says while well, I'm down at the pub so I can't listen <laughs> um yeah, you gotta go to kyou.com, ku.com, and you can typically listen online. Uh, we go on the air at 2 p.m., and by we, I mean it's me and JP, and occasionally Sully. And it's two different shows. We do the brewcast from 2 to 3, and then we do our brand new show. Have you heard it yet, Doc? No. We actually, did a, actually, I was hunting around like, hey, uh, yesterday. We do that from 3 to 4, and we did a good job yesterday. I JP. think we did a very good job. It was our best one yet, and the archiver failed. Not my fault. JP, would you please uh, contest uh, the, as uh, like uh, uh, help I me out I refuse to answer the question. <laughs> was your board operator hung over again? Our uh, that's true. It was not just no, CBS was like fixing all. Uh, they were doing a whole overhaul of all the studios, and I thought just before the show. So it actually, kind of is my fault because I thought like in the middle of the program, I thought I think I should be recording this one manually because they're doing a lot of work in here, and I bet they're not archiving the show. And then I didn't. I forgot. I went on with the show, and I went and asked them afterward, and they said, "Yeah, there's no archive of that, dude." And it was our best one yet. So well, next week's got to be better. Anyway, KYOU.com. Uh, if you're in the Bay Area, you can listen live beginning at 2 p.m. Um, if you're anywhere else, you can go to KYOU.com. Listen uh, on the Internet uh, beginning at uh, 2 p.m. And that's you do. As far as downloads, um, it's going to take a while. i got to have a web page built and all sorts of stuff. So give me some time on that, and then I'll put up all the past episodes. Uh, he has a tech question for us, though, Doc. Uh, he says, I've never tasted my wort before. I've always waited until it has finished uh, in the uh, primary. But I did today, and it seemed too bitter. Will the bitterness back off during fermentation? Um, he was brewing Jay-Z's latest recipe out of How to Brew, which was a Christmas-in-a-bottle spiced ale. I think that's a good question. Often I taste my wort, and I go, even though it's obviously very sweet, you also do get a kind of a lot of bitterness out of it. It's going to be a whole different thing when you're done. Yeah. Um, I can usually taste the word, and I can tell whether it's going to be kind of where I where I wanted to go. You can, but yeah, but and you can tell it's going to be good, but it, it's nothing like what you're going to get after fermentation. Can you tell McDowell from the taste of your word if you did it right? No, but eventually I I, I might be able to because I do taste it every time, and I'm yeah. thinking over over some period of time, I'd be able to make the correlation between the taste of the final beer and what I'm tasting in the word. Yeah. I taste the mash too. I taste all of that too, but only because I just want to see what it tastes like. JP, can you tell from your work if you've uh, kind of hit your target? Um, if I've done it before, 
then yeah, uh, if it's a recipe and then that I've just kind of recalling the taste. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, if it's something new, I'll, I'll taste it, and you know, if the flavors taste, you know, if they if they mesh well, yeah. you know, if one flavor sticks out too much over the other, then I go, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of hope. But uh, it just, uh, but but definitely the bitterness is always something that you're going to taste. It I is think, right. From the wart. Yeah, and because you still have a little, I imagine pieces of hop still in solution or whatever. Yeah. You got yeah. things floating um, around, and it'll drop out. A yeah, lot of, a lot of different chemical reactions happen. Right. So. Yeah, Drops. and the yeast scrub the hops really hard. Too. Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, with the CO two coming out of there, yeah, you gotta just lose some of that. Right. Okay. So it's because it, it does. It always it tastes really. It's weird. It tastes really sweet and really bitter at the at yeah. the exact same time when I taste the wort, and it does change so much. Obviously, you're losing so much sugar and. Uh, I always just think I can't tell. I never even try to attempt. I taste it and I go, ah, it tastes good to me, and then I, whatever. I wait till <laughs> it's done. You know, it is really different. But I thought that was a good question. So anyway, yeah, dude, that that bitterness will will most likely uh, uh, go away. You know, if you if you did the recipe correctly, you'll be okay. Now, if you made up your own recipe, uh, yeah, <laughs> it might be a little different. But if it's a proven recipe, you're probably just fine. So this dude. He's been on the air with us before. His name's Mark. Oh, Mark. And he emails me a lot. And he emails me, like, <laughs> repeatedly, like, kind of the same things. He's also Skyping me right now, and he said hi to me three times. And I don't really talk to anybody when I'm on the air. I can't type back. So, Mark, you got you know, hang in there, buddy. I'll, I'll say hi to you. He I, sent me this week. Uh, Are you going to put him on? No, he's not calling. He's just typing hi. Oh, he's <laughs> chatting in Skype. It's like, I'm not ignoring you. I just, I'm ignoring you. Because uh, I'm busy. I really like the music you play on the show. Um, Chad's doing a really great job getting the guests to come on the show. That's you. And then he wants me to ask how long has Shipyard Brewery been in business. And then a minute later, he sent another email that says, <laughs> I really like the music you play on the show. <laughs> Chad's doing a really great job getting on the guests to come on the show. How long has Shipyard Brewery been in business? I want some East Coast breweries and some West Coast breweries on the show. <laughs> Mark. Mark, uh, what does that mean? He's drunk talking. We'll work on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good answer, Chad. Like we'll the, work on that. Like at the same time? Like a battle royale? We're going to double time it. Yeah. Yeah. Battle Royale. Here's a guy. Uh, he tried to start off uh, insulting me, and then he couldn't do it. He pushed out. Oh. He says, uh, let's see, uh, Justin, you no good carpet filtering talentless hack. You have to take advice from chat. Oh, crap, I can't go through with this. It just seems so wrong. What I really want to say is thanks for a great show. You guys are what keeps drivers safe here in Denmark. He's one of our Danish listeners. If I didn't have the BN crew to keep me smiling, I'd be going postal every day going to work. Wow. <laughs> they did that there too, huh? Wow. Yeah, I didn't know going postal was international. No. And though I still think you need to cut Shat some slack, he says, Shato. I think I think he's worried about your feelings. Oh, oh. fucking feelings! <laughs> Come on, you'd be Shat. the only one. He says. Uh, I mean, he really does hit the the right button at least thirty percent of the time. And who would get you a new beer besides Shat? Your Chris. show does give out good info. Oh, that's all I had to say about you. Oh wait, no. He says your show does good good info. At least for the first 30 minutes. So be nice to chat, and let's have some more stories from the psycho bitch girlfriend. Oh, he wants. a request. <laughs> Everyone's requesting those, but there's nothing new to tell you, so we're still it, waiting. Text her back. <laughs> you were the first one. 
No whispering over there. Do I hear Psycho Girl whispering? Nah. Uh, is there stories I don't know about? Uh, no. Jeez. All right. I'd love to try out for Drunk of the Week, but my pointy-haired boss might not like it, because I think he's at work uh, right now. The fact that I make coffee before I even check when the servers are running still seems to irk him. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, just want to give a quick attaboy. Uh, cheers from the stupid drunk Dane, the Finn. Here's a, here was a good question that came through from Rich this week. Uh, just wondering what happens to the recipes that the guests on the show say they're going to give. <laughs> Thanks for what you do. Yeah, that's something we have difficulty with. Um we we do keep emailing these folks and trying to get the recipes after the shows, and some of them uh, post them themselves or get them right back to us. But a lot of them don't. They're just you know they're busy and they forget. And I don't know. I don't know if I have to defend them. Some of them are douchebags. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just get shot on them. It'd be relentless. Well, but like for example, there is a particular one. Uh, JP has emailed several times about it, and he just he must just be real busy. So where's my recipe? Where's my recipe? Yeah, yeah. My recipe? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's still, like Mark. He just keeps uh, asking until somebody responds. You know, there's going to be a hop shortage soon. He'll have a lot of time on his hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the recipes will magically appear within the next <laughs> month or two. But you can't brew because there's no hops. Right. So I do apologize, but I'll tell you this. When we get them, they show up in the beer radio segment. And then it's usually like, uh, you know, we'll name the brewer and which show he was on, and we'll put the recipe there. I guess I could have Shat, like, copy it to the beer recipes um, part of the forum, too. Sure. So they all show up there. But they're in the forums. That's where they go. They always go in the forums if we get them. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Let's see. Oh, here's a show suggestion. I just wanted to give a little love from a, a silent member of the BN Army. Uh, I've been a session listener for about a year, homebrewing extract style for two years. Love the show. Travel a lot for work, but the session and podcast give me a little sense of home wherever I am. So keep up the good work. He has a suggestion, and he says the suggestion, he says it uh, may make me seem like a pussy. Like I said, I've been extract brewing for about two years and listened to most of the podcast shows. One topic I've never heard addressed the nutrition content on different styles of brew. I'm not a health nut or anything, but was wondering about some of the beers I make and what about the calories, the sugar. Um. So basically he wants to know if he can survive only on beer. (laughs) Yeah, maybe so. Uh, I'm serving to my friends, of course, consuming myself. Uh, anyway, he wants to know if we could do a little segment on it. You know what? I don't think anybody has the answers to those questions for us to do a segment on it. I mean, you could talk, we could talk about the, the commercial and compare beers to commercial, you know, our styles to other commercial examples, but I don't know that we'd be able to talk about accurate, uh, I mean, no. you'd have to send your beer to a lab, wouldn't you? Your homebrew to figure out, could you calculate? Well, well, why just homebrew? How about just beer in general? I mean, they have some, well, that's what I'm saying. But he's at, he was asking me for homebrew and, oh. and the different styles. And what, all I'm saying well, is well, the like, only thing we could do is talk about commercial styles right. because those are listed. Right. There you go. You know. But, you know, most homebrew styles are similar to some commercial styles. So. Yeah. You know, you, but your own one, you, just your own personal brew would vary so oh, greatly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it just, would, I don't even know how accurate that would be to compare it. Well, I think. Just, I mean, it would be like just a rough approximation, like to know yeah. that it's got 350 calories in a pint of Doppelbach or something like that. I mean, really, I could solve this issue right now by saying, uh, don't sit around like a lazy ass if you're going to drink your beer. That's it. And if you do, whatever it is that you're brewing, if you don't do anything, uh, you know, it's too many calories for you. That's it. Like, that's really the bottom line. Uh, the, yeah. the, the simple equation that even I know, and I 
hardly know what an equation is, <laughs> is that you have to use more uh, carbs and calories uh, than you than you put into your body. And that's it. Or equal, you know, whatever. If you're looking to lose weight, you got to use so more. If you're already a fat if load, if don't already, worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, we could discuss it, but, uh, you know, that's basically the deal. Is that why Bub drinks Coors Light all the time? Yes, because he's a fat load. Another guy says um, he woke up in the morning. He turned us off when he went to bed, but then somehow Winamp just turned right back on again at like 5.30 in the morning. We've heard that happen. <laughs> it does happen. I don't know what that is, guy. It's not something I can fix. And what was the time when uh, the guy was doing the nasty with his wife? Yeah, and, and all of a sudden uh, <laughs> we're on. <laughs> we're like talking in the background. Well, this guy, he actually said it was cool because um, he ended up dragged out about, at about 6.30. Um, oh, no, he got dragged out at 5.30. And by 6.30, he was 15 minutes into his protein rest. He said, "He says uh, it was like the spirit of Justin came to me and said, get out of bed, you fat fuck, and start brewing. So he did. He just got up and started brewing. <laughs> oh, he was that's brewing. That's timing, right? Yeah. Oh. He was brewing. Yeah, different protein. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. That's from SoCal. I got SoCal Surfer. Uh, oh, he also adds that JP has to be the worst way to wake up ever. Yeah. yeah. What? what wake know? up as JP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a horror story. Oh man, I so so live it every day. Yeah, <laughs> you wake up, you have a giant schlong. Now, can we do these uh, questions? Wood. You're real a handsome quick. guy. You have a lot of money and friends. It sucks. Indian beer yeah. geek had written to us last week, and then he had some follow up questions. I wanted to throw at you, Doc. Uh, he says the only thing he can get is six row barley. Ooh. He's in India. Yeah, he's, he emailed me that I think before. So uh, he, it's kind of cool. He says he makes his own crystal and biscuit malts at home. Yeah, um, but he, he wants to know, I guess, what a you know, what can he expect with the six row? What's different about the six row than the two row? I mean, what uh, can I brew with six row and expect the beer to taste the same? <laughs> you be crappy. <laughs> 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 then yes, <laughs> sweet. That would be the same. Can McDowell brew with six row and expect the beer to taste? Yeah, the same? No, it won't. It won't be the same. In fact, he said his brother smuggled in some two row or something, and it just made a wonderful beer. Ah. Uh, you got more husk. Um, you got more protein. Uh, you got more enzymes. But you got four more rows. Yeah, it's going to be of all. Um, more tannins, basically. More tannins. Yeah. Is less, that the major body. flame? Uh, 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 less body, also. Yeah. Huh. It, it, is the major flavor component the more tannins, or is there you know? So it sounds like it's going to be thin and. Uh, Kind of husky. Well, it, it's it got a different taste to it. I think that's kind of why they went to adding corn and rice to it yeah. uh, to help uh, mellow that out. I see. I kind of like to take. I've never tried one. Now I now I'm thinking I should brew one. It's not very popular. I don't even know where you can find. Yeah, can you milk. buy it here? You yeah, can, but uh, yeah. We, in fact, uh, yeah, Mike and I were going to go in on a sack because I don't think we were going to have a you know enough to. <laughs> do, do, you do for a whole second. I gotta have a second in my garage. Yeah. Do you think that, um, McDowell, you think Shat's gonna be okay with you and Doc going in on a sack <laughs> together? Yeah, yeah, you'll get over it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. an old sack. Yeah. I kinda would like to it's taste. It's not a big sack, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, just enough. Just yeah. enough. But yeah, I, I, I kinda wanted to brew some, uh, malt liquor. But I'm oh, having yeah. trouble finding the 40 ounce bottles. Ah, uh, is that what you use six row for? It's yeah. like, why? What, I don't understand why. Budweiser uses it too. I don't get it. It's cheaper. Just yeah, think about it. Six rows. less quality. Well, yeah, it's a lot cheaper, and yeah. you get more out of the yeah because there's more, I guess, grains on the sure stalk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Stalk. I was thinking vine, but I can't say that. Sense. But yeah. uh, 
Yeah, certain styles you kind of have to use it, but not many. Yeah. All right, here's a long one. I, all right, I got to get moving. I'll, I'll do just this part. I thought was cool, Doc. I thought you'd want to hear. Um, this guy says, I'd "Like to thank you guys sincerely for the great programming uh, you provide the home and craft group community." He says, "It's clear to the listener that you and Doc have a great friend trip, uh, friendship and camaraderie that translates to a nice balance of the informational versus laid back partying, analogous to a nicely balanced homebrew." Nice. In this scenario, I'd say Doc was the strong malt backbone, oh, backbone geez. to your hop addition. <laughs> Is this guy serious? He says, yeah. That's cool. I hope he's joking, right? <laughs> he says he had to choose me as the hops because of my hookah antic, uh, antics. Yeah. And he says with the cousin. I don't have cousin antics. I Those thought it was because of your bitterness. were a long time ago. It could be that, too. But uh, actually, the reason I read this, I thought it was interesting that he said that because really nobody on this program was really friends before the program. No. So I thought it was a, an interesting comment about our friendship and us <laughs> hanging out. And, and not that he's not right. We we are good friends. We're all good friends in here. But uh, you listeners, especially if you've, if you've listened since the beginning, you've seen that develop just yeah. as we have. Because I had only met Doc. Um, it, was pr- it was a couple months before we went on the air. But I'd, I met him, and then I didn't see him till the day of the show. Yeah. You know? And then since then, we've become friends <laughs> literally over the air. You know, and the same with JP. Uh, the only one I was friends with was Plisse, who's not involved with the with the on air programming anymore. But he's the only guy in this whole thing that that was friends. And then uh, JP and I became friends over the air. McDole and I. Shav uh, was my roommate. I still don't like him though. Um, you got time. Give him time. Yeah, he's. Uh, we'll see. But I thought that was kind of cool, uh, and, and we are all friends, and everybody yeah. gets that, I know. But I just wanted to point out, uh, you listeners have kind of grown uh, along with that, that right. friendship, because it's all happened like right here. Yeah, you guys were yeah. there at the beginning. I uh, mean, there was that time Doc and I were naked at Burning Man, but that was a different kind of uh, friendship thing. Should we all a different li- kind of love. Should yeah. we all line up so you can but get I a hand job, or what? Can we move on? <laughs> this is horribly up. disgusting. I actually wasn't complimenting any of you, so no. I didn't say I like well, you as a friend. I said we are friends. It's a love fest, and I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. So, <laughs> turn him off. I have to turn him off because <laughs> good thing you can. Having a moment. Yeah. Can I say I watched the Doctoberfest over the weekend? Oh, that's the first time you've ever fir- seen it. It was my first time going to the While forum you guys were and drinking? checking it out. No, I was. By my, this was at a different time. It was so sweet. You guys have a cute little your little speech about loving everybody. I was like, oh, okay, that I, was totally now, random. And you should oh, now, now, now you can go, <laughs> JP. Now it's getting gay. I think that's a very sweet thing. Thank you. Say. It's <laughs> not gay because I'm a Evo girl. <laughs> Ah, uh, all right. Uh, it's break time, kids. Uh, when we come back, I've got Alan Pugsley from. Are you sure it's Pugsley Shat? I've we'll asked you three times now. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't want to know. We'll find out. Yes, yes. It better be Pugsley. Be Not pissed. Pugsley. Is Wednesday his sister? <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Shipyard Brewing Company hanging out with us today. And we got a lot of good information um, to... They want a shout-out. Yeah, I'll give a sh- I got some shout-outs to do when we get back, I guess. And Alan from Shipyard Brewing Company out of Maine, keeping it strong in the East Coast for a couple weeks. Hang in there. Uh, it's the session, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. Oh. 
coming this fall. Four beer kits and a bag of sanitizer? That will be $4,000 for shipping. Never. I won't pay more than 20 bucks for shipping. Ha, ha, ha. You will not find a deal like that now. Northern Brewers' flat-rate shipping promotion is finished. No. I'll never pay that much. Never. My patience wears thin, young home brewer. You must pay too much for shipping. Never fear. Northern Brewers here. Foolish Northern Brewer. Your flat-rate shipping promotion has ended. No, sir. Now we got $7.99 flat-rate shipping all the time over here. Ah. Northern Brewer has all of your home brewing, wine, mead, cider, and soda-making needs. And a complete line of award-winning beer kits, including the intergalactically boozy Bourbon Barrel Porter. Still with cheap-ass shipping. Place an order at northernbrewer.com and get some flat rate $7.99 shipping action. Offer good and contiguous U.S. only. Some heavy and or bulky items are excluded, such as glass bottles, sacks of grain, bulk DME, and oak barrels. Take that, guy. $7.99 flat rate shipping. Ah, my retina! Retina? Damn near killed ya. Beer, beer, beer. I'm going for a beer. Beer, beer, beer. I'm gonna drink some beer. I like drinking beer. Lovely, lovely beer. Beer, beer, beer. I'm going for a beer. Beer, beer, beer. I'm gonna drink some beer. I like drinking beer. Lovely, lovely beer. Beer. I like drinking beer. Lovely. 
brewers will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Mostly gents, let's face it, with the exception of Bevo and a couple of wives who hang in there. Yeah. It's mostly gents. Hang in there. But uh, a lot of people in the studio today and hanging out. We're about to start speaking to uh, a man of... Uh, Mayon. Man of many hats in the brewing industry. He's been around for a long time. I'm not calling him old. Don't, don't get me wrong. And just been uh, he's experienced. He's been doing a lot of things. Uh, he's a co-founder, co-owner, and uh, the brewmaster with Shipyard Brewing Company. Uh, let's hope that I, I have him on the phone here with all of that leading up. Alan, are you with us? Yes, I am. Good evening. Ah, very good. Welcome, Alan. And is it uh, now? My producer has told me three times that it's Pugsley. Is that right? That is correct. All right, Shat. Yeah, Chat gets it right again. That man can't produce. Job. All right. Alan, welcome to the program. Glad to have you. Yeah, thank you. So Shipyard Brewing Company out of Maine, and uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but Chat's been a little East Coast prejudice lately. He must be homesick because uh keeps uh, bringing in the, the I, East Coast guys. I think he's just trying to you know, lay down a path for him because he's going back for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cool thing about Shipyard is uh, you know, a lot of the breweries that we get in that are either on the West Coast or the East Coast or even in, in, in the Midwest, um, you can't get them everywhere, but Shipyard does a lot of distributing. Uh, I think over 30 states. Is that right, Alan? Yeah, we're currently in about 36 states. 36. So most of you out there, you know, you should be able to... Um, now we've got all 50 states covered, I think, so does that count as... Yeah, 30-something. That's most, isn't it? Sure. Uh, you guys should all be able to get some. Uh, Shipyard Export is your flagship beer. That's what we're having right now, Alan. And uh, all these recipes are yours. Do I have that right? That, that is correct. You're like the, the main brain behind all this stuff. Now, you are originally not of uh, U.S. descent, are you? No, I uh, grew up in England, okay. in uh, Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare okay. country. Gotcha. And I uh, went to the University of Manchester for a biochemistry degree. And I uh, got my first job uh, brewing down at the Ringwood Brewery in Hampshire, which is um, where I spent four and a half years learning to brew practically. And with Peter Austin, who was the owner and my mentor, we, he uh, taught me not only to brew, but also how to design brewing systems from five barrels up to 100 barrels and, and, and up. And we traveled throughout Europe, Africa, China, wow. and uh, ultimately over here, building breweries for, for people. That's a pretty good gig, actually. Peter's kind of a rock star in this business, man. He's, uh, you know, one of the founders of great beer as we know it. So, Absolutely. Uh, that's a heck of a mentor to have. Uh, uh, there's nobody finer. <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, now you say you had uh, biochemistry, but did you have other brewing experience before you started with him? No, I had none at all, actually. It was, um, 
you know, it wasn't, brewing had not been a thing that really was in my radar screen when I did my biochemistry degree. Okay. Oddly enough, I did it because I like biochemistry, which is, I guess, sort of odd. That does make um, you but, odd, I just um, want to point out. I actually did a year's teaching after that degree to try and figure out what I was going to do with my life, and um, I didn't really want to do that, ultimately, so. Okay. What I always really wanted to do was own an English pub. <laughs> I see. Uh, let me and, get this straight. Um, I'm going to go spend a bunch of money on biochemistry and then own an English pub. Well, see, there you go. And then somebody <laughs> somewhere said to me that, um, why don't you combine your love of English pubs and biochemistry and make beer? Yeah, And okay. I started looking into it, and um, everything that's uh, the theory behind brewing was all the biochemistry I loved, and... And uh, that's when I started writing off to different breweries, uh, applying for jobs, and uh, I guess the rest is history. Okay. Well, it's a good background. Our very own Dr. Scott, one of our co-hosts here on the program, he's a biochemist type of dude himself. He's a, actually a doctor and can attest, and it's always, in some of the guests that we've had, everybody knows, it's you nerds that uh, make the best <laughs> beer, man, because uh, you just know everything about it. So it's such, it's always fascinates me when you come from that really intense science background and then decide to go into beer. Not really? that not that it doesn't fit, right? But just that, you know, you you could have been a doctor, Alan. Could have been a doctor, um, could have been in the lab with a white coat and yeah. for the rest of my life and never discovered anything. Um, <laughs> right, that's Could have true. been teaching, uh, you know, 12-year-old ingrates. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, it just uh, ultimately, I think, uh, after biochemistry, which I enjoyed, and that, I was ready to try and figure out something different and uh, the practicality of brewing and applying biochemistry within that is, is actually just a perfect way to apply a degree and um, have a whole lot of fun. So at that point, do you just uh, show up at Peter's place and say, hey, I'm looking to get into brewing? I mean, how do you get in with a guy like that to start your career? No, actually, to be honest, because I sort of did my teaching year I was so, and then realized I didn't really want to do that, um, I was late applying for jobs for the large, large breweries in England. There's a recruiting scheme that starts in like January and February throughout all the universities and there's a sort of process. But um, So I just wrote late, probably March, April, so I was writing every letters and basically got all the old thin envelope back most of the times and really had six months after university sort of looking for jobs and I, um, hanging out at English pubs. Yeah, that dreaded, the dreaded thin envelope. Uh, the, the, yeah, the dreaded yeah. thin envelope, there were lots of them. And it was actually a fellow called Professor Huff at the University of Birmingham who had a brewing course there at that time, who was unfortunately departed. Mm. But I went to see him and um, with the thought process of maybe doing a degree or a further year degree with him and uh, at the same time look for jobs. And he, he, he said, well, you haven't had much success with the larger breweries, but why don't you call this uh, fellow here, Peter Austin, at the Ringwood Brewery, or send him a letter and... Uh, because he's, you know, he's one of the first few people in the smaller game at the time. So I sent a letter and again got the thin envelope back in oh. August of 1981. And it was a Sunday evening in December of uh, 1981 that uh, Peter Austin's partner, David Welsh, called uh, Sunday uh, evening. And uh, I wondered <coughs> if I was still looking for a job. And I said, well, actually, yes. Ah. So yes. I went down the next uh, week on the train down to... Uh, the south of England, and I met with Peter Austin and had a very, very pleasant interview, um, which did involve two or three drinks in a pub. <laughs> Beautiful. The best interviews ever. <laughs> I thought, you know, I can get used to this. This is, this is nice. And, and a wonderful man, easygoing, and uh, just 
when I look back, it was uh, it wasn't an interview of uh, of a large brewery type interview or so forth. It was just a real practicality of this fellow. Yeah. Keen to get involved? Is he? Is he going to get his hands dirty? Does he like a drink? Um, <laughs> right. All of Can we work together? And uh, and apparently, I passed the test because a couple of days later, he offered me the job. So. Did he say, uh, "Hey, uh, sorry about that whole thin envelope thing. Didn't mean to uh, depress you for a couple of months." No, I think actually he's probably amazed that it, uh, my name was still on file. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, so that's kind of a good uh, uh, twist of fate for you. It sounds like, you know, maybe struggling for a little while and then uh, got into probably one of the best uh, apprenticeships you could be at. You know, considering that I went, you know, I went there to learn to brew, of course, and then, but then ultimately I ended up designing breweries uh, with with him, with Peter, and then designing them on my own after that. I mean, I can't think of a better way of doing it. If I had been successful at one of my other applications, number one is I probably wouldn't be in the United States today. Uh, number two, uh, you know, I'd probably st- I'd be you know, not an owner of a brewery, and I would probably be a, a successful brewery, I imagine, but in a, a larger brewery in, in Britain, which may not be a bad thing, but uh, at the same time, I wouldn't have done all the things I have done uh, in 20 uh, or 25 years of brewing, you know, building over 70 breweries and traveling around the world and meeting great people and coming to the United States. So I really feel that I fell on my feet, and it was sort of meant to be. Yeah. Uh, it really sounds like a like a great deal. How, how do you how do you go from you know starting out uh, in brewing and 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 figuring out how to design recipes and do all that to actually designing uh, breweries and brew systems? Is uh, are the, the two to me, even though I know they're in the same business, they sound like very different fields. Not really, because um, you know the, the Peter Austin principle is keep it simple. And so the designs of all our breweries for primarily ale brewing, um, English style ale brewing, were based on simplicity. And you some way have to understand the design of the equipment to understand how it operates, to understand how to get the best out of the raw materials that you're utilizing and, and, and the beer that you're making. So it really, you know, you need a bit of engineering sense in your in your head, but uh, and that sort of thing. Okay. Obviously, but. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, it all goes together, you know, really from, I mean, from talking to a potential client about building a brewery to them telling you what sort of beers they're looking to do and hearing their dreams and that and then putting it on paper and designing the mash tun, the kettles, the fermenters and that. Yeah. Um, and then finally the beer to the final glass. It, it's, it does all go together once you've done it. Okay. Um, all right. And it makes sense. Well, I've got other questions about your actual brewery. I took a look at some of the things going on in there. So we're going to get to that later when we start talking about uh, your beers specifically at a shipyard and some of the things you're doing. I want to tell the listeners, of course, 888-401-BEER. That's the phone number if you want to call and ask questions. Or uh, just like you're already doing, I'm getting questions through, you can join the chat room. Just hit the Chat Now button right there on our homepage, and Bevo's in there taking your questions. Uh, don't Don't register for the chat room. Just punch in a name and press enter. No password. Don't become a member. Just put in a name and press enter, and that's how you get into the chat room if you want to ask any questions uh, yourself, and that way we can get them through to Alan. Um, okay, why don't you tell us a little bit about, so I think we've kind of heard, you know, you're over there and you're traveling and you're building these different breweries. At what point do you come to the U.S. and get involved with what you're doing now? Um, as part of what we did at the Ringwood Brewery, <coughs> was advertise uh, brewing holidays in the New Forest. 
um, in the New Brewer magazine, which is the ind industry circular here in the United States. It was just in its infancy, this magazine. And we got uh, you know, 20 or so people in the first couple of years coming through, one of which was uh, David Geary. And um, he worked with me for 10 days out there, and then he came back to the United States. And um, a few months later, he was in touch with me and offered me a position to come out and help uh, build, design, and create um, his brewery here in Portland, which is the Geary D.L. Geary Brewing Company. Okay. And so I ended up coming out in June of 86 on a two-year contract to do that. And again, it was the infancy of the brewing business in the United States. There were probably 50 breweries total yeah, in 86, at that time. Sure. Um, the only craft breweries, microbreweries, one would have heard of back then, was basically Anchor and Sierra Nevada and and Sam Adams was just beginning and so forth. So there was nothing in New England at all. Okay. And so I came came and did that, and we, we started brewing at Geary's in um, November of 1986, Geary's Pale Ale. And um, I started, sort of like a, a Peter in England, I started getting telephone calls and letters wondering um, about what we were doing and if I could help them build breweries. And so the whole thing just started to spiral over on this side. So okay. basically after my two-year contract at Geary's, I moved up to Montreal, did a brewery up there, McCausland's Brewing Company, saint um down to Maryland for Wild Goose Brewery, and around doing several others, Gritty McDuff's Brew Pub here in Portland. Yeah. And I was contacted by actually the owner of uh, Gritty's, uh, Richard Pfeffer, when I was up in Canada in December of 91, and he said he's got an associate who looked to be pretty serious in putting, putting a brew pub into Kennebunk and suggested I fly down because this, sort of, this fellow is a guy who makes uh, decisions pretty quickly. So anyway, I flew down and met with Richard and uh, his associate, uh, his friend, uh, Fred Forsley, and uh, he ended up con contracting with me to build a brew pub in Kennebunk, Federal Jack's Brew Pub. And, Which is still uh, there, right? going in is that June right? of 1992. Okay. Is, is Federal then Jacks I, uh, still there? I'm sorry? Federal Jacks, is that still there? In, in Absolutely. It is, I thought so, yeah. Uh, phenomenally well, too. A great spot right on the water. Okay. And brewing great beer. It sounds like you really got involved uh, right at the time where not only were people wanting to open these things, but they needed somebody like you who, who knew how to do it and, and knew how to put in the equipment and knew how to get everybody started. That's right. I mean, it was. I, I had definitely something going on that uh, was needed at that time, and and, and one of the reasons that people wanted ultimately come with uh, with me and uh, Pugsy Brewing, Peter Austin Partners, the systems as well. After they tasted the beer, they liked the beer. Not everybody likes our beer and don't have to like our beer. Sure. But the interesting thing was, I didn't sell systems because a piece of stainless steel looked nice. I sold systems based upon the beer. Right. Yeah, well, nobody totally. likes my beer, Alan, so you're doing better than me, even if not everybody <laughs> likes it. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, a little time passed. So, it's, you know, you're really kind of bouncing around. Uh, sounds to me like a pretty cool lifestyle, too. I don't know if you enjoyed all that traveling. Um, but finally, uh, in, in was it 1992, right around then, that you get involved with, with, with Shipyard? Yeah, well, it was August of 92, and I'd built Federal Jacks and came back from Canada, decided to move back to Portland permanently and focus on my consulting business, which, of course, was booming, was starting to boom, and I couldn't really run a brewery at that same time and build breweries, it didn't seem to me. Okay. Moved back to Portland, but I needed to have a showpiece um, and a training ground for potential clients and, and clients, and so I talked to Fred Forsley, 
and uh, asked him if I could use the Kennebunkport Brewing Company, Feral Jacks, as a training ground and a, and a showpiece location. And he said, yeah, no problem at all, but in return, I want you to look after the brewery. I don't want to look after the brewery. I want to look after the business and many other things. And ah. so I said, great, sure, we shook hands, and that was the end of that story. Really? So I ended up going down there, running that brewery, hired a new brewer, and uh, that uh, Federal Jack's uh, Kettlebunkport Brewing Company really grew from, it just kept expanding. And um, two years later, uh, I said to Fred that, uh, you know, that, there's no way in the spot that that's in, which is a very dead-end spot on the water, that uh, we could, could expand any further. So I said, we've either got to stop the level of production right here, yeah, uh, or we've got to build a real brewery, so to speak. Uh, by that, it meant a larger packaging brewery. Uh -huh. So Fred put his real estate hat on and went around the area and found this site in Portland, an old foundry building, which is about four, four and a half acres of land, and 120,000 square foot of buildings, which has been derelict for seven years. And I went to look at it, and um, to me it was perfect. It's an old building right in the middle of the old port, right on the water pretty much. And uh, it's just perfect uh, location for a brewery. And the building itself seemed to be, well, as we <laughs> have expanded, I think it was meant to be. But um, Beautiful. So we, we, he signed, he uh, bought the, the land and the building, and... Um, in January of 94, we started to uh, put the brewery together. And it was that time that Fred turned around and said, well, we should formalize our relationship because all this had been done on a handshake. And I okay. was still doing all my consulting and just looking after the brewery on a handshake. And he basically gave me a partnership in the brewery. So he and I then became official partners of Shipyard, Federal Jacks, and all our related companies. Great deal. And you're still partners uh, with Shipyard to this day? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Now a couple, just a couple more pieces of the history of the company that I'm interested in. I, I think you, you guys have a fascinating thing. And Fred, by the way, you guys can all go to uh, is, shipyardbrewing.com. I think it's the website. It's linked right off of my homepage. If you want to go to thebrewingnetwork.com and click on the Shipyard logo, I got it right there. And you can read a lot about the history, and you can read about uh, Fred's career there. And and he's just uh, he's a, a Maine native and uh, was an entrepreneur from the age of 19. He's a your your partner. Is just a fascinating guy to me, also. Um, and so, and and just had started these different. He was a restaurateur after he was a realtor, and and then he he got involved with Alan here, and, and and so you can read about all this stuff if you go to the shipyard website and and check all that out, which is fascinating. One thing I found interesting th was that in 1995, shipyard uh, and, and and I believe it was Fred decided to partner 50-50 with Miller Brewing Company. Um, in, in, to get some uh, to help with distribution to uh, it sounds to me it, it, like you guys had this kind of expansion discussion and 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 maybe a thought that that Miller could help you do that by getting the beer out and then again uh, in in 2000 you got out of that relationship with Miller and I'm kind of curious about how that whole thing came about and what you think it did for you yeah we were to grow we grew very quickly we when we started brewing in april ninety four we really grew dramatically over the next eighteen months um took a lot of capital took a lot of debt and so forth and we were at a point where we really needed to have somebody invest in the brewery at that time um so it'd be ninety five to sort of take us on to the and enable us to continue on to the next level and uh so we looked around well Fred looked around and um it turned out that uh, Miller Brewing Company, um, through one of our distributors, we found out were interested in partnering up with a brewery somewhere in New England. 
And okay. so anyway, we were put in touch, and um, it turned out that uh, the fit was good for what they were looking at because they were they had uh, acquired um, a share of Cellus at that time. Uh, they all okay. they owned Line and Kugel. Um, so it was Belgian beer, North American lagers, the main domestic, and then if they partnered with Shipyard, there would be English beers, English ales. I see. And they potentially were looking for a West Coast partner too, and the whole idea was to try and get a portfolio in that uh, distributors would love and so forth. And so they really were trying to get into kind of a variety and some craft beer and, and be able to offer. Uh, it sounds like they had a little bit of foresight and, into that this thing was actually going to, it wasn't just a passing fad. Yeah, no, definitely, and they are good people there, and they set up, set up a special division to do that, and so we, yeah, we partnered in November of '95. Uh, um, the first thing that happened within that partnership was what uh, they just they, after discussions with us and so forth, it was decided that the brewery should be expanded further, uh, that we should put in a brand new bottling line and so forth. Yeah. Um, ours had limitations and. So really the first year was spent putting more tankage in, expanding the existing brew house, putting a brand-new bottling line in and the whole nine yards. That's great, actually. It sounds like... Yeah, no, uh, it was tremendous, and um, we got a lot out of that. Uh, also, we met with <clears throat> we had uh, reviews and met with all the safety people and environmental people and all of that, and we learned a lot, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, coming from a, s- a small background, so to speak, uh, you don't get all that exposure, really. Most people don't get that exposure unless you go and work for a large corporations. So yeah, we we really put us on a on, onto the next level of uh, running the, running the brewery, and uh, then the next three years really, I mean, the industry was sort of I don't know. It was it, what happened was that I don't think that anybody fully understood the distributor relationships um, with the large with the large corporations and so forth, and things didn't quite go to as planned, I guess, with the portfolio selling. And so the the volume of beer sales that both parties were looking for never really materialized. And unfortunately, at that time, Miller Lite was starting to decline and Bud Light was moving up fast. Uh And um, Kraft Foods, who owned Miller at the time, decided time time was up for, uh, I guess, the three head people at Miller and um, basically replaced uh, the CEO and head of sales and marketing um, with three other individuals and the first uh, instruction coming down was basically Miller had to get back to focusing not diversifying and they had to get back to focusing on Miller Lite and uh, not focusing on little things like shipyard and sellers and so forth I see just to get back on track to get back on track so you know what was a good idea and a good thought process may have taken the eye off the ball and not just with shipyard and sellers but also with Molson and Lowenbrow and other things they were doing sure taking the eye off the ball off what was really Miller's big thing, which was Miller Lite. It seems positive so for anyway, you guys, though. We, we were given the opportunity to purchase um, the 50% back, um, along with uh, it went out to tender for uh, a little while. And um, and anyway, we ended up being successful in uh, getting our 50% back, and we took it over completely in 2000. And Brand new brewery, expanded, a lot of a new bottling line, everything. That sounds like a pretty good... And, and you know, outcome. a lot wiser for, for the event. And, sure. And uh, we don't um, regret one minute of that. The, the folks at Miller were fantastic, great people. Yeah. And um, we just, you know, the whole, it just didn't quite work out um, uh, as the partnership. But from a standpoint of helping Shipyard to the next level and helping, certainly me, I learned a lot. And um, yeah. that, was, that was big. And. You know, and then we were, you know, one thing that, that we did find out that really 
big corporations and small entrepreneurs don't always mix totally. Uh, entrepreneurs generally have, uh, you know, you have to be able to fly from the hip sometimes and react immediately to things and yeah. take opportunities when they come. When you attempt to be a larger corporation, you have to plan much further in advance and it's more difficult to suddenly react to something. And um, in a small growth business, you have to be able to react to something, jump on an opportunity today, not wait till tomorrow. So did you find yourselves wanting to maybe release an, another beer or, or do something different and you, you couldn't make it happen because you had to go through a lot of red tape? You had to go through... You certainly had to go through more than if it's just Fred and I can make a decision in a, win one minute, 60 seconds, sure. and do it. <laughs> yeah. Can't, you can't do that in big companies. Okay, right. I mean, you know, it just doesn't happen, obviously. I mean, uh, but Fred and I can say, look at each other, say, geez, I think we need to do this, and we agree, and we go. Yeah. And, be, you know, and that's the difference, and that's what entrepreneurs are able to do, okay. uh, as well as having a plan around it, but that this, but you have to be able to react within that. So Yeah. And that's what we've been able to do since, and we've grown the brewery, I think, uh, back 2000, we were 30,000 barrels, and we'll do over 80,000 barrels this year. So. Wow, that's a lot of beer. I have to take a quick break, Alan, but I want to start talking about the beer. I know you guys are brewing a lot. I've got some questions about some different processes you guys are doing and some equipment there. Uh, i got questions coming in from the listeners. 888-401-BEER, that's the number. You guys can also hit the chat room by hitting the chat now button if you want to get your questions through for Alan. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. Can you hang in there with us for a second? And uh, it's, it's going to be a couple minutes. We'll come back and start talking about the, the beers of Shipyard and um, some different things that you guys are doing there, Alan. So hang in there with us. We'll do. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. It's the session. Alan Pugsley from Shipyard Brewing Company. You can go to uh, shipyardbrewing.com. You can link right off of the brewingnetwork.com if you want. Just hit the uh, Shipyard logo right there. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby! 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's gonna be WLP 400 with beer! I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Yeah, well, I met this old man sitting here in this bar. He told me stories and tales from afar. I said, for a world traveler, what are you doing sitting here? He said, the beer's as good in here as it is anywhere. I said, have you drank all your life? He said, not yet. I haven't, son, but we're drinking tonight. Are we drinking? 
And he said, I've drank lots of beer, man, I've drank lots of beer. From here to Tanzania, man, I've drank a lot of beer. Hold your glasses high in the air, we'll drink a lot of beer. <laughs> Sing along, here we go. <laughs> said, like, what kinds of beers have you drank, old man? He said, I don't know, let me see, let me think. Hmm. Like a Michelob, Roller Rock, Honey Brown, Chatterbox, Newcastle, Red Stripe, Blowing Brown, Coors Light, Negro, Modelo, such a fine fellow, Lone Star, Beer, and a whole lot of soul. Those Ickes, Castle, Keys, Done a Bass Hill, I've drank a lot of beer. I said, holy. Oh, man, that's a load of beer. I'm not a world traveler, but I've drank beer from around the world. He said, like, what kinds of beers have you drank? He said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. <laughs> like, uh... Absolute ribbon, old Sammy Adams, Bud like Corona Fosters, and Heineken Nordon Blanc got the girl on the front of Homer. We're here to be drinking that dub. Girls and Guinness, I ain't finished, boy. I've drank a lot of beer. Yeah, now I've drank a lot of beer, man. I've drank a lot of beer. Woohoo! From here to Tanzania, man, I've drank a lot of beer. Hold your glasses high in the air, we'll drink a lot of beer. Yeah! Oh, man! Said, son, I got your beat, Sam, about twice your age. I said, folks! About three times made your old fart, and he said, Well, in that case, I drank three times as much beer as you. I said, Really? <sighs> like, what kinds of beers you drink? He said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. <sighs> like a Pelican, Steinlocker, Black Label, Budweiser, Miller, Mickey's Moles, and Mickey's Siggy Pearl, and the Beast Fat Tire, Pizza, Wicked Hell. Oh, what the hell? Groats and Guinness, I ain't finished. Both drank a lot of beer. I said, Oh, man, you've got me beat. You have drank a lot more beer than me. I have to say one thing before I leave. You can't drink as fast as me. He said, how fast can you drink? I said, I don't know. Let me see. Let me think. Hmm. Like, uh, Michelob, Rona, Hunter Brown, Shadow Bog, Newcastle, Red Stripe, Blown, Brown, Cruise, Latin, Nigga, the Mandela, Such a fine metal, Long Star, Beer, and a whole lot of soap. Those like his castle keys, don't pass I've drank a lot of beer. Yeah, and I've drank a lot of beer. Woo! Woo! The beer song, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the session, everybody. We got Alan Pugsley on the line with us. We're talking... Shipyard Brewing Company and all the different beers coming out of Shipyard. 888-401-BEER. That's the number you can join Bevo in the chat room by hitting the chat now button. And you can ask your own questions that way. Uh, Doc's uh, killing my dog in the background <laughs> as we as we speak. 
Sorry, man. Yeah. Don't apologize to him. Apologize to the biscuit. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> hey, Alan, you still with us? Yes, I am. Ah, fantastic. All right, we're going to start talking about the beers of Shipyard, and uh, we're enjoying them ourselves. Are you Are you enjoying uh, a Shipyard beer yourself right now, Alan? I had one before I came over here to the brewery. I'm having a cup of coffee right now, and unfortunately. <laughs> coffee. He shows up on our program with coffee. I can't believe it. <laughs> what did you I have? I have a very nice Shipyard Export Ale with dinner before I came here. So. Ah, good. That's what we're, actually, that's exactly what we're drinking right now, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Hey, real quick, uh, i got to back up just for a second before we go into it. You guys tried the, the Sam Adams uh, Winter Lager? Like I, yeah. I, I wanted to know yeah. uh, if you thought I was right about the house flavor thing and what you think about that beer, real quick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very uh, sort of an English beer. What you, is it tastes like a uh, like a Northern English brown or something. Scott? What do you get out of it, Scott? Yeah, I thought you know the, the, it was really dry. Yeah, um, it's clean. It's a really clean, dry uh, lager, right? Yeah. yeah. What did you think about the house flavor deal, though? I was saying that it doesn't oh, yeah. taste like yeah. all the other no, Sam no, Adams it, to me. It tastes different. You're right. You think? Yeah, mm, I can taste the Munich in it. Alan, have you had this beer? You know the one we're talking about, their winter uh, Sam Adams winter lager. I haven't had it this year. No, uh, it's it's just good. It we were having tasty. it just at the first segment, so I wanted these guys to try it because uh, very smooth. Yeah. Okay, and now we're actually having the export. We've got a couple of your beers with us. We've got the Old Thumper, and we've got the export. I tried to get, um, in fact, I've been trying for three days to get your uh, pumpkin head around here, Alan, and oh, yeah. uh, uh, it's gone. <laughs> I couldn't find it. I went to a bunch of different places, and I, I think it's because, it, in fact, JP was saying this just the other day, it is one of the best pumpkin beers um, out there. Because it's it's not over. Have you had this one, Doc? No. It's not overly spiced. It doesn't taste like just this That's kind true. of weird. Uh, you know, it's it's a beer. It tastes yeah. like a beer, and then it's got the subtle flavors of, of pumpkin and a little bit of nutmeg. Yeah, I'm always a little leery about uh, trying new pumpkin beers. I haven't even seen that one, so yeah, Alan, I'll I gotta, be looking for it in, now. In fact, commercially, i got to say yours is probably my favorite uh, pu- pumpkin beer, and I couldn't find it to have for the show. Um, oh, I appreciate that. I think it's a lot so, of other yeah, people's uh, favorite. Prelude Ale is our winter ale has now co- come out, and uh, the pumpkin, uh, I think the last sales of pumpkin were a couple of weeks ago, but that's one that's popular across the country. What can you tell us about the recipe that, that keeps it um, uh, subtle like that? Because I, I think you probably know what I'm talking about, where a lot of people will make these uh, these spiced ales, and it, it's just it's so over the top that it even smells and tastes like a spice rack. So. Well, I think you'll find with all the beers we make, and it really comes back to my training with Peter Ross and so forth, is that everything we do, well, at least I can't, hopefully, hopefully it is, everything that we do is balanced, whereby we marry the malt and we marry the hops, and if it's got spices or fruits in it, we, we marry it all together. So that it's balanced, it's subtle, it's not overpowering. You know, overpowering might win medals and judgings, but it doesn't <laughs> win customers long term right. uh, on the street, in my opinion. And um, that makes a lot of sense, you know, actually. Others, others can do extreme beers with extreme flavors and this, that, and the other. But uh, in my book, the malt, the hops, the flavorings, and so forth, all have to marry together, taste, blend together, have no aftertaste. And and just be a really nice, enjoyable drink. And um, you know, it just goes back to being in the pub. Going in a pub, you want to s- stand there at the bar and probably have two or three beers with your mates and uh, have have a good old chin wag, so to speak. And, yeah. Um, you don't want to go half to halfway down the beer and say, "Geez, I don't th- no, don't know that I no- need another one of these." And Peter Ross always said to me, and, and he's right. I always 
reiterate this, if the first beer doesn't taste like another, then there's a problem. And uh, well, especially when you're trying to sell beer, <laughs> that is a good. That's a well, good that's right. quote. You know, that yeah. is the goal ultimately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we've talked about that on the show plenty of times. Doc, Doc <laughs> says it, says it a lot, actually. That uh, there's plenty of beers that we'll have one of, and and we may not speak badly or poorly of that beer, but yeah. whether or not we have another one is what decides if you are going to stay in business or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Correct, uh, correct. That is certainly the case. Well, what about, um, and, uh, you know, uh, most of our listeners are home brewers and, you know, brewing a lot of our own things. So we're always looking for, for little tips. Can you, uh, when you're working with spices, uh, and, and maybe you can talk to us about the spices that you use in the pumpkin beer, when you're working with that, how are you, you know, deciding to, how much to use? Because it, like I said, so many other brewers seem to overpower it. Yeah, well, we're developing it. You know, number one, obviously, we come up with the uh, ideal spice mix that we were looking for uh, in that the blend of nutmeg and a little cinnamon, pumpkin extract, and so forth, and just come up with a flavor, subtle flavor that we liked. And then just in the lab, basically, uh, just keep uh, adding different quantities, starting at the low end, start at a high end, and then maybe end up in the middle, maybe end back low, and depending. Okay. And uh, we do a lot of taste tests between myself and the brewers I have here. And, um, it's trial and error, huh? Uh, in the lab until you get to say, you know, this is this is this is where we need to be, um, and then we put it on a uh, larger scale. When do you yeah. add the spices? Uh, it sounds like more you're working with extracts. So we pretty much, you know, what we do we try to do is use proprietary extracts. Basically, we, we will formulate within the brewery here um, with different flavorings and so forth, and fruits, etc. Um, but then at the end of the day, in order to get a consistent product in the sort of size brewery we're at, actually in any size brewery, to be honest, okay. you really, it's tough using real fruit in the kettles and in the fermenters. Number one, it's number, not great, not very sanitary, to be honest, um, or very sterile. And it's, it's, a, it's murder to deal with, just the practicality of it. So you, uh, even though it might not sound quite so romantic, as, um, but it, the, the truth of the matter is, again, we're trying to, create a beer that is uh, good flavor is consistent and is what the consumer wants uh, more of and um, the so best way to do that is ultimately to take those flavors and, and get it into some sort of extract form and then are you putting it into and by the way I, I don't think you should have to apologize for any of that procedure we've talked about all of these techniques in homebrewing too uh, Mike McDowell's in the studio with us some of his best fruit beers uh, that go through have been uh, they're added to the, the, the flavors are added to finished beers our own uh, award-winning home brewer Jamil Zanishev, same thing. Uh, he'll add some things to finish beers. So don't, uh, don't. I don't think you should have to feel uh, weird about any of that. Are you adding then these extracts to finished beers, or, or do they go in uh, pre-fermentation? Uh, they generally go in um, uh, post, uh, just uh, during filtration. In reality, okay, yeah. yeah. So you're looking for consistency. Uh, uh, you dial it in. Because each beer batch is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. And, you know, on a con- consumer basis, you kind of want consistency. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we'd be out of business if my second six-pack of pumpkin doesn't taste like the first and my fourth <laughs> right. doesn't taste like the second. And yeah, so forth. true. And well, I think that's, an, a, yeah, that's an advantage of having the uh, spice and fruit flavors in the background. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, if they're a little bit off, uh, you know, it's hard to tell. They're still in the background, still yeah. Yeah. 
And, and that really is just the main difference. So many are in the foreground. And that's another thing that a lot of guys, homebrewers, have come in here and talked about and, and the benefit to adding it afterward. And I guess you're right, Alan. It doesn't sound quite as romantic or as hardcore as, as sort of using fresh fruits in the mash or wherever you're going to put it. But the ability to adjust it, you know, you add yeah. a tiny bit to a finished beer and then you taste it and you know right then whether you, you have to add more, you know. Just that, right. that kind of, the control. It's so much easier to dial it in that way. Yeah. As he said, it's it, maybe not so romantic that way. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good deal in reality here. You mean it's not romantic when I'm using an eyedropper to make my fruit beer? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not romantic. Oh, we're going to win first and, place with this one. Oh, yeah. one drop too many. Unless that eyedropper has heroin in it, Nicole, there's nothing romantic about <laughs> it. No, it's not that kind it. of beer. Yeah. Now, I will, though, say, uh, um, Poor Jamil, I always do this to him, but I do remember him saying that, and it was on his uh, 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 the show that he was talking about doing a pumpkin beer, where he was saying he thought kind of the key to getting a real pumpkin flavor in there was to to bake a bit of pumpkin and put that. I, I don't quote me on where he said to use it, but he thought that a real key to getting a subtle pumpkin flavor was to use real pumpkin and kind of bake yeah, it in there, roast it and put it in the mash. Roast it, yeah. Was it the mash? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. So anyway, uh, but he also uh, the same thing that uh, if you get his hazelnut porter recipe, uh, that hazelnut goes into the finished beer. You drop it in, in. He does that in the keg. So I think it it often depends on the spice that you're using and uh, the fruit that you're adding. And, and how to use it best. Uh, okay, how about uh, tell us a little bit about the export because that's what we're drinking, and that's your flagship beer, Alan. Yeah, it's a, a Canadian style golden ale. In essence, it's the very first beer we ever made down at Federal Jacks back in '92, um, and it was a beer made really because uh, the, the three beers that Fred wanted me to design for him down originally in Federal Jacks. Uh, one was to please the Canadian tourists who were coming down their droves to Kennebunk ah. back then and are again now with the strength of the way the dollar is. Um, a light beer for the American, major American population and, um, and then a, a pale ale. Um, and so anyway, the export was designed after the, for a Canadian, for the Canadian market really. And what I did was I took a Molson export, which, um, you know, I, I quite enjoyed that when I was in Canada. I'd say, well, I've Molson export 30 uh-huh. years previous, probably had a little more color, a little more hop, a little more body, da da da, okay. and came up with the export ale. And uh, it's, five, it's 5.1% alcohol. Um, it's 33 BU, uh, sorry, t- uh, 30 BUs on average. Um, has a little crystal malt in it just to give it a little off golden hue. And then we use Cascade, Willamette, and Tetanang hops. Uh, in the brew, and it's it's you know it's, it's a down down the middle of the road beer. It's it's supposed to be a session beer. It's supposed to be a beer that won't offend anybody. It's supposed to be a beer that will please everybody. Yeah, and yeah, that's what we what we try to do. Though you know, the funny thing is that beer has never won an award. Really? Because it really is. It's it's the beer down the middle of the road, and, and that is until um, August of this year. I think it was August. And it was named best. No, sorry, it was May, May of this year, and it was named best of show in the San Diego uh, Brew Festival. Oh yeah, in and fact, we were the, it was the inaugural festival, and uh, we got a wonderful uh, award, which is a unis, a mini unitank, which we have here proudly on display at the brewery, which we have to return next May, filled with the winning beer. So 
That's fantastic. In fact, you guys got a, uh, like 10 medals or something this year alone on the West Coast, I think I was reading, um, which is, which is very cool for you. I think that's interesting. Uh, you, you had mentioned, uh, kind of subtly before, uh, talking about the spices that, uh, if things really stand out, then that helps you in competition, but not necessarily with the consumer. Exactly. And I think that as a general rule, that's probably right, but I also think that because there are so many extreme beers now and so many different examples of beers that are over the top, that a beer like this export can actually stand out because it doesn't have any uh, – because nothing is over the top. It's very balanced. It's very clean. The malt – I love the malt profile of this beer, actually, even though you're you, – Alan, you're kind of talking about it as like a really uh, very light beer. I think the malt in this beer is great. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I'm calling it light, but it's um, you know it's a, it's a golden ale. But it, no, it's definitely got a malt character and um, body. Yeah, that. Sure, I think no. that can stand out nowadays because it, because it's not unbalanced and it's you see what I mean. Oh, and I yeah. think that might be why you you did well with it this year. Well, how many people I get people that I'll try a beer, I'll give it to them, and I got to hear oh it's too much of this or it's, oh that's so this. Yeah. Uh, so for the general consumer, right. Yeah, we're we're, you, we're looking as brewers uh, the next best thing, sure, the next bigger, the next wilder, or whatever it happens to be. Of course, we are. I also think it's interesting, Alan, that you say you kind of took this example from the Molson export and then tried mm-hmm. to imagine it thirty years earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a really interesting way to think about beer because uh, the time period you're talking about was really a time period that lightened up beer and really kind of changed the grains that were being used into rice and different things. So right. I like that you kind of backed it up and thought, well, this could have been a good beer 30 years ago, and maybe I could do that. You know? Right. Um, and also these are all very uh, – maybe, maybe this is sort of obvious. All of your beers that I've tried are very, very English. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, and that's my training and heritage, and that's really the signature yeah. of the brewery. Yeah. Um, and, and while I want to talk to you about some of those techniques, I want to point out, I think it's interesting that your beers are very English, and this year you've won a ton of awards on the West Coast. Did, uh, uh, if you check out the website, you can see some of the things they've done, but I, I, think, I, I think it was uh, 10 different medals um, in, in this year alone in West Coast beer competitions which I think is very cool for a style of beer that is typically either considered an East Coast breweries type of beer, like they are, or an English beer, because they're all yeah, very malty in English. Um, but th- let me talk to you about that, uh, this sort of English style and the the house flavor. Is this part of the Ringwood yeast that you use that, that I'm picking up on? That is correct. Yeah, we use the Ringwood yeast, which is, you know, again, obviously due to my connections and training, that's... Uh, that came with me over here uh, for the shipyard brewery. So, what are the characteristics of that yeast um, that, that that make it's it? It's a what top it is? fermenting uh, ale yeast. It's um, and and has to ferment open top. Uh, very tra- very traditional, which is very unusual in this country to see open top fermentation. It has to. Yes, uh, you, you try and put it in enclosed uh, vessels, pressure v- vessels, and so forth. The the whole fermentation uh, curve changes. The profile changes. Wow. And the dynamics of the yeast change, and um, you know, uh, n- naming no names, but a comp- one company once told me who acquired some ringwood yeast that, that said that there's no problem; they could put it into enclosed vessels, and uh, you know, 
they could do whatever was needed to uh, make that happen. Well, uh, a year see. later, I, I learned that they had uh, ditched the yeast and had moved on to something else. Oh, and, uh, right. Because they couldn't, and because you can't. It's you know, it's a living thing. It knows how it. It, it requires open top fermentation to get the right fermentation characteristics that you're looking for in the in, in the end product, um, which is of course very complex. All fermentations are, yeah. from the standpoint of the flavors uh, being produced. Um, and anyway, it's a fast fermenter. It atten- attenuates uh, in about two and a half days the the product, and um, wow. it's, flo- it's very well flocculating, which means the yeast yeast settles out of. Um, out of the beer very well. What temperatures um, are we talking about that it ferments that fast? Uh, between 68 and 72. Okay. Pretty much typical ale fermentation temperature. And, um, you know, we take the yeast off the top of the vessel when it's done. Um, we, we'll put in 100 barrels, we're pitching 80 pounds of yeast, and we'll take off around about four to 500 pounds of yeast, which is all about 98 to 99% viability, all brand new yeast cell generation, skimmed off the top, stored in sterile bins for the next brew, and um, it's like a super yeast. It just works like clockwork. You know, you know how you treat it, and you, you have a sanitary clean brewery, and you know, you know, have people know, who know what they're doing, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, wow, that's really. Is there a is there a homebrew home strain of this, guys? Have you seen any any version of this Ringwood around? Maybe anything, anything um, similar. Not in there like some, uh, uh, there is a lab that claims to have it, but it's actually the ringwood yeast is not is not a single cell yeast. It's a mul- it's a multiple strain. Oh. and um, I, I know there is something called the ringwood yeast out there somewhere, but it's not the true ringwood yeast. It's it may be same, one yeah. part of it or not, but without the two parts, you you don't get the right thing. And it's yeah. unless you're a, a very good scientist, it's pretty tough to separate them. Yeah. It sounds like a pretty fascinating yeast to me. For one, we've um, definitely talked about uh, on the show about uh, head pressure on yeast mm-hmm. and different things like that. But as home brewers, and certainly me, I'm like, I, I don't give a shit. Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> I'm not going to be able to control that, so I'm going to pitch my yeast, and whatever happens, I'm not going to know the difference. Just do right? what you normally do. Yeah, but we've also talked, you know, we've heard Vinny talk about the shape of of his fermentation vessels. If any from Russian River, we'll, we'll talk about that and how that affects the yeast. This yeast sounds to me like one where you could really kind of um, taste the difference if what Alan is saying is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, if you, if you brewed it, you know, in one way without the the pressure on it, and the, and the, you know, if you brewed it closed and then you brewed it open, it sounds like a pretty interesting one you'd be able to taste the difference in. Have you ever tried to do it yourself on a in a closed fermenter, Alan? I, I have not, because there's been, been no need to. We've you always designed know. it appropriately yeah. the other way. So yeah, yeah. It's like but what? you know, that's pretty much true of all. Yeast. I mean, uh, it's probably only England and maybe Belgium, maybe and Germany. Who, um, did you really see any sort of um, open top fermentation reality? Yeah, um, but particularly the UK because of um, the Yorkshire yeast. This, uh, the Ringwood yeast is actually originally a Yorkshire yeast. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Sam Smith, famous brewery, of course. Sure. Uh, open, open uh, square fermenters, slate fermenters. You probably heard of those. Yeah. And um, you know, it's just, just certain yeast are meant to be dealt with that way, and others are designed to be in an enclosed situation. You know, it's um, and then obviously the top, bottom, and everything else. But uh, so, what are your fermenters then? Uh, do you have one of those clean rooms? Uh, uh, you know, big open squares. We have uh, five 300-barrel squares, and then we have nine 100-barrel uh, uh, cylind- cylindrical vessels, 
and uh, 650s. So we have a ton of them, really. really but yeah, we have squares and uh, and round vessels. And the it is critical to design the vessel correctly from the standpoint of the uh, depth of the vessel and the width of the vessel and so forth, diameter if it's circular, in order to get the right uh, level of liquid to yeast head and so forth. And um, you, I assume, figured all that out for your brewery, b- being that you did that for so long. Correct. Yeah. All right. See, yeah. I. How do you how do you figure that out? How do you know what the depth uh, you know what depth your yeast likes? Was that just uh, you you because you'd brewed with it for so long? You just kind of knew. Uh, yeah, were, and you know, just a great apprenticeship with Peter Austin. I mean, I learned it all there. We, we were doing it. You know, it's uh, if you do, go into a brewer and you become a brewer and you've never done it before, you just learn to brew in a certain system. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's probably. I don't know how you would know, ultimately, because you, you know, I saw it done so many times and built and designed um, that uh, that it just becomes second second nature in reality. But uh, okay, yeah. See, I tend to think that like these people are sitting around going and like figuring out how this exactly happens. And meanwhile, it's probably just that you shouldn't reinvent the wheel, right? So he knew from Peter for so long, like ah, oh, you just don't. Uh, we don't need to change that. I know exactly where it ferments well, and and we'll make that kind of work again. Um, all right. Well, I think that that sounds like an interesting yeast, and I like that you guys are doing open fermentation too, because you really don't see that very often. Sudverk, uh, and it's spectacular to look at when the yeast is uh, rolling. It's uh, it's fun, you know. You, you actually see it working, and it, it, it's it's a very fun thing to see. Watch from day to day. It's it's. Uh, Can it's people that. come by and check that out? Is that a tour thing you guys do? No, we you know due to the fact that of course it is open top, and the fact that uh, we do need to be sanitary in that, uh, we don't allow people up on the staging um, nah. near the open top fermenters. Uh, but they like can see it on the video downstairs and so forth. They they work, walk to the room, but they can't get up access into where you know they yeah. could access the yeast and so forth. Don't so swimming is cleaner. totally out of the question. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> swimming is totally out of the question. <laughs> uh, if you want to come out, yeah, <laughs> nice cool dip. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I could live in the clean room. I would love to live in. The I clean know you room. would. I would think it'd be fantastic. I'd feel so. I'd feel so free and healthy, <laughs> hanging out in the clean so room. Clean. Yeah. Another uh, interesting thing. Um, I want to know, Alan. You got to tell me what the hell a hop percolator is. And uh, hop percolator. Yeah. It's. Yep. It, you know what I'm talking about. It's part of your brew system. Uh, what does it do? And and what's the advantage you got there? Uh, we did, uh, Peter Austin and I designed that back in about 1984, and it was to attempt to try and get a more consistent, um, uh, back end of kettle hopping, if you like. Um, you know, most breweries throw in some hops four or five minutes before the end of the boil to get that little extra for aroma and that. Uh, we found that really not to be that consistent, um, so anyway, we, we played around in that, and we came up with a stainless steel, a little small stainless steel vessel where we, we would steep uh, leaf hops in a 180-degree um, brewing uh, water, um, and then it would, uh, so we put the hop, we put the hops in there, and we douse it with the water, and then we put the lid on and seal it all down. So it's an enclosed um, um, vessel for about four hours. Basically, what it does is it creates a hop tea, hop juice, hop tea, whichever. Okay. And um, we then uh, take that, uh, and as we're fridging our kettle, after the kettle is boiled and settled, uh, we bring that along with it. And uh, so the hop juice, and so the first time the hop juice uh, comes out of its little atmosphere, it'll have gone through the heat exchanger, and it'll be at 68 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's locked in, locked into the uh, liquid uh, and the wort. And so you get a very consistent 
um, hop aroma from, from that method as opposed to throwing a few hops in at the end of the boil, which is fine, except that <clears throat> due to the rate of evaporation of the kettle, which can be dictated by the weather of the day, um, and the, the oils that um, give hop aroma are very volatile, so they're the ones that boil right off quickly. Yeah. Um, you, you don't get a you you don't you don't get guaranteed uh, consistency that way. So this is we came up with this thing, uh, the percolator back then, many many well, twenty three years ago now. If I have and, this, um, if this I understand, well so we put that in all the systems we built. If I understand this right, McDowell, maybe you can help me out here too. <laughs> this sounds to me like a really sweet version of a hop back. Well, because instead of just running the wort through the hops right. and letting that heat take out the aroma and the characteristics. Yeah. They're doing this. They're creating a hop tea, right? And then running that through. Do I yeah, have that right? It's well, post kettle. Yeah, right. hop back is, is hop back is a ninety minute runoff or something. Whatever, thirty minute runoff. Whatever, whatever you're doing. Yeah, but when but he's, he's, he's talking about a four hour. Uh, yeah, s- you know, tea. stewing stewing of this tea. And then it's post kettle. So you're saying on it is it on its way to the filter, Alan? That it, it goes through this thing. The ch- he's ahead of the chiller. It adds the oh the chiller. Yeah, goes to the chiller. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, it runs through the chiller. Yeah. I think that sounds like a after that. That sounds like a really I, badass hop back I want to try it. Yeah. I'm trying it. <laughs> I think that that's so wow. Okay, cuz we've talked about I'm I'm totally blown away by this cuz I think it sounds like it's such a great idea cuz we've talked about using hop teas before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we certainly talked about using that in the kettle. And we've definitely talked about using uh hop backs before and certainly with Mike McDowell we talked about that. But this is like the best of both of those, right? right? Yeah, this is not in wort. This is in water, right? Right. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Now, because it's sitting there for the ninety minutes, are you? I know it's in its own liquid and not in the wort. Is it a closed system? Well, they closed uh, system. Yeah. yeah, it's closed. And then, are you not getting more bitterness because of the length of time? You like you're extracting a lot of the oils but out of the hops. But it's not boiling. One hundred eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's about one. It's one eighty degrees Fahrenheit, so it's not boiling. So, yeah, you know, there's a, a minimal amount of bitterness that's extracted. It's uh, like mash hopping. Hop oils, by, hop oils, by virtue of their nature, or have some bitterness to them. But um, the main thing you're extracting from this is the aromatics and the hop flavor gotcha. versus straight. Mm. And the closed system's kind of the key too, because yeah. like Alan was saying, if you do, if you just do that one minute addition. And you've talked about this too, Doc, about how uh, you know all that steam that you see coming out. Smell good? Yeah, that's that, gone. All of that, everything you smell is gone from the beer. Yep. That's correct. Now, if we could just get some hops, we can try this out. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick next. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Actually, someone did. If you can answer that briefly for me, it, it happens every show now. It's the hot topic. But yeah, everyone wants to know how the hop shortage is affecting you guys. Uh, yeah, well, but not only hops, but malt as well, malted barley. Um, both are in uh, short supply. Both are in. Uh, it is somewhat of an industry crisis. Uh, prices of malt have gone up between seventy and one hundred percent. Hops have gone up anywhere from two hundred to two thousand percent, depending what you're looking for. Yeah. Some don't even exist uh, as of this season's crop. Um, it, it's, a, it's a problem. We, we at Chipia, we have contracted uh, for all of our materials for next year. We have locked in contracts, and there is supply, so we feel good about that. Unfortunately, the price is significantly more than uh, we've ever paid and, uh, before or would have even imagined a year ago. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, we are a brewery. We need materials. We, have, we want to stay in business, so that's what we have to do. The way it goes. Okay. Unfortunately, it means the price will have to go up. So that's the bad side for everybody. 
Okay, Alan, I only have a couple more questions. If you can hang, i got to take another break. Can you give us another few minutes? Okay. I know it's getting late there on the East Coast. Let me take a quick break, and then what I've got is just i got a bunch of listener questions in front of me. I want to ask you about your kettles. Uh, because I saw a picture of them and I've seen them at other breweries and I want to, I just want to know about what the brick thing is all about. I want to talk to you about that. So, um, uh, I promise to get you out of here as quick as I can if you can hang for just another few minutes for the break. Okay. All right. Thanks very much. So hang in there, everybody. I got Alan Pugsley from Shipyard Brewing Company on the line with us. Uh, if you've got any questions, get them in right now because, uh, I gotta let the man go. It's on the East Coast out there and it's getting late. So hit the chat now button. You can get them through that way. I've got your questions in front of me if you've already put them through and 888-401-BEER. That's the phone number. So hang in there with us. And, uh, when we come back, uh, more of, of, of Alan as soon as I get the, the right. Break <laughs> loaded up for you folks. <laughs> I love it when I do that. Hang in there, kids. It's the session, and uh, we'll be right back with Alan Pugsy from Shipyard. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. If you like the prices you get from the major homebrew shops but live on the wrong coast, or if your local homebrew shop doesn't carry what you need, or if you just want to shop where you are appreciated as a customer and treated like a friend, head on over to the Do-It-Yourself Brewing Company at DIYBrewing.com, the new local brew shop for you and your beers. They have an extensive selection and are bringing new products in on a daily basis. In fact, if you need something they don't have... Just let them know, and they'll get it for you as soon as humanly possible. Check out all their products, recipe kits, winemaking supplies, and specials at DIYBrewing.com. With everything from ferminators, wort chillers, to carboys, DIY Brewing either has what you need or can get it fast. At DIY, they're homebrewers helping homebrewers get what you need. Visit them in Rollinsworth, New Hampshire. Call 603-205-4168. And stop by DIYBrewing.com and get brewing. Do it yourself with a little help from DIY Brewing. Gather round ye lads and lasses, set ye for a while, and hearken to me mournful tale about the Emerald Isle. Let's all raise our glasses high to friends and family gone, and lift our voices in another Irish drinking song. Consumption took me mother and me father got the pox. Me brother drank the whiskey till he wound up in a box. Me other brother in the troubles met with his demise. Me sister has forever closed her smiling Irish eyes. Now everybody's died, so until the tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass out, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. Ken was killed in Kilkenny, and Claire, she died in Clare. Tip and Tipperary died out in the Danier. Shannon jumped into the river, Shannon back in June. Ernie fell into the urn, and Thomas in the tomb. Cleanliness is godliness, me Uncle Pat would sing. He broke his neck, a slipping on the bar of Irish Spring. Oh, Grady, he was 80, though his bride was just a pup. He died upon the honeymoon when she got his Irish up. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink. 
can handle kicks of war. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then go drinking once again. With Riley near the cliffs of Old Denise, he took out his shillelagh and he stabbed him in the spleen. Where Crazy Uncle Mike thought he was a leprechaun, but in fact he's just a leopard and his arms and legs are gone. When Timmy Johnson broke his neck, it was a crying shame. He wasn't really Irish, but he went to Notre Dame. McNamara crossed the street and by a bus was hit, but he was just a Scotsman, so nobody gave a shit. Oh. Now everybody's died, so until my tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. Uncle Brendan tried to drive him from the bar. The road rose up to meet him when he fell out of his car. Irony was what befell me, great grand Uncle Sam. He choked upon the very last potato in the land. Connor lived in Ulster Town, he used to smuggle arms. Until the British killed him and cut off his lucky charms. And dear old father Flanagan, who left the Lord's employ, drunk on sacramental wine beneath the altar boy. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry. We'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then go drinking once again. Someday soon I'll leave this world of pain and toil and sin. The Lord will take me by the hand to join all of me kids. Me only wish is when the Savior comes for me and you. He kills the cast of Riverdance and Michael Flatley too. Now everybody's eyes, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll get some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink him once again. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Frecci and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giant Park. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a short beer. beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
Brewcast. Welcome back, boys and girls. Still hanging out, enjoying some shipyard export. That's a good beer, man. I really like this beer. I've never had it before. I'm, I'm glad you're saying that because everyone's been quiet in the studio. I guess just listening to Alan, yeah. uh, but we've been having his beer the whole time, and I really like this export. I yeah. think it's a, just a great... Uh, I'm telling you, I think the malt is awesome. Well, I'm just amazed at how... English it comes across. It yeah, is, it, it is just for a, a Canadian knockoff. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Alan, is the is this extreme English flavor we're getting? Is that I know you use English malts, but is it more the malts or is it that yeast combination? I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing anything to the water? Yeah. No. Yeah. We always uh, the water is a very vital piece, of course, of everything that we do. And we're lucky that the water we have here in Portland is from Sebago Lake, which is about uh, 30 miles up the road, and it's the potable drinking water of Portland, and it's absolutely gorgeous water. There's actually virtually nothing in it, so we build the water uh, to suit the beers, burtonize it, and all sorts of other things in, uh, that we do to the recipe dependent, of course, beer dependent. Um. Well, that's what I thought I was tasting. I do taste the difference uh, from the old thumper to the shipyard. Yep. Oh, yeah, and the real thumper has a its own very unique water treatment because we it, that's brewed under license from the Ringwood Brewery there in Hampshire, and so we have a completely different water treatment there to, to match up with the water that they use in Ringwood. So when you're treating the water, are you uh, stripping it down first and then putting in what you want, or you're profiling it and then adding? I think you said that you know, from the lake, it's already pretty uh, light and everything. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's marginal, minimal, almost trace amounts of everything there. So it probably would never have been a natural brewing center of the world because it didn't naturally have high gypsum, uh, calcium sulfate, or high chloride ions, whatever. But it's um, from a standpoint of knowing how we want to build water, it's fantastic because we do put it through filters, uh, activated uh, carbon filter just to make sure there's no excessive chlorine, which they really don't do here, but in case they had an overdose on it or something. Sure. And uh, suspended, uh, we remove suspended uh, solids through a sand depth filter, but that's just precaution measures. Other than that, uh, it's just a matter of building it to suit the recipe at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, that's, uh, I'm glad you asked about that, Doc, because you're always talking about that. Uh, Well, it tasted like you built the water. Yeah. It did it really nicely, too. Okay. And, and it's uh, something we've talked about um, when Brian Hunt from Moonlight Brewing was in here. He talked about that there's a reason that beers are regional, and there's a reason that they taste regional, and water is certainly one mm-hmm. of those reasons. But but then, of course, if you can just build it, then, uh, you know. If you build it, they <laughs> you, will come. Yeah, you don't have to be Burton on Trent or anything else because uh, you can build it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, let me throw some questions at you from the listeners, Alan, if I could. Sure. Um, things that came through. Uh, definitely a lot of questions about the yeast had come through. I got some emails this week once people found out you were going to be on the show. Uh, you've already talked about the fermentation temperature. Um, how about uh, diacetyl rest? People were wondering if it cleans itself up or you have to do some sort of temperature rest for diacetyl. No, you know, it, it pretty much uh, cleans itself up between, you know, as long as you ferment between the guidelines, 68 to 72. Um, we then chill the product down to about 44 degrees Fahrenheit over the next 24 hours. Um, you know, and so, you know, some of the some depending on the style of the beer, the, 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 there'll be a little diastole, which is meant to be part of the, the product. Our um, thumper has a little, um, also combined with the crystal malt character and so forth. 
Um, but but as a general rule, um, you know, it, it cleans up in itself. I mean, we make a shipyard light beer, which is light, 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 and there's not a hint. Um, so it depends on, you know, diastole is accentuated, obviously, but a scotch is accentuated somewhat by the style of beer, whether it be if it's a brown ale or, or something using a lot of crystal caramel, it can accentuate out okay. uh, of that flavor and smell potentially. But um, it, it really does clean itself up pretty good, I think. Okay. And then how about uh, someone had asked about ester profiles from this yeast. Um, and, you know, I'm uh, maybe, Doc, you could help me describe it. I'm not necessarily picking up um, esters from this beer, but I certainly am picking up a, a profile. Esther? I don't even know of. <laughs> so uh, is, are, are esters something that you're concerned with with this yeast, too, and, and either, you know, getting enough of those or, or, or not enough of those? You know, from my standpoint, the yeast produces the right balance of the different types of esters and uh, all the other myriad of biochemical uh, reactions going on that is what we want. Now, you know, some people say they can always pick up the ringwood yeast and they don't like this, this, and this about it. Other people, like I said, love it, and that's why I build all these breweries, because they love the flavor of the beer coming off. So, like anything, you know, you can... You can tell Chico yeast beer sometimes, maybe sometimes not. You know, it's, right. um, okay. that's a yeast that's used a lot. Okay. Um, well, if you're using this yeast and you don't balance things out, like uh, with the water, with the malt, with the hops, what would stand out? You, you know, you're you're going to get some flavors you don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all comes down ultimately to yeah, brewing technique, the recipes, handling of the yeast, sure. and then what? Yeah, what is it you want in your beer? What What are you looking for? You know, so yeah. so so what came first, the beer or the yeast? I mean, you're used to if we're, in history, or no, with, with him, oh. with this, you know, he's so used to using this this yeast. And did you build your your beers around it, or did you have a beer you wanted to, to do and try to find the right yeast for it? To be honest, I, I've been so uh, thrilled and happy dealing with the Ringwood yeast all these years that it's like my best friend. Yeah. And so I guess you might say that the beer is built around the yeast to yeah. a large degree because I just love this yeast. There's uh, nothing wrong uh, with that. He doesn't want to make it beautiful thing low, to right? handle. It ferments fantastically. It finds out beautifully. Cast condition beer is beautiful with it. Um, so I love the flavors personally, so I mean that's sort of important. Do you use findings? Um, you know, so that's how we build it, really. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, I, I haven't been one of those brewers who's decided I want to use sixteen thousand different yeasts and try this, that, and the other. I, I, You're monogamous. I really want to do all these different flavors and things and styles that we're doing, but I want to do them within a scope of where we are because I know we're very good at it and I know exactly how we can handle it and how we can be successful with it. Yeah. So you mentioned findings. Do you use findings with this? With with, with well, when we do cask beer. Oh, you do then. Okay. We do. We, you know, we do some cask beer for some local accounts and our brew pubs and so forth. And okay. And basically, the old thumper. Because um, you wanted an English pub. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the dude who was asking about the esters, uh, his name's Jeremy. He's actually from uh, Gray, Maine. Oh, uh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, he said he's just uh, 10 miles uh, away from you guys and just wanted to know about yeah, that's that. that's funny. He had also asked, i got to ask for him, uh, he wanted to know if he if he swung by the brewery, would you give him a pitch of yeast? Would he be able to take some yeast home for his home brew? 
Unfortunately not. Yeah, that's too bad. Jeremy, you're going to have to break in after hours, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> <laughs> bring OJ, bring a gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, a couple more listener questions that came through uh, from the show. Uh, I know that you guys do some themed variety packs. Um, kind of throughout the year, which is kind of cool. This guy wants to know, what's the Brewer's Choice beer this year, and when does that come out? The Brewer's Choice for 2008 is uh, called a Royal IPA. Um, it's going to be a, a hoppier IPA. That we have an IPA we make already, the Fuggles IPA, but it's going to be a hoppier, heavier uh, product than that, and that will be coming out January 15th and uh, is out until mid-March. Okay. All right, another question uh, came through from Andy in our chat room. Uh, did you get to develop any new beers at St. Ambrose? Ambrosia, I don't know how they... Oh, uh, yes, Montreal, absolutely. Well, I, I designed the original St. Ambrose Pale Ale, which is, is which is its flagship beer, and oh. still is. Okay. Um, they have an oatmeal stout that I helped uh, formulate, and um, a blonde that I helped formulate with them, and a brown. And uh, them, them, I'm sure they've done many things since then, but those are the ones I, particularly the Sun Wise Pale Ale was um, the first uh, one we came out with. So. Okay. Uh, another one of our listeners in the chat tonight wants to know if you're a fan of Manchester United. They must know me then, because absolutely. <laughs> 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 that is my <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde side of life. <laughs> I just watched some stupid soccer movie the other night. Bend it like Beckham? No, not that <laughs> Lady one. Ladybugs? <laughs> no. Ladybugs. And it was... <laughs> Shaolin soccer? It was kind of a guilty pleasure of mine, because I enjoyed it, but I also knew it was stupid. But it was uh, Manchester United, I think, was the main team. Uh, I can't like remember Beckham. the name. No, it's not that. It wasn't that. Didn't it like Beckham too? Posh Spice? Uh, okay. <laughs> More questions for you. Uh, people want to know if you bottle condition. Uh, uh, Bluefin Stout is bottle condition. It is. Okay. It's the only one you guys do that way? That's the only one we do that way, yeah. Okay. Now, here's a question about your kettle, and I'm glad because it reminds me of my question about your kettle. They want to know if it's steam or direct fire. Uh, direct fire. Okay. I want to know about the brick wall that's around your kettles. And I've seen it before in another couple breweries. On the West Coast, and you know this, there are all these, uh, you know, hand-delivered uh, stainless steel conical uh, kettles. Not not conical, yep. whatever. Stainless steel kettles. Um, and they're uh, very mobile because we move things a lot on the West Coast. <laughs> we just tend to be very mobile. But on the East Coast, and then certainly in, in, in Europe, I think you guys build these brick walls around the kettle. What's that all about? Okay, well, the, the, the vessel, is, it's obviously the, the brewing vessel itself is stainless. Yeah. And then we have a uh, ring burner, gas burner underneath the vessel. And um, what we do is we build an inner course of fire brick, and the top of the vessel has like a nine-inch flange around the top. And we build, we put a uh, inner course of fire brick, leaving a one-inch spacing between the, the vessel, stainless vessel, and the fire brick. And then we put in um, an out. Then we put some insulation around that uh, uh. heat-proof insulation, and then we put uh, the outer course of a red brick or some designer brick gotcha. um, to add to the insulation and also make the thing look pretty. So with the, and the, like the reasoning for really that is that the, when the, um, the, the there's a flue at the top of uh, the brickwork at one 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 side of it. And uh, so with a fan on it, and uh, the burner heats up the vessel. The 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 flue gases go up in between the stainless wall, stainless and the fire brick, and out up through the flue. 
and so it's just a method of heating really it's a, it's a safety thing and uh, the flue gases go up and out and, um, the, and then we have the insulation and, and the red brick which sort of makes it look uh, old and authentic and sort of particularly in a brew pub's case yeah. sort of pretty and old and does look old I like that look so with this wall do you have to airlift in the malt <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> with the, it's a Berlin it's, Wall it's, it's all the way with the wall, wall yeah. <laughs> that's right uh, well, the thing is, see, I actually, I like the deal, and it, uh, it sounds very efficient, uh, but you can never move that kettle. Like, your whatever your location is, uh, that's it, <laughs> right? I mean... Well, yeah, you can tear the brickwork down and relocate it and build it back up again, but that's the only way to do it, for sure. Yeah, but then you got to hire a bunch of uh, people that aren't from your country to do all that labor for you, and who wants to get involved with that? What a pain. <laughs> What generation of Ringwood yeast are you on now, somebody asked, because you've been using the same yeast. How many generations are you making these pitches out of? We are, without having to brew book right in front of me, we are at about 1,730 in that range. So you don't ever call back to England and say, hey, I need a fresh one now so I can start again? Well, I, you know, I do have access to the yeast bank. This is, this is an, it's a proprietary held starter yeast, which is owned by the Ringwood Brewery and actually myself, and... Um, so we we have access to to the yeast bank if necessary for the, the the different strains that we need to combine to make up the ringwood yeast. But I see. Uh, you know the good news is that in a well-run uh, facility that is clean and sterile, that each uh, fermentation in a in this sort of fermentation in, in a top fermenting open top fermenting situation yeah. is really just a yeast propagation tank. And so, all you're doing is growing brand new yeast cells every time, and beer happens to be the waste product. And and the beauty of the top fermentation in the open top is that um, I say you got 97, 98 percent plus viability yeast cells at the top. All the dead cells and dying cells sink to the bottom of the vessel. So it's just always. So when you take the yeast off the top, you you it's a yeast propagation vessel. It's you, you know you shrink that down a few times into a lab. That's exactly what you're doing in the lab when you're growing it up from a cell in a, in a petri dish. So. Top cropping, everybody. Mike McDowell's favorite <laughs> no, way to get yeast, yes. and it's uh, so you don't worry too much about uh, mutations. Uh, the yeast, the yeast that's maybe the whole not doing. Key is to keeping everything the same. For, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, the, you know the rooms, the rooms that the, the vessels are in, they kept it up so the same temperature, 365 days a year. Yeah. The fermentation temperatures are kept within the boundaries, 68 to 72, like I said. Uh, the pHs are monitored, uh, you know, several times a day, as well with temperatures and everything else, because of gravity. And by keeping everything the same and consistent, uh, not putting any intense pressure on the yeast by higher temperature, lower temperatures, uh, cold rooms being different, different temperatures, or whatever, you you don't you, you know you you're not um, going to be prone to much mutation. So what if you? It sounds to me like uh, there's a lot of ways you're protecting it too, and it's, and, and it's the healthy yeast that gets produced every batch. What if you hired a douchebag like me who's a really bad brewer? Uh, but you didn't know that yet. I lied to you on my resume. Could I come in there and screw up your yeast, or do you have enough safeguards that uh, you, even if I screwed it up, you'd still be able to make the next next batch? You wouldn't have to call home to England is what I mean. Well, if you're a new employee, you wouldn't be let loose in that area. <laughs> For one. He'd see you coming. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And, until you've uh, earned your dues, which means you're going to have to s- 
go through several months of uh, doing a lot of cleaning scrubbing, um, before we even Ooh, think about them as uh, being an independent brewer. So if you if you get through that whole nine yards, and believe you me, not everybody does. <laughs> and I would um, not. That, that's you really how you show your love. And then yeah. we go from there. But Okay, fair enough. I just wanted to know, you know. So yeah, I could just see looking uh, after you, Justin Alan. coming out of the man way. Covered in mung. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. You know, Alan needs to know that there's uh, idiots like me out there, and uh, I'm sure he knows. I'm keeping him on his toes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. There's more questions that came through. I'm almost done, Alan. I'll, I'll let you out of here soon. You're more than welcome to come over and brew for a day here. By the way, so. oh. <laughs> Alan, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> I'd love to though. Yeah. Uh, my family's from a shipyard brewing company. There you go. My family's still on the East Coast in Connecticut. There, so. So maybe next time I visit, uh, I might take you up on your offer there. Yeah. yeah. No, please do. Hey, Shaq, can I stay with your parents? That'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, Doc, you want to go for yeah, right there? Um, uh, someone wants to know if you have any plans to reopen your Orlando, Florida location. Uh, no, that the brewery that we had down there was in the airport, which I think is the we believe is the only functioning, real functioning brewery in an airport probably ever in the world. Really. Many obvious reasons, I think. <laughs> and, we saw how that um, went. Yeah, we actually closed it. Uh, we, it was there for five years, and we we moved it out in uh, 2000, just before 9/11. And I, oh. I can't imagine that uh, had we had the brewery in the airport post 9/11, that would have been allowed to continue it on really, because uh, obviously you're a brewery, and there's lots of things coming in and out, spent grain and grains coming in, and yeah. all sorts of other things. So it would probably be in a very risky situation. Yeast of new mass world destruction. Uh, we do have it it's still in storage down in Florida, and actually we're talking with some people right now who might actually um, work with us in relocating it somewhere, but not necessarily in Florida. But um, uh, but we are still selling beer in Florida, and my brewer, Ron Rake, um, who was a brewer there, he's still working with us, doing lots of tastings and selling for us and um, holding the flag down there. So Good, good. So okay. things are still well in Florida, even though we don't have the brewer in the airport. And here's, uh, I think, um, almost the last question. Um, well, here's another good one about yeast. I'll ask you in a second. Uh, all right. Uh, this question always comes through for you craft brewers who obviously care about your beer, but dis- but distribute it to so many different places in so many different states. And it's uh, significant for us here uh, on the West Coast, you being all the way on the other side. Uh, how do you ensure uh, you know the quality of the beer by the time we get it? And we've certainly talked on the program. We know about the things that are out of your control once it's in a retailer's hand and, and things like that. For example, let, let me tell you, let me kind of set you up just a little bit uh, so you know what I'm getting at. Um, your beer is tasting fantastic to us tonight, but when we got it off of the shelf, it was at the, at the store we bought it from, it was actually covered in dust. So we were a little concerned, man, maybe they mishandled it for you for a little while. Maybe. It's turned out great. One of the, just one of them, one of the bottles in your six pack, um, yep. had some Britannomyces in it. Yeah, the wild yeast. But all five other bottles are these ones that we've been praising all night saying yeah. this beer is fantastic. So that's kind of weird. Um, I know that's not really a shipping, the Britannomyces, that's something different. Um, but uh, a listener anyway had asked, you know, uh, are there things you guys do to ensure the quality of the beer? Well, um, depending on the beer, um, it'll be sterile filtered at the filler. And we, we have a Crohn's filler that also has a double pre-evacuation station on it. <clears throat> and um, and before the beer gets filled, so basically re- uh, removing all the air 
uh, which of course is an enemy to beer, making sure our air levels are down below uh, 0.5, we generally average about 0.3, um, which extends shelf life. And then going through the sterile filters and that, um, you know, that, that, that should ensure it's, uh, <laughs> should ensure it's uh, microbiologically sound. We have a lab that we uh, man full time and we're constantly doing t keeping the bottles and testing them and forcing them and swabbing areas and all the good things that, um, you know, one does in a brewery to try and protect against that. Unfortunately, you know, it's not a perfect world and sure. once in a while something might happen. But um, And then once you hand it to the distributor... Uh, is it kind of like, uh, hey, I hope you guys treat it well kind of thing? I mean, there's not much you can do at that point. So I mean, most distributors are set up to handle, you know, the beer and kegs in a, in a certain way yeah. uh, with, with temperature-controlled uh, warehousing and so forth and keg coolers. You know, once it gets out into the retail trade, you know, there's so much, such a big retail trade that, um, you know, you can't guarantee. Yeah. You know, it's you, like giving away puppies. Yeah. Just never know, but you you wish they're for a good home. See, Doc, yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, and obviously, the further you go away from home, the more susceptible you are to oh, yeah. potentially in dusty bottles, as you said. Yeah. So. Although they, except uh, you know, except for the one, they all turned out fine. And, and, and to tell the truth, there wasn't a bad Brett beer. No, it still tasted good. <laughs> it was still pretty good. It just had it a was really, a good beer. It had a Brett quality to it. Yeah. And it was, if you like sour beers, Brett beers actually turn out pretty nice. So you might want to think about that one. Yeah, Alan, you didn't even know it, but. <laughs> Uh, apparently, your export's a great base beer yeah. for, a <laughs> for a Brett beer. For a yeah. nice yeah. Brett beer. Because yeah. it did taste nice. We just were surprised because yeah. we had had four of them. And then we opened one and said, oh, this one's... And it was clearly, it was very clearly Brett. There, was, yeah. there wasn't yeah. anything else spritzy wrong with too. the beer. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything else wrong. Yeah, it was spritzy. And it, mm -hmm. there was nothing else wrong with it. And yeah. if you were expecting Norval <laughs> or something, yeah, it's pretty good. You take yeah. it. Uh, see, Doc, I don't think that you and I could be a craft brewer on this level because we're so obsessive, compulsive about things. Uh, we'd like be following twelve packs around the country. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we go on a road trip and just pull them off the shelf and check them. Out. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, like for Alan's sake, I mean that uh, Alan, that's got to be tough. Once you know when you, you're making the beer there and you're doing everything you can that you just mentioned, you're swabbing the facility, but then you're shipping it out and you're just kind of hoping for the best, you know. It's got to be tough, I would think. Well, again, you, you know, you rely on uh, partnering with good distributors who know how to handle and manage beer. And, uh, you know, we have salespeople in a lot of the areas that we send to, course, sell to, of course. Um, and, you know, you, you know, you rely on uh, the practices that we hold within the brewery and the distributor partnerships. And, um, yeah. you know, obviously, ultimately, you hope that your product sells through so it doesn't get beyond the best before date. So, I mean... Well, and obviously, it's not a perfect world for anybody in reality. So, of course not. Well, you guys are doing great. I mean, obviously, people are having no problems with the quality of your beer. Uh, you won a bunch of awards this year. Uh, you guys can check out the website again. Like I said, shipyardbrewing dot com, and, um, and and check out all the things they've won this year. But uh, you know, in two thousand six, uh, Shipyard shipped over nine hundred and sixty thousand cases of beer. Uh, which was a 24% increase over 2005. So, uh, and, and I'm telling you that the quality of the stuff I've had tonight, uh, how many cases? Uh, it was 960,300 cases. That's like about a month around here. Yeah, that's a good month of beer at my house. Uh, <laughs> uh almost 70,000 barrels of beer. 
Um, and like I said, just a huge increase over 2005. That's saying something right there. And absolutely. I mean, people are buying this stuff and, uh, and I'm glad to see it. You guys are making good beer, Alan, and I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. One more question. Just came through from the chat. Uh, someone wanted to know, is the Ringwood yeast a killer yeast? Could we mix it with something or will it, would it be a killer? Is it a bully? Is it a bully? Can they mix it with another yeast? No, you cannot. You cannot. It would uh, go ahead and beat that other yeast up. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's not generally not a good practice uh, unless it's being genetically engineered to to mix with each other. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, in, in general. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, there you go, everybody. Shipyard Brewing Company, available in over 35 states. So if you've not checked it out yet, you really should. The export, their, um, uh, their, their pilot beer, the one that's, uh, their bestseller, you should check it out. We've all liked it here. Old Thumper, you can always find, and you can, we've got it in a 22 ounce bottle, so you can get a little bomber of that. That's a really nice beer. Their pumpkin beer that we talked about earlier, uh, in my opinion, and I think JP was in agreement with me. It is the best uh, commercial uh, Thanksgiving pumpkin beer out there. Yeah, there's oh. one on the on the on the West Coast here, uh, Buffalo Bills. That's uh, I'd say you guys are pretty equal. If not, I think you might hedge them out a little bit. But there, I mean, there's there's a lot of them out there, yeah. and uh, yeah. yours is, is is one of the ones that I recommend to people. Yeah, hands down. I'm hesitant to try a lot of them, and uh, from your guys' recommendation, I'm gonna be looking for it. Yeah, this one's really good. I actually, I'm not a fan of the of the Buffalo Bills one. I like some of their other beers. Not uh, their their pumpkin beer to me is an example of the uh, a lot of spice, a lot of yeah. nutmeg and cinnamon going on in there. Whereas the the shipyard one's much more subtle, and I just I dig that. It's just an opinion thing. Some people really if you want a pumpkin spice beer, they want to taste the spice. I just want it to be real subtle. Oh wait, was she a great big fat <coughs> person? It all, it all gets back to that. Do you want a second pint thing? And I think that's what, that's right. the rule. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, here oh. on the way, I mean, I haven't been able to find that pumpkin. So what did you say? Now you've got your winter one out. Yeah, it's uh, called Shipyard Prelude Ale. It's a strong English ale, about 6.7% alcohol. Classic uh, English, a really true traditional English strong ale. And um, So it's a lot of alcohol. Why did you call it Prelude? <laughs> prelude? prelude uh, actually, what? because there's an event in Kennebunk that happens every year. Every, the first weekend in December every year goes back, I don't know how many years, 50, 60, 70 years of tradition. Whereby it's really the opening of Christmas in Kennebunk, which is where close to the home of Federal Jack's Brew Pub. And uh, in Maine, it's uh, people know a very well-known event actually in New England, and it's actually the busiest weekend in Kennebunk, which is hugely busy in the summer, but it's the busiest weekend uh, all year. And so we na- we named it Prelude Ale when we first did it. Did this beer back in 1992, and uh, people know it by that name. We we had a winter ale last year as well as Prelude actually last few years. But um, it was getting confusing because we had Prelude and Winter Ale. So we decided to dispose of the Winter Ale and just stick with Prelude and give it new packaging, a brand new facelift, and nice. a great painting of a scene of Kennebunk uh, by Paul Black, a local artist. And um, uh, it's been out in the market uh, about uh, three weeks and is doing very well. And we, we shipped a load over to California. Um, should be there by now. Should be hitting the shelves as we speak, I think. Good. I'm and, thinking uh, that uh, find it because it's um, you know, it's a real it's a good full-bodied uh, winter warmer and very uh, very nice after a hearty dinner. So I think at uh, at this year's Brewing Network Christmas party Christmas dinner it'll be the prelude to me hitting on Doctor Scott's wife. If Excellent. It's, if it's high gravity winter, <laughs> it's beer. a prelude. <laughs> 
prelude to something. Some listener actually uh, wrote in to me also now that you mentioned the prelude. I'm glad you did. Somebody wanted to know the grain bill for prelude. Uh, would you talk about that real quick before you go, Alan? Sure. Um, it obviously is uh, old English malts, pale ale malt, uh, crystal, chocolate, uh, torrified wheat, and um, a hint of roasted barley. What's the wheat one? Is Torbid. it? Is that just torrified wheat? wheat. It's heat, heat treated wheat um, oh, okay. used for head retention. Ah. It basically is, is wheat that's it's almost treated like popcorn. It blows up and there's large kernels. It's a, I think it's a very English thing. I'm not sure you can even buy it. And I think you can yeah, actually buy you, it. You we use uh, yeah, flaked wheat. Yeah. You can get it. We get it. Okay. All right. Oh, there you go. Well, so. you know, the, the the barley was it raw barley? Yeah, wheat. Yeah. No, the no the barley part. The the last thing you said. The roasted, roasted barley. barley. Yeah, roasted, that, that was a nice touch too. Ah, okay. Uh, that question was from John in New Hampshire, by the way. So another okay. uh, little East Coast local boy. Yeah, you got you got a lot of East Coasters supporting you out there. So I like to hey, see that. That's, that's great. That's very cool. All right, listen, I really appreciate you spending this time with us. Uh, I know you got the listen. Alan uh, doesn't just have uh, Shipyard, but he's involved in uh, there's a, there's some other breweries out there. Sea Dog Brewing Company. Am I right? You're involved with that one too. Yeah, actually, we own that now. Yeah, you actually, own that. Yeah, yeah. So lots of things going out there for for this company and lots of brewing going on. And this guy's been in the business for a long time and doing a lot of things for a lot of brewers. So uh, on behalf of uh, just beer lovers everywhere, I want to thank you for doing what you do and for being on the show, Alan. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you in inviting me on the show, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, no worries. I'm going to take you up on the brewing, though. I think when I go visit my folks out there, I might be calling you up and uh, let me do some open fermentation with you, man. <laughs> no, you know, in all seriousness, that's a serious offer, and we'd love to have you for a day, and um, you know, work, work with. Uh, in fact, I'll get my boots on. We'll brew together. I yeah, there you go. That See, that's what I awesome. like. He's going to get down there. See, and uh, as but as 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 awful as a brewer I am, I'm probably one of the cleanest guys that'll ever yeah. walk in your yeah. room. So <laughs> I do have that going for me. I'm very concerned about my germ environment. He means uh, he overly means, concerned. He means literally, not <laughs> physically clean. Literally clean. <laughs> yeah. So or whatever's the fun. He's organic in his mind. <laughs> all right, Alan. Thanks again, and I hope to talk to you soon. I appreciate all the time spent with us. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, right. Thanks again. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go, everybody. Uh, Alan Pugsley, and uh, that's very cool of him to spend a little time with us and uh, and do that. He's a busy dude. Got a lot of things going on out there. Uh, hey, good catch, Shat. Uh, you know, you're not doing an awful job over there, I guess. I could, uh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I start praising Chad, he backs away from the microphone. Yeah, well, hey, oh, Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, no praise necessary. Just doing my job. He's, he's blown away by your comment. That's why. <laughs> that I would that give, must be it. That yeah. I would give him any praise. No, that he that that you think he's doing a good job. <laughs> that I yeah. He just you know punches the clown every once in a while, and somehow a show happens. Yeah. <laughs> JP's so angry with you all the time. Well, if, uh, well, always. Could, even though like JP's angry in general, but he yeah. could be happy with the entire show, not with you, Shat. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. Punch in the clown. Huh? I've noticed so much, I've noticed a lot of love that JP's been getting on the forum. You like that? Oh yeah. What's with the? J- I didn't authorize that. You like that? What's yeah. with the uh, praise for JP thread? McDowell, have you seen this thing? And you know what? They, they Only per- because per- JP made me go look there. <laughs> He's like, hey, you guys. Uh, hey, did you see this? But you know, JP, they they praised you on both things. It's great. 
I actually, I have to admit, <laughs> I have to admit, they found two good things about you. I didn't know about it until <laughs> you mentioned it either, JP. JP was real happy about his praise I, thread. Well, you know when uh, when you're when you're, when you're the oh. motherfucking man, you're the motherfucking man. I thought I, I gotta read this. Yeah, uh, you gotta check it out. And it was so intriguing. It just yeah, sucked me right I, in. I did the same thing. I'm like, uh, I, I forget even what the title of the thread is. Uh, although I'm getting it tattooed on my back tomorrow. Um, and I'm like, what the hell is this? This is god. Oh, this is gonna be good. And I look and I'm like, it's like people saying nice things. About me. And like, I really ah, like. I, I really like the um, no JP crappy remarks. It's good. See, I said something. I forget what I said. But it wasn't yeah. wasn't JP crappy. That's yeah. what I, when you were uh, when you were peeing on our love fest. That's what I, I shouldn't have turned you off. I should have thrown at you like, oh well, what about your little love fest <laughs> in the forum? That was so different because it's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> specifically, it singles me out. I'm telling you, I did not authorize that thread. And yeah. uh, who's the moderator on that one anyway? Yeah, I think Gucci's gonna have no. to take a look at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've decided in recent weeks that I have to authorize everything that happens. Gooch, you better watch it, man, because your bag's about to be cut. <laughs> no, it was nice to see people. Gucci's getting a vasectomy. Hey, if he, he any more, if he allows any more love fest any for more you, love fest, oh. yeah. uh, he's one of our uh, admins. That's why I get it now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's one of our moderators. Yeah, uh, I don't. Know, there was there was some love in there too. They're well, like, oh, know. JP's the funniest guy I've ever heard Met. in my life. He carries yeah. the show. He should be doing yeah. Justin's job. Yeah, this was oh. the BN form. I yeah. wish I, I wish oh. I could. No, yeah. It was actually my own personal form. Yeah, I really like to <laughs> blow space. him. Yeah. I mean, they were. So the man so how, how many forum names do you have? Uh, you log on a lot of times. I do log on. <laughs> And I log off too, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I got several. Uh, okay, who did that? Calls coming in right now. I think I got Boob <laughs> on the line. Hey, Boob, what's happening? November, baby. November. It's Boobvember. I got to tell you, speaking of JP Praise, his Movember is going very well. I think I that. I hate it. I think it's great. I he, look like a creepy Mexican gardener on Megan's <laughs> totally Law website. Does. That's what I really <laughs> like about it. Yet? He, he, oh, heck no. He, he looks like the cat could lick it off. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's kind of it looks like Kool Aid mustache. Yeah, it's like a lot of dirt, but yeah. I like it. I think it's a good look for you. It's like when Theo started growing his first mustache on the Cosby like Show. Theo, you're yeah. absolutely right. It, it looks it's like hard a- to shave the mustache, Theo. Yeah. You know what the best part of November is? We December first get- starts lipstick summer. What? what? We try a different shade every day. No, it's 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 going to be a new chest painting every week. I am not going to be. I think on that's the a bub only thing, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I got at least one other more. Uh, at least one other. <laughs> okay. Mrs. Bub. Yeah, yeah you yeah, got to have Mrs. Bub, Bub for that. Mrs. Bub already knows three of the designs that are going on there. Well, yeah, she's the painter. Yeah, she's right. the photographer too. She's over here. She's the enabler, is what she is, guys. Let's get it right put here. Put down the scissors. She's lavender. Put down the scissors, honey. All right, hang in there, Bub. Hang, hang on a second. Got other calls coming in. Lots of people calling. Lipstick. Hey, if I answer you on Skype, you know, you just got to hang in there. Be patient. Don't hang up. They didn't put me on hold, so, you know. Yeah. Mellow out. Hey, Thor. Hey, how you doing? What's happening, oh. brother? Is this Thor from uh, Denmark? Yeah, it is. What time uh, is it there? Here. Look at you. That not this like a couple weeks in a row? It's like You're Monday there, isn't it? With us, man. Isn't it like yeah, next week over there? <laughs> yeah, it's already Monday, and... I gotta get up in the six hours and go to work. <laughs> and are, are you gonna be seeing double when you get up or yeah, what? Yeah, you're still gonna be drunk, oh, aren't you? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Nominate the Matt Townis. Uh, drunk of the week. <laughs> Alright, wait. You're gonna nominate somebody else yeah. for drunk of the week? Yeah. Oh. Alright. Well, well you gotta be pretty drunk yourself to get credibility. I like how all angry he was. Mad Madtown for drunk of the week. As <laughs> 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 he oh, falls backwards. Uh, oh, is he in the chat room with you or something? Yeah, he's called Madtown the Fucked. <laughs> he's done nothing but. Tell us how fucked he is. Really? It's true. He's uh, Bevo, is that right? Yeah, he spent the whole night just Bevo. talking about well, his Well, he's got to call in to get the award, didn't he? Or? It is true. He yeah. Is. yeah. I've been bugging him for a couple of times asking him to call in. But yeah, if he doesn't... The, uh, he's too fucked to do to, it. Does the phone reach all the way down to the floor? You might want to put it down. If he doesn't <laughs> call in, he can't get it. Yeah, we got to get the field sobriety test here. Yeah. That's just the way it yeah. works. Yeah. You know, it doesn't count unless we hear it. And by the way, speaking of calling in, JP's got a new game for us we're going to be playing. In a few oh, weeks. that's right. Yeah, that's he, right. I'm excited. He forgot about that. I'm excited. I like games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Twist it. We got lots of games. Go ahead. Bevo's going to say <laughs> goodnight to all you Americans. And Thank you, Thor. Goodnight to all the fine folks who are still listening over here in Europe. And, uh, oh, yeah. Thank uh, JC and Rock Candy for that excellent book. It's uh, hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good book. Yeah, yeah, that is a good thing. I've been so reading it cover to cover. Or, well, oh, you got it. Good. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm glad I so, shipped it. To it's a great resource. Really cheap way, so I didn't know if it was going to yeah. make it off <laughs> <laughs> or at all. <laughs> well, those boats travel pretty quick. Yeah. All right, Thor. <laughs> thank you, my brother. And uh, hey, good night to thank you. you. Uh, I, hey, make it safe to work and don't get fired. Okay. Uh, brush your teeth really well so you don't smell like beer. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. Good Lost night, y'all. Too. Good night. night. Later, my brother. Say your prayers. Uh, okay, I got Boog Eater calling in. Boog! Hang in there. Uh, Bub, I still got you on the way, right. too. Yeah. But I think, I read in the forum that Boog Eater was going to be drunk of the week at like 2 p.m. Whoa. Hey, oh, Boog. I it, certainly am. Yeah, there you are. You had to go to some homebrew competition today, huh? Yeah, I was judging, uh, I was judging winter ales. Oh, yeah, afternoon. nice. That's a judge of heavy ones. <laughs> Those sound pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spicy. Oh, yeah. oh, there were some good ones, too. Yeah. I bet there's some bad ones, too. Uh, did you get yourself a ride home? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in no shape to drive. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. See, that's how, hey, you know, I, get to, I get to do a big brew this week. I get to do a nine-barrel batch of Belgian Double later this week. Really? Who are you doing that with? Uh, I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> Us a couple guys from our club, we're uh, doing some contract brewing for a couple of bars, and that we uh, basically borrow a brewery out in Kearney, Nebraska. I they see. let us brew there, and they handle all the paperwork, and we do all the physical work. You know, Bub's always, I mean, Boog Eater's always so nice. Like, I always want to make fun of him. He calls him for Drunk of the Week and stuff. I can make fun of everybody who calls into this show, except for Bug Eater. The dude's yeah. like the nicest dude. Well, he sounds like the real deal to me. <laughs> he's always so, so freaking nice. Yeah. I want to call him a drunk, and I want to no, do all this. No. I can never do it. He's such no. a nice... Right. I don't know. I could see him having his own show on PBS. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's that kind of a nice guy. Like, he could sit there, and everyone would listen because he's just nice. Yeah. You know? Right. All right. Well, God damn it, bug eater. I, I want to, you know, <laughs> pissing me off, man. <laughs> well... Oh, oh. Uh, I, oh, well. I'll tell you what, just because you called, usually you only call in when you have very uh, pointed things to say, 
And uh, tonight you're just calling in at random, and that kind of gives you points for Drunk of the Week, because I know you well enough to know uh, you must be drinking. Uh, oh, no. Have you been drinking since you got home, too? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of left-hand uh, milk stouts, some of my Dunkle Roggenweizen, and even some of my Trash Hop Ale. Yeah. Uh, that a boy. He's How much trash goes into that? Oh, quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, unless you get oh, no. unless you get dethroned between now and the end of the show. Right now, you're drunk of the week, my my brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, brother. Okay. Thanks for oh, calling whatever. in. Man. Thanks for judging. <laughs> Yeah. Later. Good night. Hey, yeah. Mike had a good. Thanks yeah. for judging. Yeah. Hey, boom. Yep. I think we just changed uh, Bug Eater's name to Eeyore. <laughs> oh, oh boy! If you say so. I gotta All judge right. some beers. Again. <laughs> I was judging the beers today. The That's some really nice. And because he says poo a lot, I don't. Understand. I guess if you wanna give that award to me, why was Bub the only one to actually say a line that Eeyore says? Because he's funny. Because he yeah. started it out. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I didn't know I said a line that Eeyore says. Neither did I. I don't know. I just I heard things. Okay. <laughs> I Gee. bet you hear a lot. I of think uh, JP's working on Drunk of the Week right now. <laughs> as a matter of fact, how many hairs does JP have above his lip? Uh, well, they're all there. They're just like real fine. It looks short. like a, it looks like he's got a third eyebrow. No, there's a number between one and ten. Hey, what's with your oh, what do you avatar mean, What do you now? mean third eyebrow? That's only two I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. what, what do you mean, what's with my avatar? Why do you got to wear a pink bandana when you take Dude, it? Dude, it, it, it's what, my He doesn't want to take away from the mo. It more badass. <laughs> Does that make it more badass? I didn't, oh, I didn't even notice the puppy footprint. Yeah, it's like little white puppy footprints on it. So technically you're wearing woman's clothing. <laughs> That's not the only place. But we're not seeing that in the photo. Oh, you want to? Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I want a, I want a big oh, lipstick December, arrow man. down to it. Is what I want to see. <laughs> lipstick summer. You just wait. <laughs> hey, is Gucci in the chat room with everybody there still, Bevo? Yeah. Uh, is he hammered? Uh, I don't know, but Ask he's him. asking me if the bub timer is going off. Well, you know, the guy's been, like, trying to run the show since we started the fucking thing. Well, he's, like he's sending me messages. Like, he sent me eight messages that I'm supposed to announce the Jameel signing at B3 this week. <laughs> he sent me four messages to ask about how the beer got shipped from Shipyard. And, uh, like, I got it all on the agenda. I mean, not that I don't need the suggestions, hey, hey, hey. but uh, I just wonder if he's hammered and he's just, like, being repetitive no. No, or no, no, no. he, like, owns the place now. Don't make fun of his Parkinson's. <laughs> Has he got Parkinson's? Yeah, he keeps hitting that 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 enter button. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 going with the like repeat the same jokes thing too. Yeah, I think he's hammered. Uh. He's he's really playing up the uh, my wife has got it hard for the Ace of Cakes guy. Which hey, I know when my three year old says where's Duff about four times a day, I understand, buddy. <laughs> That's like a TV reference, right? The Ace that, of Cakes that, guy. Yeah. Oh, that's the famous guy that your wife wants to nail, right? That's right. That's the famous guy. My Everybody's wife wants got to one. Nail. Yeah. <laughs> Did Bub the king? Who's the famous guy your wife wants to nail? Don't I'm not gonna have to ask her when I get home. I'm famous, you know. Yeah. You're gonna have one pass. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to have a. T- Every wife has like a TV guy. Yeah, yeah I, I, I know. Right? She watches a lot of like news shows and then the the oh. the CSI kind of shows. Bevo, who's the TV guy you want to nail? There's two. Yeah. He's not a TV guy. There's Colin Firth. 
He's oh, English. Yeah. I love him. What's he in? I don't know this Sense guy. Sense and Sensibility. Oh, gee, a bunch of chick flicks. Oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> Nobody knows. All you right. know, he's really Ed, not Ed, that um, emotional. He's just reading. He probably doesn't even do chicks. He's in Jones' diary. All right. And, um... Hey, oh, Brian, I, Brian, I got you on Skype. Hang Italian on, Italian guy from Heroes who's delicious. Italian At the same guy. time? can't say his name. Both yeah, would, at the same time? Could they, would you let them Eiffel Tower you? Oh, you know oh. You'd oh. let them Eiffel <laughs> Tower you. I'm not anybody Eiffel Tower me. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, we've had. Bebo oh. likes the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, hey, Sam. What's world. happening, bro? Yeah, Sam, okay, well, yeah. Sam just walked back in the studio. And, yeah, uh, hey, Sam, man. those pizzas <clears throat> come here yet? That was yeah. a tasty beer there. Yeah. Uh, say, hey, get us some. Go get us some uh, something, will you? Yeah, go out there and find yeah. something to get us. Get lost. Yeah. All right, later. We're planning your bachelor party. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's gone. So anyway, All right, Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Back to the <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Oh, hey, Sammy. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, let me get Brian on the phone here. Brian, what's happening, brother? Not much, man. It's hard to hear you guys tonight, actually. Is it? Out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that's about. Uh, could be bandwidth issues. I don't know. Uh, what's happening? Yeah. Welcome, uh, hey, man, you guys, you guys got to give uh, Bug Eater Drunk of the Week, man. He sounds like Snuffleupagus. From- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like a hybrid of Eeyore and Snuffleupagus. Yeah. 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 I want him to read some children's books to me or something. Yeah. But not around the children. Yeah, yeah right. I, wanna, yeah, exactly. yeah. I just want to give him a big E hug and fill up his big trunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do. Oh, man. <laughs> big bird. Hey, no, guys, I was actually I'm calling to uh, give you props like everyone else that's been calling in the last couple of weeks because I just got my first uh, best of show. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, wow. Yeah, all right. Nice. Uh, where'd you get it? Um, it was the Michigan Brew Fest. Um, downstate. I live up in the Upper Peninsula. They sent it down there, and I got it. I got a uh, best of show with it. It was a uh, chai spiced brown ale. Really? That sounds spiced. interesting. And we helped you with that. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Well, you guys keep you know brewing on the forefront of my mind. You know, uh, tune into the show every week. It's not like you guys didn't tell me how to make it, but you guys keep me interested in brewing. You know, keep me thinking about it. Just like well, I, 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 experimenting oh, yeah. with new things, I think, and not getting yeah. making yeah. it get stale. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. I like to hear that. Best in show, That's huh? excellent. Yeah, man. Well, and what category was that? Was that like a spice beer? or? It was under the uh, Christmas category. Christmas category. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right. There wasn't just like two beers entered in the whole competition, right? Right. Actually, I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'd still, no. I'd still pat you on the back. Well, you know, <laughs> what if you're in that, in that ca- category? Justin would yeah. get second. <laughs> Sometimes they do that. You're you're in the category, and they say, "Well, nothing's worth nothing's worth a gold, so they only give a second and a third. That must suck. (laughs) Must be terrible." So, could you describe your beer uh, to us? Yeah. Uh Um. Yeah. I'm actually. It's Uh it's like an English, a Southern English brown ale. Okay, that's the base. Uh And uh, at bottling, I didn't I didn't put the spices in the in the boil. Sure. I just brewed up a batch of chai, and then uh, at bottling, I just added a little bit of chai. Until it tasted right to me, and then oh. I bottled it, and it came out right on. That's exactly the way to do it. Just dial in the flavor at bottling is, the way, is absolutely the way to make. Yep. Eyedroppers aren't only for making children anymore. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> Same thing we were talking about uh, tonight yeah, with Alan. Right, right. Yeah, got to do the, the post ad. Right. Well, cool. Hey, congratulations, man. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Best of show. Wow. Great news. Um, right, Who's on the phone right now? Who's on the phone? Bub's on the phone. No, who was just on the phone? That was Brian. Yeah, he just had a baby girl, by the way. Yesterday. Oh, that's the guy I was wow. supposed yeah. to uh, give Two a gold. Wow. Congratulations. Best of show twice. 
little girl, oh, yeah. little ugly white baby yesterday. Good for you, Brian. You know what? You got about 13 years of good things. And, and then what? Uh, they they change. Because it's a chick. Yeah. See, you got off easy. You got two dudes. I got two guys, but, you know, I'm friends with a lot of the other dads. and they've The got, chicks. And they've got, like, uh, my, my kid's 11. Yeah. So that's where their son is. And, and their their older daughter is, like, 12, of th- 13, 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's uh, a hard st- age. Keep, it's a rough age. Yeah, I hate you, keep dad. Talk- Shh, everyone quiet. Doc, finish the story. Says, I hate you, dad. I hate you. <laughs> It's what? like uh, every day they hate their dad, and yeah, it's not That's just when that. They start getting embar- embarrassed about dropping huge bombs in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, every everything you don't else. Get embarrassed and like, oh, about dad, that. Dad, dad, can you like drop me off about a block away? Stuff and, like and, that. Oh, sorry, Bob. That was a timer. Ah, right, Bob buddy. timer. Uh, yeah, and not only that, uh, I was you know stuck. when I was thirteen and I was hanging around thirteen year old girls. Dads, you don't want to know, man. No, we played army men, and I fed them Barbie. natural light. That's all I. That's all I really cared about was drinking beer. Even back then, <laughs> there was nothing happening. I just was like, "Hey, you want to have some natural light with me?" Natty light. Yeah, Ugh. I didn't care. I didn't care. Had alcohol in it. I was raiding you're dr- my. And you're uh, drinking with chicks. I was raiding the uh, boons. Alcohol cupboard. <laughs> my parents didn't really drink alcohol. Well, that's not true. My so my dad mark, drank alcohol. Did you mark the label where you know it was to be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, you mark the label a little bit and uh, then put you the water back. Put the water in. back in. Oh, yeah. And they never drank any of the stuff I was drinking. My dad only drank his scotch, so I'd go in and drink the gin. Yeah, and uh, they'd never know. They. Oh my! My friend's dad used to go through to vodka day. like, oh my god, he'd, he'd go through like a fifth a day. Ugh. So he had the big jugs in there. We didn't have to put it back. He would have just thought he drank it. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, Brian, you're back. What's up, man? I mean, I can hear you guys better not to. Sorry, my Skype's being an asshole, y'all. Uh, that's all right. Hey, uh, we were done with you anyway. Uh, but we did give you uh, <laughs> we did give you a big fat congratulations on uh, making a baby, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we named it Bevo. Yeah, Bevo. Oh yeah, I like that. Not well, so we need Bella. You could uh, you could only hope she turns out looking like Bevo. We've all been staring at her. <laughs> and does the Eiffel Tower too? That would be and likes Eiffel oh! Tower. No, you don't want that from oh, your own yeah. daughter. Oh, yes, Do not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now hey, gotta, no, congrats, bu- man. No, I got to buy a gun. Yeah, yeah, you do. Or two. A big shotgun. Yeah. You got an yeah. alley you can chase them down. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good shot. All right, brother. Cheers. Uh, Just scare him, man. Don't shoot him. All right. I think he was talking about making a baby. I'm a good shot. It could have been. I got a bunch of. I'm trying to get everybody. So, They're all calling at the same time. You got to hang in there. How come I haven't gotten any instructions from Gucci in the last five minutes? Yeah. Meanwhile, there's pizza and I have a game. Because you heard his feelings. Yeah, if you got to go, go, man. Uh, beer, beer, more beer. This Saturday, um, Brewing Classic Styles is being signed by Jamil Zanishef and John Palmer, otherwise Live. known as Jay Z and Rock Candy. Yes. Uh, live Both under in the run room. So if you missed Together out again. on our sale uh, of, 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 of their book here in the store, uh, which, and we are totally sold out. I will have copies again in December, but I don't know if they're going to be signed. I don't think so. So you should go to B3 this Saturday from two. I don't know. Please, let's call Please say. He won't answer. Yeah, he will. You know what? I'm going to be there. Are you going? I, I want my signed copy, so. Uh, yeah. I'll be I, there. 
You don't think that Jamil's just going to give you a signed copy? You think you got to show up at his signing to get I a signed copy? I think it's more copy? fun that way. I no. can stand in line and you know. <laughs> then heckle him. Because hey, I would say that's fucked hey, up if you got to show up <laughs> just to get a signed <laughs> yeah, copy of this book. Uh, well, Palmer's the real hard guy to get. I know, but Palmer's going to be there. Yeah. I think we might actually be hanging with Palmer. Uh, leave the the. Okay. <laughs> leave the Friday night free if you can, Doc, because Palmer's coming right. up. He's going to be up here. He's got to ditch his family. He's coming up with his family, okay. and he's like, "I really want to. I'm going to try to get down there Friday so we can hang." Have him give me a call. I'll teach you some pointers. Yeah, yeah. Give him some tips. <laughs> Doc needs to write a. Oh, I think oh. we're supposed to go drinking Friday night with Palmer, and then they, do, they go do the signing Saturday. I'm in. Doc needs to write an article for Zymergy about how you know everyone's. Oh, I want to oh. include my my significant other. My no, brief, f that. I think it's a beautiful thing. How to ditch. That whore and so get you on with go, your life. Yes, so yeah. you can so you can hang out with your friends and Ditch drink. That whore. You just yeah. called a lot of wives whores. Not not a good thing, JP. <laughs> I didn't mean. I meant okay, lesson, lesson number one: Don't call him a whore. <laughs> yeah, that's the first. I'm not writing it. I'm not. You know. <laughs> right. You know what? The, right. That's gonna be the first line in there. First sentence of the article. Well, Don't you're writing him. it. You do whatever you want. I mean, you know, well, however you roll. Like the title roll. of the article: Ditch that whore. Don't right? call him a whore. Don't call him a whore. Dressel Brew. What's happening, brother? Hey, how's it going? It's good. Uh, it's fine. I, yeah, I just want to be the first one to be called pissed off about uh, McDowell's beer. Yeah. Oh. This year's long shot. I mean, I've, I, I, I got to give him credit for being true to his beer, but, you know, I am was really looking forward to drinking it this year. Yeah. Well, well, come on on. I'll give you a bottle. There you go. That's a nice offer. Oh. Where are you yeah, from, so- Dressel? I always forget. I'm over in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, right now. Oh, so it's yeah. kind yeah, of the other coast. I hear you. It's That's a little. A trip there. It's kind of a yeah. It's a bit of a commute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know it is a bummer, McDowell. Everyone's Maybe, bummed. Maybe uh, well, Plenty Elder might come out uh, in more regional. You know, kind of bigger distribution between now and then too. Look at Mike really? trying to. You know, look at him wait trying another to find year. Yeah, sunshine. I want you to get the hops, man. It's great beer. I have to tell you that. But, well, the thing is, it's all about the hops, and if you yeah. can't get the hops, they're supposed to be all about. What's it all about? Yeah, it's, not, it's, just, it's nothing. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> put that in your article, too. I can do that. Nothing about this, too. You just need me a sit on. Roof and me. I don't sound like that, do I? No, that was Doc, not you. Uh, I know. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> no, you sound you sound like you're from North Carolina. Good or bad, I, I don't know. Uh and then, and then, uh, all right. Hey, thanks, brother. All right, thanks. Later. Later. It, we're angry too. Yeah. Uh, Gucci's telling me I have to take a break. So, uh, and he's, <laughs> and he's you know right. What? Doc's telling you you got to take. A he's break. the remote director. Uh, we're not done uh, by any means. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we gotta, uh, we gotta do JP's game, which we're gonna need callers for. He's a new got game. A game. We gotta talk about a new magazine, and, and we my gotta try beers. IPA. And we gotta talk about, we got a lot to do. Uh, hang in there, kids. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Oh. 
Valley Brewing Company is Stockton's premier microbrewery and family restaurant in the heart of Stockton, California, just off the Miracle Mile. Brewmaster Steve Altamari crafts a full array of award-winning ales and specialty beers from their classic English Mild London Tavern Ale to their Abbey Quadruple Decadence 12, and everything in between. And the best part is, Valley Brewing will soon be distributing their handcrafted beers so you don't have to visit California to try them. Check your local retailer in the coming months for fresh arrivals from California's Central Valley and get a taste of one of California's oldest brewing traditions. To find out more about Valley Brewing's historic past, their selection of beers, or family-friendly restaurant, visit them online at valleybrew.com or come on by and sample the beer at 157 West Adams Street in Stockton, California. Valley Brewing Company. With honesty and integrity, they offer great beer and a fun family atmosphere that you're going to love. What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer! Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer! I could kiss and hug it. Beer! But I'd rather chug it. Beer! But my belly up here. Beer! I could not refuse it. I could really use a beer. Beer! 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 I can't remember how much I have had. I drank a 12-pack with my dad. <laughs> That's my son, the drunken, manly stud. I'm proud to be his bud. Here, have some pretzels. No, I'll call it quits. Those things give me the schlitz. <laughs> Drink with your family. Drink it with your friends. Drink till you're fat. Stomach distends. Beer is liquid bread. It's good for you. We like to drink till we spew. We sing once more. What is the malted liquor? What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I can kiss and hug it. Beer. But I'd rather chug it. Got my belly out to here. Golly, I adore it. Beer. Come on, damn it, pour it. Do it for me. Brew it for me. Feed it to me. Speed it to me. Beer. The most wonderful drink in the world. Hooray! Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
Brewcaster. The Brewcaster on the Brewing Network. Trying to get it back together. And by we, I mean me and Doc. Oh, yeah. Come on! Come on! Go ahead and open that, Chad. So we got some other beer to taste. Zymer just sent us some beer. We got to do that. Uh, we got to talk about this magazine. We got to play JP's new game. Don't ask me why we have to do that, but we have to. Um, got to talk about my funny picture. Do you have to? T- oh, I was gonna try to scan that in. Oh no! Oh, you don't want it out there. They're gonna ask for that. Yeah, after well, we talked about. You it. know they're gonna. Yeah, Doc gave me this this old what's circa what? Eighty one, probably. Yeah, it was my this... aunt's second wedding. All I... my cousins are there. My brothers are there in this big picture. My sister's there. It looks like a, a BG reunion. It really does. Like it's I could like see the brothers and the cousins. Uh, I know one of Doc's brothers, Big Tim, uh, not so big in this uh, particular photograph. Dave's been in the studio. Uh, Oh, Dave was the one who was up here. That's right. Yeah, Um, yeah. and then Doc Uh. has got... I'm trying to picture the guy who has that hair from Uh. this... uh, (laughs) Leaf Garrett. Yes, yes, he's got (laughs) Leaf Garrett hair. That's the guy. Yeah, Yeah, Doc knows the picture. Was yeah. he like? Was he your hero then, or something? I got more chicks than me. Well, yeah, barely. Yeah. Barely. Doc barely. has got. Uh, you've all <laughs> seen. You've seen the mustache in the forum. He's got the mustache, but then he's got the Leaf Garrett hair, which uh, is ch- <laughs> <laughs> it's changed. <laughs> it's just awesome. Um, and we were kind of playing like guess who Doc is in the thing. That'd be good. Which is a no brainer. Yeah. Well, because we've seen Doc. It took me a little while. I had to really. No, look I, Justin a, was actually looking at it for a while. Going, are you in here? Yeah, oh, <laughs> I saw it right away. I went through everybody on the bottom, went through the top, like that's Doc. Really? Yeah. All right, you can scan it if you want. All right, I try to get it done. Um, we should, yeah, we should post it in the forum. I could already hear the photo. See, see the Photoshop crap. Oh man! Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's ripe for that. It, it, yeah. the, the picture kind of looks like um, uh, Lonely Hearts Club Band. So. <laughs> The swift gust of wind, you're going to be taken off, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, that's that was the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were still wearing diapers back then. Uh, 81? No, I wore, uh, that was, I was that wearing was short pants. Pivo. Can yeah. I sing along with that? Because I know the words. <laughs> this one was for Doc. Oh, I've got a picture of Leaf Garrett on my computer right now, and it does look just like Doc. <laughs> except that Leaf didn't have the mustache. Now, let me scan it. I'll see if I can get late. this posted late. for you guys. Back then it was Leaf, right? now it's Leaf. I still look like the beaches. But I've kicked my heroin habit. They, they cranked this. McDole yeah. is in a groove right now. He remembered. You like late? McDole loves it. He seems like it's a good. Uh, Does he live yeah. in Sacramento? Bebo likes it. Very good. He went through like a big drug thing too, didn't he? They all yeah, did. If your name is Leaf. Everybody who's successful does that. That's why I've been dying to be successful for so long. I want to go through my drug thing. Get the good drugs. You know, I want to have to go to rehab. I want Doc to have to come pick me up out of a gutter. Yeah. You know, I'll, somewhere. You know what, when you hit bottom, you call me, baby. Oh, fuck yeah. I want Doc, I'll show you what bottom is. I want Doc to have to peel the hookers off of me. And uh, <laughs> Come on, come on. It's time to go. Slap you around. 
Yeah. Time to go home. Just dying for that kind of success. You know what I'm saying? JP, with I see a B uh, movie in the happening. Look on his face. Um, oh yeah, do I have somebody on hold? Who do I have, Bevo? You don't know. It's your mother. I forgot. I told you a long time ago. Sounds like they're breathing heavily into the telephone. Oh, look. Hey, caller, who are we talking to? Yo, Justin, Matt Town. Hey, Matt Town, yeah, what's yeah. happening? Oh, oh, is this our potential drunk of yeah. the week? Uh, yeah, I'm calling in to represent drunk of the week. Where, where, you, where are you calling from? Yeah, the floor. Uh, calling from Madison, Wisconsin, the Madison. Oh, town, okay. you know? Let's hear your resume. What are you yeah. going? What, what have you had happen tonight? Uh, oh, more than more than I could even count, man. Well, look at the oh. empties. Yeah. Uh, look at the empties. I can testify. Oh shit. Well, your wife's oh, talking to you. You can't be right. that drunk. Hey, Matt Town, <laughs> no uh, just just pass the phone over, will you, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's drinking uh, the New Glarus Belgian Red. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, Matt Town, pass the phone. Hey, hey Matt Town, you know, pass the phone uh, over. The, the I'm angry. First, uh, all right, I'll pass it over. Thank we need you. to verify your drunkenness. Yeah. Hello? Hi. Hello. Hey. Uh, Hi. Hey, what's your name? I'm Katiana. Oh. oh, I'm Matt Town's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, nice. Still, you're our friend too. Oh, it's <laughs> a name. It's a sexy name. I want to point out, for one, Bevo has an excellent point, and two, I think this is bullshit. He's hired. <laughs> this is his mother on the telephone. He's <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Hey, tell them that you're Katiana and that you're my, you're my girlfriend. <laughs> this is me. Yeah, really is. Well, I don't okay. think Matt Town's girlfriend will speak Spanish. So if you want to speak Spanish, we can speak Spanish. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mom, wants to speak Russian. Really? Look at Madtown go with his Spanish, Katiana. Russian? I am from Nicaragua. Nicaragua. I speak Russian. Uh, I have a Russian name. You've been to Lake Titicaca? No, I'm from Managua. In Nicaragua? Yeah. Is, is that where Lake Titicaca is? Isn't that in like uh, in the Madagascar no. or something? I don't know. It's on Beavis and Butthead. No. That's all I know. Oh, I see. <laughs> Anyway, so he's giving me shit for drinking New Glarus Golden Red. No, oh, no, that's, that's a great that's beer. That's a great beer. I was, You're lucky. Say, I was just saying how angry I was because I can't get any. And but yet yeah, he's, brewing, he's drinking the one brewing the mead, so and he's making fun of me. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no! Just wow. smack, him, smack him in he the. He does bowl. sound like he might be drunk. Uh, Katiana just called Madtown a pussy. By yeah, the way, that was a burn. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works for me. So yeah. here's the here's the question at hand, Katiana, because yeah. he's calling in for drunk of the week. Uh, so yeah. uh, what do you think? Does he qualify? Has he really been drinking that much uh, alcohol? Yeah, enough that I'm annoyed because I've been waiting for <laughs> oh, four yeah. hours right now to help me to have yeah. him help me troubleshoot my with my computer, but he's just too drunk to do so. <laughs> oh, so yeah, don't no let use him touch whatsoever. That yeah. So yeah. Did, early on. Did did you know he was questing for this, you know, honor? Yeah, like, did he say, hey, tonight I'm going for Drunk of the Week? No, I just heard something about him, like, being too drunk. I mean, his friend called, and he just somehow accidentally hung up. Like, he almost broke one of his things. I don't know. I'm, I I would say he's pretty drunk right now. Yeah. He had a hard time dialing in. I kind of had to help him out. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you had to, did you we have We can to, all relate to that. Actually, this could be the, the, the deciding factor. Did yeah. you have to dial the phone for him? Um, no. Mm. He, he just, like, basically at first he couldn't do it because his phone was completely out of batteries and yeah. it took him a while to realize that, so I had to kind of <laughs> open up the phone and, you know, yeah. tell him are you sure? Are you dialing the correct phone number? Because he's right. like, it's telling me the battery's low. I don't know. <laughs> I would say he had a it wasn't easy, you're saying. time. He was pretty drunk. You have to get other batteries from other places. Yes. It is beeping, so I guess it's private. he was kind of right. 
I'm looking at Katiana's picture right now on uh, MySpace. My picture? On her MySpace, yeah. MySpace. Yeah, she's uh, she's a looker. She's, she's a, a cutie. Yeah, he's he's doing all right. Okay, so the ooze were well worth it. Well, all right, I'll tell you what. Based on the testimony that says um, he I didn't he, like he couldn't open yeah, his phone and he thought it was dying. I'm inclined that, and then he's got a hot girlfriend. I'm inclined to uh, dethrone Bug Eater right now. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Well, he no. needed help dialing the phone. Hang so on. If Katian is I think cool, Colin, and he cool was enough nominated. to hang on. This up. He was hang also on. nominated by right. somebody else. Right, right. He's right, got right. a lot of credibility. Yeah, that's right. Two, that's two people. He tries. Let's you know, if it counts for anything, he drinks a lot. More than anything. <laughs> more than I could ever Wait, so he's, do. So he's drunk but of the year, no, you're saying. No, but listen, listen. Not on a general basis. I think it's hanging out with you guys that get Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, you're, you're probably so not wrong. I would wrong. say that you guys are a bad influence. I don't know. Oh, if or, or, a, or a good influence. Mm. It depends yeah. on how you look well, at it. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you what. You just have to meet us and find out. Yeah. We're only an influence. Whether you take it good or I bad, like that's, right. that's your problem. Yeah. I like how JP not only has those we'll nice events, but he puts his naughty week. voice on. I, like that. <laughs> I say we give it to Katiana. Oh, you think she's drunk yeah, of the week? She's so week. straight. What have you been drinking, Katiana? Belgian Red from New Glarus. And how much of it? Two bombers. I'm sorry. He he's talking to me right now, and I'm having a hard time. Tell him to shut up. Tell him you're on the radio. Don't listen to him. You don't listen to him anyway. He forgot what you're doing on the phone. Probably not. Probably. She's drinking. She's she uh, she sounds a little loaded. A bunch of very eager dudes Um, right now. She's putting up with with. I only have one tomorrow. I'll be okay. It, I think I, I think I think we should. It, I think it. Plus, it pissed Matt. I think off. we're going to delay. We are going to uh, suspend judgment for the moment. We're going to put all three of them in the running. Right now, it's Madtown, Bug Eater, and Katiana are yeah. all in the running for Drunk of the Week. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and well, all I know is that he's requesting for more Midwest Brewmaster guests. That's all uh, I'm saying. Give us some suggestions. We, we have to yeah. represent. Okay. Oh, yeah. Email Chad. Yeah. All right. Tell him to email Chad who he wants on the show, and, yeah. and that'll be fine. Right. It'll work email out. Email Chad, okay. And then tell him while he's at it to email us pictures of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll switch my profile to pl- public. <laughs> yeah, put that on public, wait, because yeah, yeah. I, try- I was trying to have Bebo click on your... Uh... Well, when he troubleshoots my computer, I'll be able to do that, but I can't get on Yeah. Got, on yeah. Well, he's troubleshooting you, all right. Well, tell him he's not getting uh, drunk of the week. You know what I think we need to do? There we go. Kathy, when I get home, lunch meat will add you as a friend on MySpace. Ah, okay, yeah. I will approve. <laughs> All right. All right, cheers. Thank you for the phone call. Okay. Bye, you two. Good Have luck. A, uh, we'll, we'll let you know by Wait, the end of the show. Wait, do you want to talk no. again to Matt Town? No, 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 we got his resume. I don't see what call the back point in. is. He, he's already in. Just listen, and we'll tell you who won. Okay, All we'll right. listen. So just you. JP, you got lunch meat space? Uh... No, cool. there's no. That was a lie. That was a lie. And you know what? You better pull that up and, uh, and make some lunch meat space. Yeah, <laughs> lunch meat space. Uh, it's amazing how a bunch of dudes uh. turn so friggin' eager within a matter of seconds when there's a foreigner on the telephone. Uh. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh. women talking to us. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, what did I have to do? <laughs> oh, uh, you want to do the magazine? Yeah. While we, all right, I need a caller for JP's new game. Right there. We could take that person if it works. Uh, that's a and guy. while we're waiting to set that up, uh, Doc and I want to talk about this new magazine that's out because, and and I want Doc to chime in here. But the the thing yeah. is, is that I saw the ma- this magazine. It's called Beer, right? Like that's it. It's just beer, beer, beer. And I saw it at the GABF. Um, 
And I didn't read any. I just kind of browsed through it, and I kind of thought it's like the hustler of beer magazines, which, by the way, is not a negative comment uh, by in, any means, in any way, shape, or form. Like it's full of chicks in bikinis. Well, let, let me know. Let, well, me, let me tell you how I ran across it. I was in Southern California. Yeah. Uh, we were going through the, you know, Safeway or whatever's down there, and uh, picking out stuff, and uh, I saw a magazine I haven't seen before, and I look. It looked like a one of those beer. Consumer magazines to teach, uh, you know, yuppies about beer. <laughs> and yeah, I really hate those. Yeah, those suck. Uh, and so, you know, okay, so I look into it and I just flip through a couple of pages. And I go, oh, shit, I'm going to buy this. And <laughs> of course you did. It's full the of soft porn. Is that what you, what, no, uh, no, I, I actually really didn't notice a lot of that. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. that's cool. It enhances it great. You but, saw it for its technical value. Uh, there, it has so <laughs> many different things in there. I couldn't put it down. I was reading this for over right. three days. Are you telling me that uh, the articles are the? Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. So how would you? What would you? What, what kind of articles were they? Oh, it's got a lot of things in there. Uh, they teach you how to open beers seven different ways without an opener. Uh, they go through, uh-huh. um, uh, what's the softest toilet paper? They have oh, a, uh, oh yeah, that's good. They have a whole bunch sure, of that. Sure, sure. Yeah, we got, uh, yeah, those, the all the beer out. gives us hemorrhoids. They, right they actually had a brew tasting of, um, the, the blue collar beers. You want me uh, to read you the table of contents? They were serious yeah. about evaluating these, uh, oh, oh, yeah, this is very serious. Really? Yeah. Wow. They've got a, a beer events calendar. Uh, did you look through the the calendar? Yes. Is it yeah. pretty uh, yeah. elaborate? Mm-hmm. Do they include any craft stuff, or is it pretty much? Oh no, they have, they, have, they have a whole. They actually they had a section on uh, tasting and rating craft brews. Oh, stuff so it too. doesn't assume that it's like just for like the factory. No, and beers. they had, they had two sections. One section, so you want a homebrew, and they tell you about how to do it. Yeah, there's a homebrew segment, uh, and then another. One, what do you need for home brewing? A different segment, and they, wow. they, they and any help you need. And one of the help uh, thing was uh, they plugged us, which was kind of yeah, cool. Sounds great. So um, wait, I, wait, 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 back up. Are you saying that we were mentioned in the magazine? Yes, uh, page 64. This 65. is the best new magazine in beer <laughs> yeah. that has come out. In, where? I'm reading through the homebrew segment. What do they say about us? Uh, they, if you need help, uh, there's a lot of ways to get it. And one of the, one of the better ways is uh, um, on the Internet or podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, us and uh, uh, that other guy. Oh, they mention others too? Yeah, Jamil. Yeah. Oh, no, here, oh, I'm reading. no, actually, it mentioned the Sunday session. Yeah, and oh, uh, Brewing Network Sunday session and Basic Brewing basic Radio. Brewing. I'm okay with them mentioning Basic Brewing Radio. Oh, we're oh, we're sure. first. with us. At least we're mentioned. Yeah, yeah we were totally mentioned first. Uh, so um, I emailed Derek and told him what I thought of the magazine, and they're already working on the the next. Uh, are, it's, are a, we, it's a bi-monthly. Are we going to be in the next one too? <laughs> I, I didn't ask. In a, actually, I, 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 they contacted me. I have to call them back. It's my fault. I haven't got. Well, yeah, I maybe was, uh, I we could get the same deal that we got with Draft Magazine. I, I thought that they, they put so many cool things. <laughs> what into deal this. was that? Well, you had a deal on your on the website with you. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, got yeah, Draft Magazine and an introductory offer. Yeah. Oh, you mean that deal where all the listeners got a great deal? Yeah, exactly. Did, uh, I, these su- guys, uh, I subscribed already. Right off, you're ready to go. I, I, I thought you're on board. Yeah, I just I. I'm wondering, you know, they put so many cool things into the first uh, draft here, the first yeah. edition. I hope they didn't blow their wire. <laughs> You're right. Next one's going to be like 10 pages. Like uh, but, you know, the article says, in addition to these more traditional sources of knowledge, oh. homebrewers have embraced technology like the Internet and podcasting, making an endless library of resources available, all presented in user-friendly formats. Podcast, and by the way, we are not necessarily a podcast 
We put out a podcast. We are a live broadcast. Thank you, JP. That puts up our recordings online. Podcasts like the Brewing Network's Sunday Session and Basic Brewing Radio, to name a few, are filled with educational information from pro brewers, industry experts, and fellow home brewers. The content is presented in a fun manner. Well, that's only on one program, isn't it? And typically <laughs> with a nice here. pint of home-brewed beer. Well, I guess everybody has that. But the fun part, you only find that here. Yes. And the podcast part, you know, I don't know. know. You guys are a podcast? No. (laughs) We put out a podcast. Right. Anyway, I'm, I'm being hung up on the details. The point here is there's a bunch of naked chicks... In the magazine, and they they're apparently not that have, naked, but and they have no, they're, it's they're good that they're there. They're, no, they're no, tastefully no. clad, right? <laughs> oh, and you know what else, JP? What? 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 They, they got a lot of more beer. They stuff got a lot here. of more beer stuff in oh, here. Oh yeah, too. I saw that. Did you see that? All the more beer buckets yeah. uh, posted uh-huh. in there. So, but it's got a lot of different uh. things all over the place, and, and it's like, oh, I didn't read that. I want to read this. And yeah, there you go. I gotta say, this is the first time that Doc has come in to me without me like soliciting his review, and has said, "You gotta check this magazine. It's really good." Yeah, you must like it. I really, I really like this one. Really. All right, are you leaving this with me so I can read it? <laughs> and give it back to you with sticky pages? <laughs> uh, I think you said no. Uh, yeah, you can have that. Oh, well, well yeah. I'll see, you know, I'll try to look through it. And, I, I read uh, every inch of it. I'll see if I concur with you. Have you been, have, has this been on your shitter all week long? Uh, no. We're good. All right. Uh, I think it's just some pages stuck together. There. I just had to drop the no, thing, no, no, thinking about no how you've been sticky reading pages. All right. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll read through it this week. I'll see if I concur with the doc. I, I already I, like that. Oh, you know, I licked that page. <laughs> I don't mind if you lick it. I just don't want to know, know that why it was you do that. on your lap while you were dropping a deuce all week long. I hate thinking about that. That kind of freaks me out. All right, I think we got a caller oh. for our JP, our new game, game. from JP. It's Are you all game. looking at pictures of Katiana over there? Is that what all yes. the commotion's about? How are they? They're nice. She's cute. Look at Bevo in that. Even Bevo thinks so. Good job, Madtown. They got her dressed in like a Catholic schoolgirl outfit with a cigarette in her mouth. Yeah, I love children. No, no, nothing like that. All right, keep them open. All right. Okay, hold on. I close them. I need to go back. What are we talking about? Don't ever close the pictures. All right. Oh, I lost them. A caller. Who are we talking to? This is no remorse once again. No remorse. Oh, All right. I'm not trying to be Gucci this time. I buddy. Or Doc. All right. So <laughs> you want to play the new JP game? I have no idea what the game is. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, yeah. he That's never... pretty much a yes or no question. But yeah. yeah, you get a low expectation, right? Can I can I give a pretext for this? Uh, no. Say no. <laughs> uh, no, no, there's still. No, yeah, go ahead. We said the rules. A, I drink a dogfish head 120 minute IPA. Okay. And a couple lost abbeys, so. Oh. Nice. Right, so you're ready good to right go. Now. All right, good. That's well, right. that's. We're those, good too. Those people are usually highly qualified qualified <laughs> to play uh, JP's game. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay, um, JP, uh, you know, his last last game, every, oh, everyone, yeah. w- it was a big hit. I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in the Suck history balls. of radio. Was it the number game? It was the number yeah, it was game. The number Thank game. you, people. Yes, yeah. the number. <laughs> It was the number I'm thinking. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the listeners love it. I, I do that with my kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I just thought it was the most awful piece of radio we've ever done. Well, I disagree. That's and, your opinion. And man. so did the listeners. They disagreed as well. Well, that's Suck their opinion, JP. too. Uh, okay. So, JP, why don't you please describe to us uh, this week's game? In a simplistic okay. form. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, let's see. It's not there. Okay. You got it there. So you know the game. Uh, some people. Ca- it's some people have different names for it. it it's um, I lost my. Th- uh, oh yeah, it's um, Rochambeau or like rock paper scissors. Yeah. Yes. All right, rock paper scissors. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, like you know the game. You guys are all familiar. Sure. That. Yeah. 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 So you've developed that for the beer show. That that yeah that's that's the game. So how would it go? Okay. What do you, what so rock paper scissors is the game. Or Rochambeau. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Okay. I think maybe in the future we can pick a new name for it too, if we want, like a BN-centric name. But yeah, essentially, yeah. But none of the like none of the rules or anything else is different. No, no. no. It's Am just, I getting kicked on the nuts? It's just rock paper scissors. So how how would like a contestant? Uh, yeah. So specify rock. because that's kind of a visual game. Yeah. Uh, what are we yeah. What are we doing here? I, you should probably go one, two, three, and you yell out rock paper scissors. What, how did you plan to do it? Um, well, I, I kind of figured um, that that we would just you know go and and I would say uh, what I have what I threw just to be uh, fair about it so everyone does you know because people thought on the number game I was cheating. Well, and you're the whatever. only one we can see. You're so the we only can one we can see. see. Yours. Yeah, so I figured uh, you guys won't you guys will know that I'm not cheating. Sure, we'll test that. Why, so then why I'll, don't we know that? So then I'll say it, and I'll, you know, the, in the rock, or, you know, the paper, or whatever it is. And then uh, <laughs> and then the caller would say yeah. what they have. Uh-huh, after you've uh, said e- what you have. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, to yeah. To be fair. Can, yeah. we, can we put in the screwdriver? So, let's try, let's try, <laughs> let's try a test run with no remorse. Uh, what are Jay- my options here? Rock, paper, Well, what if, uh, rock, paper, scissors. What, are, what are we playing for here? And uh, Jay- well, this a is drink? just a, let's do a practice, all right, all right. uh, and right. JP, go ahead. What, what okay. are you throwing? JP's okay. shitty game part two. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give a chance. He's thrown, uh, okay, no remorse. He's, a th- paper. he's thrown paper. All right. What are you gonna throw? I actually had rock. That's bad, right? Yeah, yeah, you lost. That's an honest I like, dude. I like how No Remorse is full on Brewer's Code because I'm thinking you can totally cheat. Yeah, I uh, could have. Wait, there's no what? cheating. Why would you? What, what do you kind mean of rock you could have cheated? How would that be fun? Well, no, if, if I just uh, hung up on No Remorse for being a dumbass. There's <laughs> Brewer's Code and there's being a dumbass. <laughs> dude, and yeah, uh, you just had it won. All you had to do was say scissors. Uh, if JP's gonna throw out a stupid game <laughs> oh, like Rochambeau, you know the least you could do no remorse is uh, beat his ass as he hands you <laughs> the win. I thought about this because the last one you said the same thing. Oh, you had two wins. And then, 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 then. Yeah. So I thought about this. But then you thought of Rochambeau on the radio. Who yeah. doesn't know Rochambeau? On the radio? I at least like well, a, you know, what, what came of the days of rock and roll lullaby. That was that was, you, that, that was awesome. Was, that was good, JP. That was a good game, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Although, I, in JP's defense, nobody liked that game except for me and you, Doc. I know. Everyone liked the numbers game. <laughs> they didn't like the... Uh, How about the yes or no Let's game? play again. No remorse. Didn't I just hang up on you? You totally hung up on me, dude. Yeah, because you're a dumbass. <laughs> The guy, the guy handed you a win, and you, uh, you look. Brewer's code is one thing, man. Right. But this, I didn't want to cheat. 
Hey, you know no, what? It's hey, great. I'm and sorry. I, I'm, I'm with him. I wouldn't. I would not have cheated. So why don't we go? It's like that. golf. You know, what's the upside of cheating? You know, it's like all right. You know what? I'm gonna cheat from now on. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right yeah, yeah. Let's play again then. Okay, yeah. we'll play again. Now we can see what JP puts up. So you tell us first. Yeah, you go first. And no. we can see what JP puts up. Now I think you guys are totally gonna cheat against me now. Now I think we go. Now I think we go with Doc's rules that say we go one, two, three, and then you both call what you throw. Well, okay. he shows, and the yeah. caller calls. Yeah, so I don't say anything. Okay, right. just the caller calls, oh, but right. I'll show you. I'll whip it right. out for you guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is such this. I don't know which is stupider. <laughs> I can't figure out if the number. I think it's which is more. I think this one. More I think this one is more stupider. One, two, three. I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, more, that's how stupid it is. That it's more, more stupider than you. Okay. Than I'm the, still, I'm still open here. This game. might work. I'll see. You. No, I think this I'm is good. This will work now. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't call. You just. I you know. just no, no, throw. Just play along here. I don't like that you guys are changing my game. <laughs> just the way. But just the, the way. way it's, uh, the other way. It's. Uh, I mean, had the guy not been a total honest douche, uh, you'd have gotten beaten every single time. You just call me an honest douche. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a good birthday. thing. It's like a backside. Yeah, your mother would I'm like sorry. that. Happy yeah. birthday, honest douche. I. Oh <laughs> Or the honest dude. Well, no, he couldn't have. He, no, he couldn't have cheated because I would go first and then he goes. We don't go at the same time. Excuse I would have gone first and then we're he would have gone first. We're wasting game time. Yeah, we are. Let's. Now we're now we're doing docs rules. Right? Game we're time. Altering it. You okay. On, on three, uh, you have to I signal spy, JP spy. and no okay. remorse. You have to call it. Okay. Okay. Ready? I'll do this. And it's on three. It's not one, two, three, and it's on three. I don't think it's Got gonna me? work. A one, one, two, three. Scissors. Says there's the it's, it's, oh, it's, it's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. And it's best uh, two out of three. Is that what we're yeah, playing for here? Yeah, best two out of three. All right. One, two. Or can we change that? Call. Paper. Oh, oh man. Paper. paper again. Tie. Tie. Another tie again. One. All right. Ready. One, two, three. Scissors. Oh. oh no! I knew he won. No I knew he got him. Scissors. You got him. You got him. He had paper. He showed paper. Yeah. No remorse wins. I know uh, we go back to scissors. That's I don't have anything to, to give do. you though. Um, I take back that you're a well, douche uh, comment. Uh, JP has to take a big drink. No, I think. JP, what do I win? Finish your beer. <laughs> what do you win? Thanks for saying happy birthday to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JP has to uh, take take a larger one than that. JP, don't be a pussy. Uh, the guy just that, he beat so, you. Yeah. He beat you fair and square at your own stupid drink game. Drink some of the Zymergy beer. That'll be penalty enough. <laughs> yeah, we got Zymergy's beer. He sent into us. Uh, he sent us all in beer uh, named after each one of us. And Chad, mine is yeah. Justin's Carpet Free Porter. Chad decided to open mine without asking me, but here's mine. Now, Jay, now Jay, we got another bottle it. there, tough guy. JP, don't be pissed off that you we have drink stupid them on the games. I still love JP's you, JP. skin yeah, skin you, suit stout is yeah. what you're drinking over there. How is it? Is that, what, is that what you were chugging already? Yeah. Oh, I see. It's, it's good. A, it's not a chuggable beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, definitely not. Thank a, you, Zymer. Thanks for playing No Remorse. Beer. I appreciate it. Super. Hey, happy birthday, man. Yeah, happy birthday. Right, What's thanks. that first beer? He's all upset. How old is that guy? I don't know, but he's upset. Yeah. Hey. Well, you, I thought it was a good game. If you can't handle being called a douche, don't call my program. That's uh, just it's all in love. You know what I mean? Like, if JP couldn't handle being called a douche. Yeah. Hey, everybody you just gets call me a thrown under the bus. Regardless, you s- I wouldn't call anybody a douche. Right. And you know, pretty much, if you don't get thrown under the bus, we haven't seen you yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this program, the beer talks. Yes. yes.
Uh, uh, you don't want to play the game again? Oh, cool. Just want to play Life Garrett. Life. Garrett. Life. Garrett is life. Yeah. Life. Everything else is details. We had other things to get to, too, didn't we? Uh, no, it, was just, it was the beer. I have two things for you to get to okay, right uh, now. Can we talk about the Scooter's beer yet? Ah, thank you, McDole. Yeah. Hey, uh, Shat, you're doing a fantastic job as producer. Thanks, McDole. Promptly. Oh. <laughs> Now, Chad is going to be very offended by the Michael's comment. I mean, right now, JP, I would be on your side for yelling at Chad for being a total fucking lazy douche. A lot of fucking feelings in this room. Excuse me. Chad, I think you're doing a good job right now. He's lazy 10% of 90%. 90% is good. What? I'll just jump on him for that 10% of being lazy. What? Justin and Bo Vister. You made me a bit gone. Roofing me. Yeah, he's okay. I'm good. Sober, <coughs> Chad. You're still not moving your ass. Get beer for everybody. No, we got beer. He just should have remembered the the schooners thing. I thought we were going to taste all the beer. We all of no it? Beer. No. Well, no. the schooners beer. That's what I thought the bit they was. Have a kind beer. Your skin suits. Skin oh, suits. Well, <laughs> all right, uh, we're getting out of here soon. Dressel Brew, you're on the line. What's happening? Dressel? Hey, who got drunk of the week? Did we're not sure yet. Uh, yeah, we we haven't decided yet. We're not done, so. Uh, uh, bug eater, he 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 might get it. Really? Yeah, no, I'm thinking. Um, although you're sounding pretty good right now. Just the gets helmet on the short bus of the week. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're still figuring that out. All right, I just want to know. All right, hang in there. Hang in. Keep all right, listening. All right. Stay tuned. Later. Right. Nice try. Now get any more beer. <laughs> So Schooners, uh, they've been on the show before right. and uh, always winning awards with their beer, too. They make great beer and uh, cool people. They're out in Antioch, which yeah. is kind of cool because uh, uh, nobody's out in Antioch. I mean, uh, except for a bunch of commuters who buy, like, uh, houses out there because you can get a, <laughs> It's the only place in California that you can get a house you could actually live uh, in. Right. In for a year of, before it's repossessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, it's like the home of default mortgages. Yes, it is. Yeah, but you know what I hate about places like that? Get a new house for a year, no money down. It's nothing but strip malls and fast food joints, like because they just—that's what runs in there first. It's well because they make up for the population that's like booming out there, and all they do is they just—it's strip malls, and you know, uh, the thing about the West Coast that sucks in general is that there's nothing here that's older than like 20 years, so everything looks the same. It's all made out of stucco. It's freaking disgusting in general when you get to the strip. Natural stucco. So here you have this in in the middle of uh, this uh, sea of strip malls and stucco. You got this little gem in Schooners where they're making some handcrafted beer and a little bit of tradition involved and good food. Kind of cool. And now they're doing this really awesome thing. Long story. Let me get to the point. Uh, You can go buy corny kegs from them right now. Um, uh, Well, five five gallon kegs. They're not corny. They're sankies. You can go there. Grab a keg, a five-gallon keg to bring home with you yeah. for thirty-seven fifty. Yeah. What? You go to the brewery, you pay them thirty-seven and fifty, and you, you come home with five gallons of beer. Yeah. Wow. Forty, pi- 40 pints for thirty-seven. How badass is that deal? That's a great deal. It's cheaper than home brewing. And who brought it's us half the price? Who brought of every us other. that? McDowell, uh, McDowell. Thank you. So he went out this week uh, yeah. and uh, and picked it up. 
Right. And, uh, We're drinking it here. Yeah, somewhere. If, if and they I, offer that in all if, their, all their if beers? If by we you mean yourself, McDole, yes, Everything from IP on yeah. down, yeah. <laughs> uh, double IP, I don't know. So. See, now, now McDole, how did you get that beer? Did you have a producer get it for you, or, or what? No, I went over there and did it myself. Oh, my Should God. I didn't call ahead? No, Be- but they do like you to call ahead. Bebo's yeah. got to pee. She'll be leaving the show for a few minutes. All right. Oh, right. you know I'm going to punch you in the gut. Uh, just number one, Bebo, right? okay? We don't want number twos in it. She's running on her tiptoes. Yeah, don't... Uh, light a candle if you have to. Hey, <laughs> I got Branson on the line. He wants to yell at Shat. Branson, like what's happening, brother? Hey, don't much, man. Branson. We're finishing up uh, the last two beers of the Seven Batch Brew Day today. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. Wait a minute. No, oh. oh, no, no. Wait a minute. Give us the details on that. Well, we did all we did all extract beers, and we just started. Well, we uh, sounds like you had a team. Started going back to back, oh, yeah. just brewing like mad. We had two burners set up, and uh, uh, wow. four of us here just brewing like hell. That's wild, man! Wow, call Guinness. So, so we've been drinking all day, and I decided, you know, I should just call up and yell a chat because I had a specially signed B three catalog. From Tasty McDole McShattenstein <laughs> my house. Oh. I still haven't got it. Oh, they're supposed to ship it to you? You well, live in Georgia, right? in the hotel room that night. Hey, you know what? How about if it's oh. Dr. Yeah. McDole McShattenstein? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll sign it. See, I'm oh, trying to get oh, everyone to sign it. Yeah. Oh, and we'll just send the cover, that, though. Uh, Schooner's beer would be nice, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're going to get Palmer to sign that this weekend, and Jay-Z. Oh, oh, sure, Shaq. Come yeah. on. Now. It's coming, baby. Uh, and Shaq, mail. he's going to get Prince to sign it while he's at it. And Leif Garrett. <laughs> oh, nice. And Leif Garrett. And Doc will sit and on Leif it. Leif Garrett. We're going to go for Leif Garrett, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever happened with that first concert? Did you guys ever take your boy out there, Doc? Uh, no, it's coming oh. up. I'm glad that, you, uh, glad that you mentioned that, as a matter of fact. Uh, we're going December 22nd, and... Uh, it's just going to be me and Doc uh, because Sully sullied us. Yes, he did. Oh. Uh, McDole's talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a possibility. Yeah. 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 For so, what show? Uh, we're going to see Van Halen oh. on uh, December 22nd. In fact, in fact, talk came up about buying the Skybox. Yeah, yeah. I could, put, you know, we could uh, oh, subsidize that a little bit on our side. Yeah. Oh man, you guys, you spoil me and the boy. I feel like I'm the boy. <laughs> I feel like I'm your little kid, uh, Doc. How you know what? He's, he's got to have a good first experience. It's his first concert, so yeah. why, you know, uh, mess with the crowd, you know, have your own place. If you guys do the Skybox, I'll Your go. own pisser. Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. I'll yeah. have 16 yeah. tickets yeah. to get away, yeah. get, get yeah. rid of. This 20, this 20 might go pretty quick. We yeah. might have to charge a premium. You yeah. know what's scary about that is, uh, how old is the boy child? Uh, 11. You fill it up with 16 dudes who want to go to a skybox, man. That's I'm nervous for the kid's uh, safety. I mean, uh, that's it's like a, that's where he learns how to drink. Like, come on, like he's never seen hookers before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, what we do is you, you free up a block of tickets, like three, so you can ask some chicks at school. Like yeah. thirteen-year-old chicks, yeah, yeah, like older chicks, <laughs> yeah, like two grades up, like yeah. his teachers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't isn't Stephanie one of his teachers? <laughs> no, but but she uh, won't go anyway. No, Sean's not going. No, he's not going. Yeah. But I, that, he didn't say anything about Stephanie. He said well, he's not going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, they both old together. <laughs> yeah, he pushed out on us. He was like that night. He's like, oh, I'm I'm there. I'm down because it was We're on because it was on the conquer. air, right? Because yeah. yeah. it was on the air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then after he's like, ah, I can't go. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll talk it over tonight. 
All right. Uh, so, uh, hey, good question, Branson. Yes, we are going. Well, we're definitely we're, we're there. And yeah. I'll, I'll make Shat. Uh, Shat, do you know what he's talking You're supposed to ship him something? Uh, yes. All right. Are you going to do that? Yes. Do you yeah. have it? Yes. <laughs> oh, one more thing, Chat. Get JP a beer. I'm tired of hearing him whine. Oh, yeah. Come on. Get, get JP. JP has the beer. Get JP a good beer. Beer or not, he still whines. Beer or not, he still whines. That's why Branson's my friend. Hey, thanks, Branson, and good effort on all the brewing today, man. That's fierce. I don't yeah, think man, we're almost done. I don't think down. I've ever heard anybody do eight beers in a day. Oh. Yeah, or seven even. So they don't live <laughs> through it. Four man team, yeah. two burgers. All right, have a good night, guys. Cheers, brother. Alright. Yeah, I we're going. Oh, love this. Are you you're a big Van Halen fan too, McDonald? I like all rock. Rock. Yeah. Mike I, Mike I, is a fun guy. He just Oh yeah. I, can't, I, I I've uh, been in, I've been in a concert and I'm just like having a good time and I look over and who's walking by and there's McDowell over there. Yeah. What kind of concert was that anyway? Uh that was a, a uh, actually that was a dead concert. Sheila oh, E yeah. reunion tour. Uh, we've been to some widespread concerts. Just betting, yeah. <laughs> that was a big brownie night. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for giving the big one. Hey, well, <laughs> this little guy gets the big brownie. Come on. Oh, he, he warns me later. You know, hey, he's pretty high over there. Well, he only got like half what you got. <laughs> oh, that just makes me want to. He like, gave me the big one. I generally hate covers. It's a badass cover. Is it? Okay. Ben Halen do it. You know, if there was a pole in here, it might make me want to dance on it. You would strip. See, Doc, I told you. How, what am I waiting oh. on? I looked into it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just got to pony up the 300 bucks to get it. Oh, oh fuck. That is that what it is? Yeah, okay. I'm not going to put anything shitty People in People will pony. I thought yeah. that we had said, uh, I thought the listeners actually called in and said, if we donate the money, yeah, will you yeah. put in a poll? Yeah, they'll pay well, the parts. I, no, we I, said, I actually uh, looked into yeah. it. They got some crappy things that, you know. Uh, I just I just like to point out. No, we're, because we're, Eiffel Tower over there yeah. just said she'd be <laughs> dancing on the pole I'd right like now. to point no out. Eiffel Tower going on. I'd like to point out that I have a pole. That you can dance on if you'd like. No, I, I actually I looked into it. We can yeah, have I mean, the, the, the pole, the, the two and a half inch that swivels, uh-huh. and it can be stainless, polished stainless. We can have a brass. Why does, it have, why does it have to swivel? Uh, because they can spin better. It, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, otherwise they get, it chafes. I see. But that would be cool. I love uh, how you looked into the uh, ergonomics oh of stripper poles. Oh, I looked into it a lot. You, you, you set me on a quest. And, and I, so you... Yeah, did you catch that one part? Where it would be stainless steel, not brass? Yeah. That's so appropriate, Stainless isn't steel it? is classier. We all like it stainless is. steel. Yes. It is, but as much as I'm a germaphobe, you kind of like to see oh. the disgustingness on the brass pole because... Oh, no, there will be... No, we, we wipe it down like every mirrors or something. Oh, if, you, if you watch the professionals, the good girls come out and they wipe down their own pole. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. Yes. You know what this? You know what this? This uh, adventure oh, needs pole wipe down. It needs research. So Ooh. we need to go to the strip clubs and interview yeah. the whores. Well, and I think and that they're not whores. They're exotic dancers. They're whores. They're whores. I'm pretty sure that Bevo needs to have some input okay, on Bebo, the type of Okay, Bevo, me and you are going oh. out. We're going to do that. Me and you. We're checking on this. I mean, what diameter would that pool be? I had no idea. Two and a half inches. Somebody, like, try it out. Two and a half. Yeah, I don't know. About, yeah, about uh, two, and two, inch? two and a half. Oh, the stripper pole. You're exaggerating here. And by the way, everybody's microphone is working, so no need to shout over each other. And actually, I was looking for one that I would get... So we could take it out of here and take the Burning Man. Oh, like uh, a portable. If you have a pole, oh, portable they'll pole. be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with portable you. Portable mic? With or you a portable, portable, portable pole. pole, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem very safe. <laughs> 
I'll make it safe, honey. Oh, it's oh, it's safe. John Palmer's on the line. Ooh, Palmer, hey, what's happening, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. Palmer's up here next Saturday at the Beer, Beer, More Beer signing his books. Yo, John. He's also probably testing out his Skype. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he's calling because Skype has had some issues the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's no, work- I was I was just getting ready to take a shower, and I, I heard somebody saying my name, so I thought I'd call you up and see what's up. No. Would you wait till we call your name? It was like an hour call? ago, John. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I, I just heard it. <laughs> well, I had a reboot. You know, what can I say? Ah, I got you. Yeah, no worries. Did uh, call it? Yeah, you're up here. Yeah, we were talking about how you're here Saturday, but we're, what are we? Are we going out to party Friday or what? Yeah, if I can, if I can uh, uh, request, make the appropriate request. All right, hold, hold, hold that thought. Doc, give him a couple pointers right now. He's coming up with the, the whole family's coming. They've only got one car. I'll give you the details. Yeah, right. They've got one car, so he's not sure he can take the car. He would have to leave overnight, and then he wouldn't return again till Saturday night. What would you suggest he should? Uh, Point out the things. Is, look, I'm coming up here for beer. Uh, this is why the only reason we're coming up here. Uh, yeah, I can't write it off unless it's about beer. Uh, uh, they'll come and pick me up. They'll take me there. They'll drop me off. You guys are going to be asleep anyway. Right, and there's room service. And there's room service. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. You'll have the car. You can. No, no I think they're staying at a family's house. Are you oh. staying at a family's house? Yeah, we're at my oh. in laws for yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so nothing. Oh, in laws for take, Then take the car. Yeah, because they're home but, but with the, the family, the right? The main thing is you, you came up here, too. Look, I'm doing this with your family. Yeah. Give me give me Friday night. With I the Brewing Network family. Yeah. That's your angle right, right there. Yeah. I did, I'm did. i doing family yeah. Thursday. And, and family uh, Friday, too. You know, and all day. You'll be with them all day Friday. You don't have to be here till shit, yeah, 8 right. o'clock at night. It's as much as yeah. I like yeah. your parents... I like my beer friends better. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't use that one, John. No, no, or, 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 or the, the, the Trump card is, look, Daddy's famous, <laughs> and they expect me to be there. Yes. There's that, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you could also say, Jamil will be there. Or McDole will be there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Hey, John, i got to put you on hold because there's apparently a chick on the other line. So, oh, uh, well, that's important. Yeah, and she sounds kind of Don't hot. tell your wife. We're, we're right back there. Bevo we'll says, later, Bevo says she's, hang in there. I'm not hanging up on you. Just uh, hang okay. uh, Call her. Who are we talking to? Anna? Oh. Hello? Are you there? Yeah, it's Vanna. Oh, hey. Oh, it's uh, Bad Rocks. Uh, it's Vanna. Nice. It's Vanna number... Unless it's Vanna number two. No, it's Vanna number one. Hey, what's up with the... Rumor has it there's uh, uh, un, there's uh, breasts unveiled pictures of Vanna number two floating around. There is. I, I'm waiting for um, Jamil's book. We have a little deal going on there. I said twice in the forum, I have one that I will give up for is the, this. Yeah, is this an actuality that if the, if a book arrives at your place, that uh, then uh, 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 naked-breasted pictures will arrive at Jamil's place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Send me the address. I, I got have a, one. I have a little pull around here. It's a done deal. <laughs> I'm calling. It's a little pull. I'm, I'm like so going for drunk of a week, so I already missed everything you guys just said. We're gonna have to redo that. <laughs> That's fine. All we're saying is victor. Just just claim victory. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, right. victory. Whatever. Now, do you want to play JP's game? Is that what you're calling for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, All right. Um, can I claim victory too? Yes. For the can. game. Yes, you may. Another hit. Oh, let's just see who keeps. Everyone loves JP's Let's just see who keeps their clothes on here. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, the, do you know the game even? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got so it. So on three, on three, you call out your rock, paper, or scissors, and JP will show us his rock, paper, yeah. or scissors, and then we'll see who wins. Uh, okay. And one, one two, three. two, three. Rock. Oh, he got you. He had paper. I 
covered you. He had paper. And, and but, by, by the way, it's one, two, three, call. Uh, all right. Fine. Uh, one, two, three. It's and do it. It's two out of three, so you're not out. JP's up one. Ready? One, yeah, yeah. two, three. Call. Paper. You got him. Yeah, you got him. It's a tie game. It's a tie game. You're, uh, you're up. Come on. This is the. What, I can't believe we're doing this. It's a sudden it's death. Sudden death. It's just like sudden you know, death. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, he's, he's getting zen. Oh, wait a minute. He's like praying. He better preach. Okay. He's sweating. Okay, he's, he's going scissors. Vanna, are you sweating? He looks like scissors to me. Yeah. Great. Uh, here we go. One, <laughs> two, three. Call. Rock. Oh, it's a tie. 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 This is. This He's still alive. Still alive. Awful radio programming. Yeah, I don't know. One, two, <laughs> three. Call. Scissors. Tie. Oh, still okay. alive. You guys on the uh, scissoring each other on the wavelength. Ready. One, uh-huh. two, three. Call. Rock. Oh. <laughs> Tied again, Tied you again. jerks. Could you please put me out of my misery? Now let's let him think. Let him think a little bit longer this time. Uh, a little ready. bit longer. Think. I, can we? I just got to get through this. Right, this is awful. Right. Oh, here we go. Ready. Uh, one, two, three. Call. Paper. <laughs> Another stupid tie. <laughs> you guys are driving me nuts. See, this I was the problem. This, was like a this is what happened with one, the number game. Two, three, three, where, the, where the first one went so fast, and then it got through like all 999 oh. numbers. One, two, three, call. Paper. Yeah. Hey. JP got you, Vanna. Sorry. I got you too. He had scissors. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do I get drunk of the week then? Uh, no. no. But no. thanks for playing. <laughs> but you're not send, nearly as drunk as Send yeah. me your we've address. Had a, we've had a lot of other drunkards, yeah, and uh, yeah. you're not even close, Vanna. Yeah. Send me your you address. You haven't even tried me yet, thanks though. My playing. husband had to dial the phone. <laughs> All right. Plus. That's step number one. You want to yes. tell us what you've been uh, consuming? Yeah, um, Golden City Brewery, uh, did Good a brewery. private little one for me, and it's a stand-up double IPA. And how many are we talking? Nice. Oh, two one-pint six-fluid ounces. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sweetheart. Two uh, pints of you're, beer? You're not even close. <laughs> yeah, okay, would it count if I added in a Schlitz or something? <laughs> did you actually have a Schlitz or something? No, but you that gonna, would make me like really drunk if I would drink one of those. Are right? you going to chug it right now? You're going to drink it how on much, the air, and I say yes. Just I don't think it really matters how much she drank is how drunk she is. Yeah, I I hear you, but she doesn't sound drunk, and so I was looking for a little bit of something else to help okay, her case you, along. You and Schumann you know. at, at a bar, and uh-huh. and uh, she's had a schlitz. Yeah, and she drunk enough. <laughs> uh, probably not. Me and Schumann have faces for radio. Yeah. If that's what you mean. Uh, I don't know. I'm not buying it. I still want to give again, it to... But then again, so does Adam. So. I still want to give it to Bug Eater or to uh, Dude with Katiana. Mad Dog. Thank Mad you. Mad Town. Mad Town. Dog. He's now... He's forever now known as Dude with Katiana. I don't yeah. care what he was before that. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Vanna, you... you GWC. A, a good effort, but I can't give it to you. Okay, I'll try harder next time. Yeah, you're going to have to work a little harder on this. Uh, you know what? Thank you for you, playing. If you have a game plan ahead of time, and you know what you're going to drink. It helps to plan. It's plan is all all. You know, people is. take this lightly. They think they can just call in, and all of a sudden they're drunk I'm of the drunk, week. I'm but, drunk. I'm uh, drunk of the week. This no. is a highly coveted position. So, uh, you Especially know. as the night goes on. Thank you, Vanna. Sure. Thanks, guys. Cool. Later. Send me your address. I'll send you the book. The right. book. Throw me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. There you go. Uh, so now that uh, our producer and our guests are just having like random conversations in the background, does that mean the show's over? Are we allowed to go now, fellas, or uh, what's what's happening? Sounds good to me. Oh, they're just talking about <laughs> next week's show. 
<laughs> John, John says it's okay. <laughs> you know? So, all right, so, you know, you got to work on that, John, because we got to go out Friday. Hey, and John. Then, uh, okay, I will. And then, John. of course, there's the book signing Saturday at B3. John, let yep. me know whether you're going to be out, and I'll know if I can burn some brownie points. Oh, okay. Because if you're going to be, if you can get out, I'm getting out. I'll pay for it later. We'll all go out. <laughs> and we'll all go out. Okay. That sounds um, good. You're going to have try. to do your time on Thursday, too, right, Doctor? Oh, you Thursday. could use the same excuse, like, oh, hey, I was yeah. with you yesterday, you know. And all day today. It really doesn't matter if I was I was with you all day and like up to the last hour. No, yeah, yeah, it still doesn't matter. But uh, I, th- I, th- I thought I'd tell you one beer-related story tonight. Uh, yeah, we probably need that. Down, you know. Go for it. Well, I was racking my uh, American Dunkel Wiesenbach tonight uh-huh. on the uh, fermenter to a keg, and uh, of course, you know that to do that, I had to rig up the third gas line in my beer fridge. And, Get it all set up. He said third and member. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then as soon as I got all that done and finally racked the beer and pressurized the keg, what happens? But the gas inside weld is broken at the uh, uh. At the little poppet. So things leaking, and I had to re-rack into another keg, which meant I had to you know find another keg, clean it, get, get it all ready to go. So you could have just welded it right on the spot. <laughs> Uh, Doc. A little beyond my ability. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> the un- underwater welding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You couldn't just, uh, you know, build yourself a whole new one right there? <laughs> Doc. <laughs> yeah. So at least you didn't end up with, like, carpet porter, though. You caught it early. No, uh-uh. That's good. Just, uh, it was gas side, portion, not the liquid. No, that's even better. Yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, so at E3, I'm going to have to invest in some more poppets and stuff. Yeah, see, ours is, that's happened to us, too. In fact, Shat even replaced a bunch of our poppets, and we still had a bunch of leakers. Well, that's your problem right there. That Shat was replacing them? Yeah. I was thinking it's that, you know, these things are old. Like, oh. no matter how you look at it, they're old, right? One trick on the fly is mm-hmm. to pull everything off and put two gas, two O-rings on the little little dip tube, the gas dip tube. Yeah. And it pushes the mm-hmm. poppet up harder. Uh huh. And, and then uh, screw that back down. Okay. It, it's just on the fly. You want to you know, change. So change instead these of later. one, go with two. Yeah. It'll push it push it back up farther. Give it a little more. It's a good trick. I'll but, tell you what. Out of this entire show, you've gotten two fantastic tricks. I'm going to tell you right okay. now. Four hours and, of radio. Uh, always have plenty of uh, post gaskets. The uh, gaskets go on the. Uh, Gas in the beer post on your cakes. Yeah, oh, yeah those, things, those crack, things are always they, going. Bad. Oh, they get yeah. cracked and cracked so easy. Yeah. You can just no, yeah. keep them around. Yeah, mine was broken at the weld, you know, against the tank itself. Yeah, stupid weld chat it. dropped my pump on the on the floor while he was doing his brew. Yeah, but check this out. I, I I really don't care. Like I don't care about any of this stuff. I, I'm pretty much laid back. I go out to see how his brew's doing though. And this is a uh, Friday night, Friday night, Saturday night, last night. All right, so last night, I go out there, and I go, uh, so, Shet, uh wow, it looks like you're almost done. He was he was, he was was transferring, and I, it, it seemed a little fishy to me because I had been watching his brew, and I thought that, that maybe a, a step had been <laughs> he skipped. He was shielding you from the view. He, he wouldn't tell me. I But I go, wow, you already did your whirlpool and stuff? And he goes, oh, yeah, I totally did it. I did the whirlpool. I did everything. <laughs> and he comes in this morning. 
with the broken off uh, oh pump housing pump housing oh yeah and, and he he dropped the the pump's fine but the housing you know uh, just one side of it broke I off. break those all the time by the way and he goes I I couldn't tell you last night I dropped it and right. I'm going. You, you couldn't tell me. What did you think I was going to say? Didn't want you to lose any sleep. Shad, it was your first one, right? Yeah. Right, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. Uh, B3 knows this. Oh, yeah. oh. And they carry just those housings. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of just those. Cause On the, their the biggest customer. Because uh, oh, that, that part breaks. You pay for it, too. Happens all the time. And the rest of the pump is fine, yeah. and that, that outside housing yeah. just goes. Like 29 bucks. Well, he can't. No. no it's are 60 bones. Yeah. You're getting like some kind of deal, McDonald's. Oh, those, the heads are 29. Half a pump. No, it, it, we have the wet head assembly. That's what yeah. it is. Well, wet the wet head, I mean, has like all the metal parts, and you just need, yeah. the, you just need the plastic part. It's just 29 yeah. bucks. Oh. Oh, helpful over there. Oh. You who'd, you, who'd you talk? No, yeah, who'd you buy? From? No, we don't want to. Oh yeah, you had you thought ahead, you could have brought it over here for you. Uh, I brought it over. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Really. No, I go through four or five. It's like that here. that old commercial, uh, you know, for not lying. Remember those in the eighties? Who broke my window? Remember that one? Oh, no, with the uh, ball. My first pump. Why is my uh, that part was all brass? Oh, you could have hit it with a sledgehammer. It wasn't going to break. And it wouldn't break, yeah. yeah. And then I switched over to the uh, polysophone ones. Yeah. As soon as I tried to tighten it with a, with a yeah. ring, cock, I was, yeah, if you over, Yeah, if you over-tighten it, it'll break, too. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I just couldn't believe I was like, I've never had a problem. Chad, I can't believe you, you didn't. You wouldn't just say, ah, I just broke the pump. I would have laughed with you. I wouldn't have. Uh, I thought you would be disappointed you in your little well. shit. Look, he was in the middle of a brew. He did not want to be bothered with your... Feelings. <laughs> That's right. Sounds I, like Chad's feelings I, I got in the way. I can't believe you broke my pump. It's my only pump. See? I worked hard for that pump. I gotta face this brew. Go away. You know how many shows I had to do for that pump? <laughs> I thought I'd just get the stare. You know how and many walk guys away? I had to pump for that pump? <laughs> I, I, Two and a half years of shows and pumping guys for that pump. <laughs> <laughs> and you broke it, you clumsy freak. <laughs> I like what Shat said. I thought I'd just get the stare and the walk get away. Get the walk away. <laughs> yeah. uh, no problem, man. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. I, I expect it fixed by Monday. I might have done that, yeah. So did anybody taste this uh, Zymer juice beer? Yes. I tasted my carpet-free porter. It's pretty good, actually. Really? Mm. A little sour, isn't it? I got a question about from the chat room, where are we going out on Friday? I'm afraid to answer that. Who's it that. from? We? I don't know. Oh. I don't remember. You don't know, Bevo? I, I'm not just going to answer that for anybody because, I mean, everyone's real nice and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're going wherever you're buying. <laughs> yeah, wherever Doc's yeah. limo takes us. It just gets weird sometimes. Hey, you know what? We can always ditch him at Bart. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I've never been to 21A. What's that, Jay, uh, John? I've never been to 21A. We're going to 21A. Oh, we're going to go there. Then. Let's just start Ooh. there. Ooh. I got to look good. We should call Sully and see if he'll tell us he'll be there. <laughs> but he won't be. No, it'll be a vague answer. It'll be a vague answer. I'm sorry. Sully, you deserve it. You got to take you it. You do deserve it. Yeah, why isn't he called in? Because yeah. he's a he? jerk. Oh. <laughs> you, I don't think he's on You tonight. deserve it all. He's probably on a plane somewhere. Yeah. I'm on a plane. All right. So, uh, John Palmer, what time is it uh, B3 this Saturday? Uh, one to three. One to three. There you go. You get signed. Co- See, we only had uh, so what Jamil about for your signing favorite ours. listeners. You can get both signing. <laughs> uh, one to three. three. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty for your favorite listener, Doc. Doc's going to show. Will you please sign my book, John? 
I, I, stood, John, in I, I stood in line first. for three hours. I was can, first. I was first. Can you put that in the book so everybody knows I was first? Can I have a? Can you say something nice about me, like you like me on the show, John? <laughs> That's gonna be down. Uh, let's see. Where should we go after twenty one? No, I'm gonna make. I'm not. I'm gonna make him the sign Olympic. my my old copy, my first version of uh, uh, How to Brew. Yeah. Again. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Again. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Doc. Go away. Number two. <laughs> I told you the first time. Yeah. We should go to the Alembic, John. You been there yet? Oh, no. Huh? It's uh, Dave's new place, the Magnolia guy, Dave McLean's new place. But they oh. got, um, um, I mean, we can get Magnolia beer anytime. But they got great sour beers in bottles and uh, tons of scotch. Oh, tons say, of scotch. Scotch. Ah. It's the, tons of bourbons. It's, it's all artisan, artisan spirits. Uh I mean, if you really want to tie it on before you got to go sign shit on Saturday, that's the place to go right there. Works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We should. Uh, you know, what we ought to do is take Bevo along with us. That place is great. And make Sam be the designated driver for the night. <laughs> I'm thinking Sam's on yeah. uh, designated driver <laughs> duty. Yeah, Sam. If you don't drive, we'll make Bevo drive. You so want to get married, go. honey? And then you'll <laughs> that's die. <it. laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Gonna have some chicks. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'll do my best. No, All right, fun. yeah, let us know. Uh, really, uh, you know, try. What you, do you, you want me to talk to your wife for you? <laughs> That'll work. Uh, want no, to keep you I'll, busy uh, you pass while you're out I'll drinking? You <laughs> All right, let us know, brother. I'd like to hang out with you. Uh, okay. All right, man. We'll see you. Okay. Take it easy, guys. I'll see you. Yeah. Well, we should, we should tell them about the 21A book signing we're doing. So you know, you can just be there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, man. honey, I gotta be there. Yeah. Really, gotta do it. It's important stuff. You know, I have important spots. I have to be all over the Bay Area. Here, there. Yeah. You know what? You and the kids would just be bored. But I just hang out here. Yeah, I'll see you next tomorrow morning. Sometime. You know what? I'll come in. I'll see you tomorrow morning. We'll have breakfast, yeah. brunch, whatever. And then uh, I got my signing at one. So, and uh, all the spots I have to be at smell vaguely of uh, cotton candy perfume. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I might have some glitter on me, but these guys are kind of party weird. It's, uh, weird. Just weird it's San guys. Francisco, man. I mean, it's McDole. He just won long shot. He celebrates with glitter. I don't know uh, what to tell you. It's San Francisco. I don't know. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> as long as we don't end up at the end up. What does IPA mean to you? <laughs> you know? All right, are we done? Uh, is the chat room happy, Bevo? Are you happy? Is is are we okay? I'm very happy. All right, <laughs> yeah. Bevo ended up drinking, by the way. After Heavily all, too. And how's way. the headache going? And oh, it's gone. Yeah, oh, I, I bet. Yeah, she took the cure. We told you you'd feel great. You, you know, know, dog hair is the best way. Dog hair. Hair of the dog. Don't worry. Drink some more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that, my friends. Is it? Uh, we're going to get on out of here. Remember that there's no show next week. No Happy show. Uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your families or uh, drink enough that you don't, are, you're not bothered by your families. Uh, My dad doesn't touch me anymore. <laughs> oh. Uh, he means in an affectionate, like, hug kind of way. Have you been reading my diary, Doc? <laughs> yeah. What are you, been talking to JP's counselor? Uh, no, enjoy your families. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it's kind of a cool holiday. I actually like Thanksgiving. Christmas sucks balls, but Thanksgiving's kind of cool. You get to eat food and uh, enjoy people coming over and hanging out. So please do that and uh, be nice to each other. Uh, Come on, Thanksgiving. Come on. Nine See there, it's the all about hate. Yeah. Take your home brew. Uh, also, uh, yeah, and then just keep in mind, we're not on the air next Sunday. We're taking a week off. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to get guests on that weekend. Oh, I, I think, me. though, when we come back, kind of a cool thing, 
I know I've got Ralph Olson from Hop Union confirmed, nice. and we're working on getting uh, one of the maltsters confirmed on the same date so we can do hop and barley shortage in the same show. Well, so rag them on, on them both at once. At once, yeah, poor bastards. Uh, that way they can sort of deflect the pain yeah. amongst yeah, each that, other. I'm going to refer to that as my hop yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. Bad news and more bad news. Yeah. So Yo. stay tuned for that. That's in two weeks. Uh, you can get. Uh, you can still get. You can't get the Jamil book until December from us. But there are other books in the store. And if you buy them from us, yeah, I got John Palmer's book in there. If you buy them from us, uh, it helps us out. And uh, of course, the authors too. Podcast um, there and shirts are available. I need you to get all that stuff. Buy Brew Your Own Magazine by clicking on the banner uh, that's right on our homepage there. If you don't see it, just hit refresh, and uh, it gives you a, a great magazine, and it really helps us out. Um, and then you can click on those ads that rhyme with frugal that are on our page and that doesn't cost you anything it doesn't hurt your computer it doesn't do it just click them click them click them click them click them is there uh, something happening friday afternoon i'll be taking that day off i too. wouldn't is there a button that i wouldn't know what you're wad? talking about but uh, okay yeah i have no idea i just want to make sure that you, uh, you don't have plans no plans yeah you know what i mean not only do i not know if i have plans but i i don't know why i wouldn't have plans just because. I like knowing what you do. <laughs> On Fridays. You still don't have that webcam in the bathroom up, and I really Haven't don't like not to, knowing what you're doing. Cam up the web. Yeah. All right. Chaw, dude. I seriously thought we'd be out of here two hours ago tonight. Well, let's go. Oh, no. Thanks to Alan Pugsley from Shipyard Brewing Company, who I thought was yeah. a real nice guy Thanks, and a Alan. gentleman and uh, some good tips in brewing in there. And uh, obviously been around the biz for a while. He's a serious guy about a serious uh, business for him. He, yeah. you know, thanks to Doc for coming back again. <laughs> You know, we all love him, and, uh, you know, he can't be here every week, So, but when he's here, we cherish that. When you're not here, he says great things about you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So who got drunk of the week? Doc. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Later, everybody. Bug Eater, you're drunk of the week. We'll see you, folks. Can't get enough of it. Home brew, my mind. I love home brew all the time. Yeah, I think I have that way.